Sports.com show. Sports.com. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis, VOGK Dub Kenny Watson, and Tits Legendary, screening your calls and bringing you the BTOSports.com motocross news. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. yeah! Welcome to the Pulp MX Show presented by BTOSports.com. Here we are Monday right outside the Lion's Den in MGM Grand. Coming to you from Las Vegas, the Pulp MX Show presented by BTOSports.com. One week off and we're ready to go. we got lots to talk about tonight. Hangtown opener, USGP. Hey, and if you weren't there, you didn't miss shit. As, as my co-host would say, that's Kenny Watson. K-Dub, what's up? Hey. Nothing. Glad uh, to be here. Two things. You got here super early, and you called me this afternoon just to talk about the show. Are you feeling okay? No. Clearly. I told you I didn't really have much going on. No. No. <laughs> I was in shock. I couldn't believe it. Uh, very. Maybe it's a new – nationals mean new attitude. No. Definitely not. <laughs> and, uh, Kenny, you went to Hangtown, so we'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, what a mistake. As usual, taking your calls and screening them and lining everything up is uh, none other than the legendary Mr. Tits Legendary. Tits, what's up? That's fucking gay. You're that's gay. A, that's, I like that. that I that, like that, it a lot, actually. That was really lame. That was really uh, lame. Is gay bad now? Is gay bad? <laughs> uh, I shouldn't say gay because there's so much stuff going around about people using homosexual remarks. There is. Yeah, so I shouldn't say gay because I don't have nothing against gay people. But S- since was... when are you trying to be politically correct? Hey, new leaf on life, bro. <laughs> I did get here early. All right, and also joining us for the entire show is another than Mike Stevens. Uh, uh, Mike's a fan of the show. Uh, hooked up with Vivint Alarms, uh, one of the sponsors on our show, and we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. Mike, what's going on? Right on. Thanks for having me. How are you? Good, buddy. How you doing? Thanks. And you went to Hangtown too. I was there. Yeah, so I did see him. Everybody in this room went to Hangtown except for you, Tits. Yep. Sorry. Oh. Well, um, what were you doing? Breaking out concrete or something? Standing on the the Vegas <laughs> Vegas Strip at four in the morning, directing traffic. Directing traffic, right? Have nice. you ever done the concrete in the Lions Den? Uh, yeah, we did that. Yeah. All right. So just yeah, it was just downstairs. How was it? Uh, it was good. You yeah. know, t- turned out perfectly. Do you do it with the Lions in there? Uh, no, we just ushered them to one side, and then we we did our deal and flip flopped them to one side. Yeah. All right. BTOSports.com, X-Brand Goggles, JGRMX, FMF Racing, AGV Helmets, Works Connection, O'Neill and Kicker all on the show as well. Vivint Alarms, which we'll get to in a little bit. Guest tonight, Travis Pastrana. Big Nitro Circus show Huge. debuting here in Las Vegas at the MGM Grand June 4th. We'll have him on to talk about it as well. Wait, let me correct you right there. It's yep. June 6th, bud. I'm just trying to correct you, bro. Are you sure? I'm 100% positive. All right. Okay. Tis, look, I, look up the date. Okay. Uh, Why, do you want to prove me wrong? Because I, I just looked at the website. Then it's wrong. It's June 6th. What am I looking if it's, up again? If, if, it's, if it's wrong, I'll bust out 10 push-ups for you. And if, it's, if, it's, and if, it's, if I'm right and you're wrong, you've got to give me 10 push-ups. No, I'm doing the show. I can't do it. See? Dude, you're oh, I'm right. June 4th. Right there. No, 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 Check no. Check it out. It's a Saturday night. June 4th. Look at the calendar. It's right there. It's a Saturday. Wait, it's what's tw- June 6th? Oh, that's the day my truck's leaving to go to... Okay, you're right. You want right. Me to give you ten push-ups? Ten push-ups. Let's do it, Kenny. Do it. Down. I'm Kenny Watson doing ten push-ups as we speak. Uh, I'm gonna watch that. You're gonna show us what he's doing hits here. the ground, Kenny. Well, yeah, we don't need military-style push-ups, but okay, one. No girl two, push-ups though. Three, four, five, 
Six. He's slowing down. Seven. Eight. Nine. And ten. Yeah, Kenny Watson. He did it. Doing it. Ten push-ups. Uh, collapse to you. And uh, and don't ever, ever come back come back at me like that. Uh, Tommy Hahn, Moto Concepts Racing Tommy Hahn, will be, uh, will be on the show as well to uh, talk about his season. And also, as well, Eric Phipps of uh, Works Connection, one of our show sponsors. I thought it would be cool yeah, to get Eric Phipps on. Yeah, well, you got to put your headset on. And then I don't want to put it on, but Phipps is cool. Put, put okay. your, there you go. Yeah. Microphone. Uh, Phipps is cool. You, okay, Phipps is cool? Yeah? Yeah, I like Phipps. Yeah, he's a good dude. Let me, let me adjust my shit. Hold on. All right, okay. And then, uh, so what we're going to have him on to, uh, to talk about different things. But uh, for right now, let's, uh, let's go to our, uh, our uh, email of the week from uh, a guy named Jeff. Email of the week. What I, I say? That's what you said. All right. Kenny, very... Very studious and very full of corrections tonight. Yeah, um, full of energy. Hey, Kenny, my name is Jeff, and we met you at Hangtown. Just wanted to say thanks a lot for taking the time to talk to us. You made our day. Even when you didn't have, don't have a team in the pits, you still took the time. Very cool. Manager of the year in my book, for sure. No one else would do that. That's a dress from Mrs. Watson. No, just kidding. Uh, shit, I was even starstruck. My kid thought it was funny I couldn't remember your easy email address. I know you have a lot going on, but if you get the chance, my kid is totally bugging me to hit you up for that Dirt Shark sticker. He's 15, he gets his license next month, and he always has a spot on the back window of his truck picked out. To show our support of you, I will be placing an order for some H&H gear this week. Oh, and tell Mathis I am trying to buy a red pulp shirt if he would ever email me back. Whoa. Thanks again, Jeff. Uh, I've been in touch with Jeff, uh, and he has closed the sale. If you want your own pulp mix shirt, uh, check out the the uh, the site. Uh, let me get – oh, wow. Uh, tits. Yes, sir. A 15-year-old kid wants a Dirt Shark sticker. Wow, imagine that. What <laughs> that a, if I could choose an idol or a role model to look up to, it, it would be, be the Dirt, the dirt Shark. shark. Absolutely. Would. Do you remember this guy, Kenny? I do. I do remember him. Very good. I do remember so, hey, him. What? I do remember him, and I will hook him up. I will give him a Dirt Shark sticker all day long. I'll get him whatever he needs from Dirt Shark. If he asked me for the Mud Dolphin, I would have walked away from him right there. And <laughs> yeah, there. that's it. would have been it. It would have been game over. <laughs> You know, yeah, he was cool. The guy was totally cool. And, dude, I went there to take care of some stuff I had to do. So, and, dude, I was there just like everybody else to watch the races. Um, I hope he had more fun at the races than I did. It's pretty lame going there. I mean, I can't say I'm a super fan of the races. Like, that's like I would rather do something else on a Saturday but stand out in the middle <laughs> of Sacramento with bad allergies. But right. I, I did it, and yeah, well, I went, and it was whatever. We'll talk about it here in a little bit. It's cool to see you go to the opening national. I hear I just thought you were a super fan, but no. no. Hey, uh, Papa Mex Show contest uh, essay contest submissions are in. The deadline is over. We are pouring over them as we speak. Uh, is that the truth that we're pouring over them as we speak? No. They 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 were poured in about two weeks ago. Yes. And they've been sitting in your inbox for two weeks. Yes. I have. I've looked at some of them. <laughs> I haven't looked at all of them. I promise we will get to this week. I had I was very busy. We'll we will decide what's going on. We'll have it figured out for next Monday. Pookie's leader is right here. John Nelson is oh, po- yeah, Pookie's John. Pookie's early leader. John's uh-huh. a frequent caller of the show. Uh-huh. So she uh, she likes that one. And um, I'm a stickler for the dudes that did it right. Uh-huh. Five hundred words. Five hundred words. Aerial. Right. Single spaced. 12, 12 point font. Single space. Whatever it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker for those dudes that did it right. Instead of the ones who just put, pasted it in the email. Yes. Thank you. And so I got to admit, I'm leaning towards the dudes that do it right. Mm-hmm. 
So John's the Pookie's leader right now <clears throat> going in to the uh, – Where's John from? From, from like Cali. Ca- California. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't from Vegas, which, you know, hopefully a Vegas guy will have the best <laughs> one. be super cheap then. Yeah, I would have picked a Vegas one for sure. Um, all right, let's talk about Hangtown. Um, you know, <clears throat> just when you count Chad Reed out, he uh, continues to impress. Um, amazing ride. And, you know, last year, Kenny, I know you went to one national – but it was Washugal, so it didn't really count. But when the going gets hot and tough and rough, Dungy motored away from everybody last year. Bad. This year, less than a second behind Reedy with like three laps to go, and I, I thought it was over. But I, I, I'm a, I'm a, I like Ryan Villapoto as a person. I think he's a great kid. I, th- I know he works hard. You know, I got to know him a little bit throughout the last couple of years. But I don't think that the field was where it was this year. And we've only been to one race. I know that. It's only one race in. So, you said Brian Villapoto. Brian Dungey, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah, wondering yeah, where you yeah, were going you, with you this. Said, you said Villapoto. I'm sorry. Okay. Dungey. Dungey. Yeah. Dungey. He, he didn't. He wheelied away from the field last night. I mean, last year. But the, real, the field wasn't as deep. And it's only one race in. And I think he, he did fine. He yeah. got second. Yeah, maybe, no. I mean, he maybe went he one, had, two. He's maybe he had bike problems. Who knows? Right. Maybe he just wasn't comfortable with the track. But you know what? I'm a firm <laughs> believer. No matter what series you're in. If you go there and you walk away in the top three after one one round, you're right. doing fine. Uh, impressive ride by Reedy, though. He he Dude, he hands he, down he, killed those guys. He, he did it, man. And funny, uh, we were talking before the uh, before the the weekend about who would win, and I really didn't think Reed had that in him. Especially, he hasn't been doing any outdoors. But you know what? You know, he's just a racer. I told right? Steve Astafin in San Diego when after he won that race, I, and he he wasn't even top. He was top five all the way through. Yeah. And then he won that race, and yeah. I said. Those guys just did something they shouldn't have done is give him the chance and the, and yeah. let him, you know, feel that the motivation, like, I can beat these guys. And, right. dude, once he has that, it's done. And just talking to him, you could see that he has that demeanor of, like, I can do this. Yeah. I'm having fun. <coughs> and this is the way I feel when I win championships. Right. Uh, um, so also, I, I, in, in speaking to people close to him, he didn't give me the same answer because he's trying to be politically correct. But – and speaking to people close to him, you know, he's got a full works Honda now. And Pro Circuit stickers are even gone off the suspension like they were there at the end. He's got a full works bike, and he really likes it. No disrespect to Pro Circuit, who do as good a job as they can. But, you know, you can personalize a works bike more. And, and he really likes that bike. Yeah, he. I talked to him, and he, after the race, man, he was just like, the bike was so stable in the rough stuff. Like, yeah. I could put it where I wanted. I could hit whatever I wanted. I knew what the bike was going to do. Yeah. It didn't have that, you know, it wasn't inconsistent. Like, it was going to do one thing one lap and do the other. I could do the same exact stuff every lap. Yeah. Dude, how fast was we when he was going up? When he was going up that whoop oh, hill, the, up the, he was yeah. manualing it, yeah. and he was he was pulling away. But then, like, I think he was trying to save a little energy maybe, like, you know, at 20-minute mark, and he started doubling. He, yeah, he, he, he started doubling. Yeah. And that's when Dungey caught him. But yeah. then when Dungey caught up to him, yeah, he started doing that again. And I mean, and he pulled out. it's just like I said, it's just impressive. Dungey's a Terminator. He's a machine. He just he just motos down and yeah, and Dungey, dude. I wouldn't count Dungey. No, out. no, no, I no, would no, not count. Nobody is. I mean, yeah. if we want to go back, I'll pull a Paul Lindsay and say I told you so. <laughs> Last year, after the first round, everyone was counting him out and saying, "Oh, right. what's up with Dungey?" I go, "Nothing's up. He's gonna go back to Florida. He's gonna put his head down. And he's gonna come back." Yeah. And that's what he did. Fine, and then and you know they're tied. He's tied with Reed. So I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, dude, like, he, he got second. Uh, he tied in points. It's just uh, I really impressed. Reed was the star to me with that ride. No doubt about Dude. it. Um, and I I love as as Reed was pulling away from Dungey those last couple. I just pictured a tits legendary just, uh-huh. just yeah, crying, right. I get, I, I get, crying. 
Actually, I think his tweet said, go Dungey with like five exclamation marks. There was, uh, Uh. I was watching the the second moto on the internet and it was, uh, I was rooting for him, but obviously it didn't pull through. Hey, were you tweeting about Dungey? Yeah, he was. I I tweeted once. Oh, I didn't see it, maybe because I don't follow you. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) wow, that hurts. Set you up. Oh, dear. Uh, I haven't followed you Uh. since the day, oh, we must be tight. Watson's following me. (laughs) I I, I stopped following you about 30 (laughs) seconds after that. Hey, tits, don't feel bad. Because uh, Kenny actually, I just found out, just dropped me as his follower. I did, as well. I did, yeah. I did. I just can't handle. I can't <laughs> handle. I'm in the process of clipping don't, mine don't as well. I'm in the process of clipping mine. Your Twitter? Yeah, Pookie's trying to uh, get me to follow more people, and I'm cutting them out. I'm uh, cutting. I'm cutting some dead weight out. Hey, it's your God-given right as a naturalized Thank American. Thank you, dude. I just don't follow. like. Even though my, like, I don't have it on my phone every time it pops up, but like, I, I, I like tits. You know, I like Michael, but it's just like, dude, I don't really care about you know. Hey. You don't, you don't got to explain yourself to us. I, I just I really don't give a shit either way. You know what I mean? I, I uh, people want to follow me. We're great. Right. I'm an idiot. You want to know what I'm doing once in a while? I'll throw it in there. Right. But well, whatever. for me, like I, I gotta say, I, I definitely it's helped my my this helped the show. It's helped pulpamex.com. I really enjoy Twitter. Uh, certain, but I don't I don't like all the people I follow. I get, I get, you know, all these notifications, and I'm just like, oh man, like yeah, like it doesn't really matter though. Like let's say I stop following you. Right. Half the people retweet it anyways. So mm-hmm. it comes back to what you said. If you say something stupid or right. if Tiz says something stupid, you're going to hear re- about you'll it. You'll retweet it and right. I'll say, I thought I got rid of this Retweet guy. it. Retweet it. Or Sorry. retweet it, so whatever. You, you love, you love um, making me look bad, don't you? Hey, so if you're Villapoto, you know, he was sick all week. He's fine, too. Yeah, you're not, you're not worried. Dude, he's fine. I was surprised at how off he was, but saying that. He really wasn't he was, off. Uh, he was ahead of the other dudes by a lot, too. Dude, so. At, at point, point in time in the race, he was riding well. And you yeah, could no, tell no, something no. was going on with his conditioning. No, no, just sick. to go from – listen, I'm an RV fan. But to go from leading at the halfway point – He was like to, 50 seconds to back 50 at 50 seconds end. at the end of the moto. Dude, you he was sick. He's, something was wrong. Yeah. He was sick. Some, something was going on yeah, with yeah, him. Yeah, no, no. He was so, sick. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if I look at it this way. If you can lead it for five laps, you can lead it for 20 laps. That's the way I always. That's I, my. I think after talk, in talking to the race, he was happy with his speed. He knew his speed was there. Like He's fine, said. dude. He is fine. Uh, how do you feel about your Christophe Porcel bet with Steve Cox? <laughs> after this weekend, I'm feeling pretty. <laughs> solid. You feeling good? Yeah. <laughs> Just to recap, it's uh, 500 bucks. No, no, it's a thousand. It's a thousand. Thousand bucks. If Porcel Porcel has to win a moto, Cox says Porcel will win a moto mm-hmm. before the halfway point of the series. Round dude, six. I, I, dude, I watched that. I watched him ride. Right, because you're watched, like, you're like and, that's a thousand bucks. And, and, dude, that guy so is so. Such a great rider, but I don't think his equipment's up to par. He was getting beat like a freaking punching bag, dude, from that bike. Uh-huh. Dude, I was watching his bike, and I was like, how is he holding on to that thing? Right. Like, and for his defense, he did awesome for, for how bad of a bike he had. At one point, he passed Villapoto in the first moto, and he was third. And then Villapoto got him back. Did he? Yeah, for like three laps, he was on it. And then, uh, yeah, he definitely. I well, think he could go do it. Like, if we could, if we get to a track where it doesn't get too rough and mm-hmm. it's super fast, I think he's gonna be in. Well, uh, this weekend it's gonna be hot and rough. So, yeah. um, I talked to DV after the race, his team manager, and he said, "Nah, what do you want when you've only done one 17-minute moto?" <laughs> That's what DV said. Well, what about DV before? He said he was ready. Did he say he was ready on our show? I thought he just kind of was like, "Oh yeah, he's all, we ready to go. We ready to go." <laughs> hey DV, you told me you ready to go. Well, um, that's what DV said after the race. So uh, Pirelli tires for him too. He went to Pirelli's as opposed to Dunlop. So I want to ask Tommy Hahn, our guest later, about that deal. But uh, another wrong. Yeah, I heard, I heard from someone before the races after yeah. practice. He said his bike was awesome. 
awesome. It's a great bike. After the race, was not happy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. what I, that's what I tried. Do you remember on the show I told DV, I said, dude, I'm a team manager. I know. I go to the track with my guys, and we'll test and test, and it'll be the best thing they've ever had, and they'll be the most happy. And when they go out and we get to the races, it's the worst thing in the world. And he goes, oh, no, not with us. Well, he's happy. And he had yeah. his chance to pick any other brand he wanted, and he picked that. So, Well, that's what I was getting into with Sorby on Twitter because Sorby said, oh, the bike is, you know, it's hard to ride that bike because he's basically insinuating the Yamaha is the problem. And I'm like, hey, don't tell me that when he had a Geico Honda ride in his back pocket. It was funny because I was standing next to one, someone that was on a Yamaha team and was on a good, fa- on a good, good Yamaha for right. Supercross. And he was just going, man, look at that bike. He, like, he kept pointing it out to me like, look how bad that Yamaha works. Look, I go. Okay, I get it. <laughs> I get it. I get what you're saying. But, I got it the first five times. But why, I mean, these guys right. have to ride it. Like, a guy like Tommy. How bad can it be? Right? That's what I'm saying. Dude, you're, uh, you, I, I don't know because right. I, I don't ride it at that level. Right. But You don't? No. Not, <laughs> really? not even clo- yeah, not even close, Tits. Oh. Um, no, you're right. How bad can it be? I mean. Well, bad enough for Purcell not to like it or bad enough for, you know. I, I, I think, I think I, Tommy kind of struggles with his bike. And yeah. I think, you know. I, I see Millsaps. I mean, Millsaps was the top finishing guy on a blue bike, and he got what did he ended up? Uh, Six. He went four seven, I think, for for real Six. good in the first moto. Yeah, real great. But his moto. bike was gnarly too. I right. mean, I know they do a lot of suspension, and they have you know Johnny O, but we'll see. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, uh, I thought Purcell's first moto was worse than expected, and when I saw him come down the hill in the second moto, he was third from last. I was like, oh, this is going to be ugly, as in pullout time. Uh, but he actually soldiered through and got 11th, which is all right. So I thought his second moto went better than his first, if that makes any sense at all. I don't know. Going from 37 to 11th was all right. Um, what did you think about uh, about uh, Dietrich? Did he catch your eye? Kenny Dietrich or Tommy? Tommy I, I watched I watched Dietrich a little bit, but someone told me, like, I thought he was pretty solid. He was top 10, you know, mm-hmm. Dietrich. And someone told me that his lap times were the same at the, the his, first second lap that was on the last lap. His last lap time was exactly the same as his best time. That tells you where he comes lap. from. He's right. solid. Yeah, no. I think he could be a, a player, like not not a championship guy, but I I think he could be a top. Right. He could get us some top fives if he gets up there and starts. Yeah. What do you think of just the outdoor nationals in general, Watson? Just the uh, crowd, the pits. The God, dude, I I don't think there was that many people there. I don't really think that there was over twenty thousand, maybe fifteen thousand. Well, they're they're saying twenty two thousand. Okay, but then then how many how many industry industry has to be five hundred or a thousand? Yeah, I have no idea. I thought it looked better than in the last three or four years. I I, I wouldn't know there, but I it's just hard for me to justify for my team going there. Um, You know, after watching the TV package and they only show the top three guys. You know, they don't go back to 7th or 8th place and watch battles going on. They did. Yeah, they, they totally they, they did. They did a little bit on a li- the, They say on a little speed. bit, but how? It, it you're wasn't not gonna, much. You're going to have to go much. out and get, you're going to go out and get a, you know, a million dollar sponsor for a guy that's not going to win. Well, and how's that different gonna, than Supercross, though, right? It's the same thing. They do the Supercross, though. They, do, they cover a lot more, though. Like you if think? A guy, if a, oh, for sure. If a guy's running away in a heat race, they'll back it down and show the guys in the transfer spot. Right. Okay. That's just my belief. I mean, I know Davey and all those guys do an awesome job at the... I, I think the package is better than Supercross. Than Supercross? Than Supercross. The yeah. be- no, it's better outdoors than Supercross. You got every moto live uh, okay. on I, TV. I, I, I would agree for that. I would agree. About every, almost every other race is same day coverage on speed. Hey, who's, on, who's in the chat room? MC, MX. Is that David? No, I don't know. Moto Concepts, MX? I, I don't know. I no, has. I don't think so. 
I don't know. I don't have time to watch the chat room. I'm running, <laughs> I, I did. I want to see Davey. Davey said, suck it, Kenny. <clears throat> Davey. Oh, uh, my friend, uh, hey, buddy. how about Shorty? Blown what up. happened to his bike? I don't know. All I know is the same problem, both both motos. Dude, that thing he was nursed it to the finish. First the first one. Yeah. The second moto. Yeah. He was in he was like fifth or sixth. He was good. I seen the fat kid running across the track pushing his bike. Did and, you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I felt bad for Frankie, dude. Because that guy gives everything he has. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, ever since the Tyler Evans days. I told Frankie before before Shorty went out to say F you short Watson. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you guys have that little thing going on. Yeah. Hey, what about Alessi? You know, I bummed. Bummed for. I was standing there with another mechanic in the second practice. Another mechanic? Wait. So you were a mechanic? You're saying like you're Are you still a mechanic? In are you claiming that? You it's journalist? like it's like a green beret. When you're once a green beret, always a green beret. <laughs> Everyone refers to you as what, a green what, beret. Once a marine, always a marine. Thank right, you, Tits. Right. Thank you. Okay. I'm standing there with another fellow mechanic. <laughs> it's, fun, it's funny. Um, it's funny. And unless he comes by on the second lap of the second practice, hauling ass down the mechanics area. And we both look at each other and go, you know, I think it was Alan Brown I was standing next to. Not a mechanic. Oh, bullshit. He could claim. He, oh, yeah, yeah. He's he, a he fellow mechanic. And, I think, and he goes, wow. And I go, yeah, he's, he's making a state. Like, you know, everybody's cruising. And Mike's just ripping. And, you know, the track changes quite a bit. Dude, I didn't Now, understand. his accident wasn't from a track change. Apparently, his foot peg came up on him, stuck in the mud. His foot came off. He went down on his seat. Seat bounced and well, went over. Let me ask over. you a question. Did, did you see the, the crash on the I didn't the see it. I need to see it. I heard oh, it's ugly. It was gnarly. I heard it's uh, ugly. This is why I look. And, and I know Mike and Tony I'm are. I'm bummed, though. Yeah. I'm bummed, too. Right. I, 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 like, I like Tony. Vision. I like Mike. Terminator lens. And I, I look at it this way. His lap time was a 2.05 on the, on the, in the first practice when the track was not that rough. No one in the second practice is going to beat a 2.05. No. So no, he no did chance. not. He, if, dude, he could have pulled a Porcel like Porcel did in Supercross. Or you just, just cruise there. around, <laughs> cruise around, and if someone beats your time, okay. If that's what you want to do, right, right. go for it. If not, okay, big deal. You got second or third pick on the gate. Right. You, you didn't have the glory of Fassus. That cost him the, the championship. <clears throat> It was uh, it was a little strange. I mean, I'm, I don't. It was a little strange to see him going so hard out on the first I lap felt of the bad. second. I felt practice. bad for him. Dude. Like I, I, yeah. I didn't talk to him, but just like I talked to him after the race. Just seeing, like, listening to him when he was in the saying Tony, sorry to everybody. I and, should even tell this story, but yeah, don't tell it then. Okay. No, go ahead and tell it, please. No, if it's gonna bum Tony out, don't say it. There's no reason. It's to not it. gonna bum Tony out. I don't think. It's just funny. It makes fun of Tony. Then don't make fun of Tony. Tony. I like Tony. Then why would you want to make fun of him? Well, this, not really is, this is how you screw yourself. This is how you. This is how you screw yourself. You say things about people without thinking about it, like I did with Larry Brooks talking about what happened back in the day. Yeah. And I say things that I shouldn't say without thinking about it. Think about if you're going to hurt. This his isn't feeling. that bad though. Hey, say it and then apologize afterward. No, I just I was or apologize ahead of time. You tell me this is. I was talking you, to Tony. Tony goes to me. Hey, how do you think you would have done today? Like he was bummed. Mike was bummed. He goes, How do you think you would have done today? I go, I don't know, man. Like. I think podium, like you know, for sh- he was right there. I, 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 well, I Villapoto, mean, Villapoto was sick and riding like the way his Mike. So, had what do you think? Podium, podium, podium. Sure. What, what do you think? I, I didn't see him practice, but I, I saw the practice for sure. Podium, probably. Yep. So I go, ah, oh, podium. Tony looks at me, stops. You know how he is. Looks at me, goes, one three, one three. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't bad. Yeah, I I mean, that's what I want. I, I don't know if that makes it look bad, but well, it one, was, three, uh, one three would have got him a, a one three would have got him a third. One three. Tony yeah. already had it figured out. 
<laughs> one three. Uh, I don't know how what, what happened to get the third. I don't know if it was a bad start. It's just tracks a little rough yeah. result. Uh, but you know what? He was riding good, and 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 he. You, you know, know what's crazy about that? I was in the I was at the Cowie truck with Mike Talking Jameson. To you. Yeah, and Mike Jameson, and Williamson. <laughs> I was talking with Don Mieta and Michael, and I seen the mechanic ride by. And I looked at the mechanic, and he had that look on his face. And I go, oh. Don, Don. And I looked over, and I seen an ambulance. Don. Don Mieta. Oh. And I'm all, something happened to Alessi in that practice. I didn't. I was not there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, why do you say that? And I go, because I know that look. <laughs> and I seen an ambulance, and yeah. he's standing in front of the bike looking, like waiting for him to come back. <clears throat> and he's like, no way. And he goes over there, and he walks back. He's like, yep, yeah. knocked out three minutes. Yeah, not not good. Um, he got up. He staggered. He almost fell back down like a puncher, like a, a punch drunk boxer. But was he air lifted out that helicopter? No, no people no, were saying no, he okay. was, but no, 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 no. no, no. no. I wasn't uh, sure. But uh, he's gonna be out for a couple of weeks. They red probably. flagged it though, right? Yeah, they red flagged it. Yeah, and then uh, and then Reedy came in, and he him and I were talking in the mechanics area, like fellow mechanic that I am. Oh, Chad Reed. Yeah, like he pulled in during practice and started talking. No, during to the you. red flag. During the oh. red flag. And uh, and he said, man, the track was really changed out there. He's like, uh, he's like, I'm not surprised that happened. But we now know it wasn't the. Tr- it was Mike missed his foot peg and came up. So, but so, uh, but uh, Reedy was surprised because I think Mike went by him too. So, um, I wonder who was behind him who had the front row seat. I don't know. Too bad they didn't have a. Hey, contour. did you notice? Too bad they didn't have a contour helmet cam on. They could have caught the whole thing. Yeah, if only contour were allowed in the. Uh, they they'll probably be allowed it outdoor uh, now. You know, oh, I don't know. GoPro's a sponsor there. Do you too. know the FMF banners all had to come down from around yeah, the track I heard that. because That's... of the energy drink? I just this sport just makes me want to just fucking scream sometimes. I'll, I'll tell you, little D hooked me up with some of that. It's uh, good. It's a. Uh huh. It's definitely good stuff. I tried it too. And. Different. They do write us a check. It's different. I'm not saying it's bad or, or it's good. I'm, I'm just not saying a huge fan of energy drinks, anyways. But either am I. Either am I. I'll I'll try it if you have a cocktail and mix it up with. But right. it, it had this like. Which one did you have? Lemonade or fruit cit- punch? Uh, I had the citra or the yeah the fruit punch. Okay, lemonade's my fave. So yeah, I don't know. Better. Hey, I wish him luck. You know, I think right. I think in if in any uh, industry, if it's like we're Dodge. Bring in Ford. Bring in Chevy. Right. Competition's good, man. Well, competition's the good. The thing with me is it doesn't say FMF Energy Drink. It's just an FMF logo that yeah, they make but pipes you know with, what? If you, you know? if you think about it on a marketing standpoint, they're, they're, they're smart the way they did it because they branded it with their same logo. They didn't change the icon. No, I know. They're but using I, I the FMF icon. I don't care, man. They, they need our sport needs to relax and not let that shit happen. You know, um, I don't know. I just well, it's not the sport; it's the sponsors. Yeah, it's that the, are writing yeah. the checks. Guys like. Rockstar, Monster, right, Red no, no, Bull, I know. the energy drinks that came in like three or four years ago, and they're trying to dictate the sport. No, I know. Well, it's the promoters who are letting them. MX yeah, Sports exactly. And, Feld. The and I don't that- blame. I don't blame Monster. I don't blame all those guys because I would do the same thing. Right. If they're if they if the if the promoters are going to let them call it, have them call it. Yeah. You know it. But if the yeah. promoters just grab their balls and say, "Nope, this is the way it is," if you don't like it, take your money and go. Um, but two fifty class. Uh, let's get to that get to that before we get to uh, uh, Travis Pastrana. Uh, Baggett was phenomenal. Who? Like Baggett? It was good. Dude, I watched. Fell in that first moto, dude, too. I, dude, he was the guy. I was watching Dino, and then I, I just, for some reason, I got him mixed <laughs> up when they were together, and I started watching him. I'm like, dude, Dino has good lines. Yeah. He's <laughs> hauling ass. And then all of a sudden, it comes by, and it was Baggett. I'm like, holy shit. He was coming through the pack, and then he fell. Yeah. And then he got back, and I was watching him, and I was had him on my, my watch, and I'm like, dude. 
this kid is going to be podium, this moto. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he got second or third. What do you get? Second. Second, yeah, the second, first moto. Second, yeah. Right. And then the second moto, I didn't hang out. I watched it on TV. Yeah. Dude, he was manualing half those bumps. You like, make your flight on Saturday night, no problem? I did. I was yeah. pumped. I got home. I was, I was stoked. I got home, though, in the old H&H beater van. I've been driving that thing, and it's been broken into so many times. We have a key for the ignition and a key for the door. Oh, yeah. Well, when I dropped off the van at the valet when I had to go get my flight, I told the guy to take the key because if you're going to lock the door, and he didn't take the key, but he locked the door, so it oh. locked in. So I got there at like 8, and I had to hang out there until like 9.30. I'm like, dude, just throw a fire extinguisher through the window. I don't <laughs> care. I want to get out of here. They were all, no, no, we'll, we'll just pay for it. So yeah. I didn't get home until late, but uh, it was all right. Oh, wow. That, yeah, that sucks. And so you, you didn't make the USGP to go see Zach Osborne. I'm, glad I, did. I'm glad I didn't go. Why? Because Zach he, was missing you. Zach, Zach – Promised me that he'd be on the box there, and he didn't make it. But I'm pumped for him this weekend. That's a solid ride, five five. He You're rode better. I think he rode great at Glen Helen too. He really did. It looks like in second moto he rode really good. Yeah, no, he did. And in first moto he was dead last. Maybe I'll make it up to him. Maybe I'll do a Euro chip. <laughs> ah, no chance. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Hey, did you notice? Speaking of Euros, two guys, two front runners, not jumping that step up. Musquin and Purcell. Dude, yeah. You know I did. why? Because they timed it and they said it was slower. To, to oh, at go, the top of the hill. At the top of the hill, and then they go. They could stick inside. Inside, and uh, and uh, yeah. So dude, isn't that, that kid, crazy? The I never Frenchmen, seen. I, saw, like, I was sitting right there at the bleachers, right. and I, I didn't understand why. Right. Yeah. They said it was faster. I don't believe so. Hey, but dude. That that Musquin kid. No joke, bro. Oh yeah, he's for real. No joke. He fell in the first turn in the second <laughs> moto, and I was like, ah, done deal. And I'm watching. I'm like, dude, he's right. coming through. Oh yeah. yeah. He's like last place, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I I don't. I, I wouldn't even know that kid if he walked. I don't even know what he looks like. He's yeah. a good. He's a good kid. I think that kid's for real, though. Um, hey, let's get to our first guest right away, and that would be none other than the, the, uh, the f- ex-national champion, turned freestyle icon, turned motorcycle god, Travis Pastrana. Travis, what's up? Hey, nothing much, guys. How y'all doing? Hey, good. Thank you for coming on the Pulp of Mech Show. Appreciate it. Uh, I'm Steve yeah, Mathis. Thanks for having me. Kenny Watson's with me, uh, as well as uh, Mike Stevens from Vivint Alarm. So, uh, how are you? What's going on? Uh, doing great, man. Just uh, I, get mixed, uh, I saw a little bit on speed, but this was uh, was at a NASCAR race during the during the Hangtown uh, Hangtown race. But uh, yeah. I couldn't believe Chad Reed, man. Just looked awesome out there. I was really pumped to see that. Yeah, it was a pretty amazing ride. There's no doubt about it. I mean, he didn't. He wasn't. You know, he's not supposed to be as good as Villapoto and Dungey, especially with no outdoor testing. And he handed it to those guys. So yeah, for sure. Second moto, man. They come on. Uh, you know, really. Come on strong through the middle, and then uh, you know hold on at the end. Dunty was coming on pretty strong, a couple laps to go, so that's good. Yeah. I was impressed. Yeah, no doubt about it. Hey, let's uh, let's talk about your deal here. Uh, we're doing this show in Las Vegas, and you'll be here in a couple weeks with your Nitro Circus tour. Um, what are we What are we going to expect to see, people who are listening, and all of us who are going here? Uh, Nitro tour is basically. I mean, you got a lot of the, the top guys. I mean, heck, out of the the twenty five of us that are on on tour, we had a I think like 16 medals at, uh, at X Games this last year, and uh, brought in a lot of uh, a lot of other top guys. Like Bob Burnquist is coming out for uh, for skating, and so is uh, Ryan Sheckler, who's never hit a um, <laughs> gigantic ramp or anything of that sort. He'll be be out there too. But uh, there's currently three people in the world that do double backflips. Uh, they'll all be there. Plus, uh, we got another guy that's trying it. So uh, we'll have uh, possibly four guys doing one best trick this year at X Games. We got uh, Andy Buckworth tried a few triple front flips in the show. Hasn't landed one yet, but he's uh, he's claiming he's got that. Uh, Going to give it another shot at least uh, in this one. So, and plus uh, all the nitro circus shenanigans. You know, you got the, yeah. the double, or the, the side hack, uh, motorcycle side hack, bicycles, uh, 
know, we pull people from the crowd and put them on the front and say, uh, don't sign up for anything you don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can, we, can you put Mathis in your side hack and flip with him? <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> um, that, that, that would be scary. <laughs> from, from people, well, I saw you do the flip at Reed's house off the uh, takeoff or the landing of a triple. And I could not believe how easy you made it. You, this, it's unbelievable. And then Randy Richardson from Michelin tells me you can flip anything you want just to the amusement of others at any time. It seems like yeah, over- Randy, Randy actually comes down. Our Michelin man, uh, yeah. <laughs> he comes down. We go down ride a crew all the time, which uh, has a lot of hill climbs. So mm-hmm. it's actually easier to flip up a hill. Like if you're not sure if you're going to make it, you, know, you always loop out when you hit the top if it's uh, a yeah. little steep for a while. But uh, you can you can kind of do like an underflip up the top, uh-huh. so you can just keep driving all the way through the through the whip. Uh, but usually, you don't get the distance forward you need. So a lot of times you tumble back down. But yeah, we we flip everything. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. Uh, it's it's a good party trick, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so now this tour, you did it for a while in Aussie and uh, and New Zealand. Yeah, I went down. Uh, did two tours in, in Oz and the New Zealand tour. Uh, like Levi Sherwood came out to that one. And I think he'll actually be uh, be coming to this, this show in Vegas. Uh, mm-hmm. But man, it was absolutely unbelievable. We just doing a regional tour and. Uh, we didn't know really what to expect. We, just, you know, we thought it'd be awesome to go to New Zealand, and um, you know, they were they were expecting you know eight thousand people. We were just in real small stadiums. They averaged twenty one thousand people, and just uh, it was just just a huge huge thing. It was just yeah, it felt it was really cool. Um, yeah. You know, everyone kind of got it over there, so it was, it was kind of a neat experience. Yeah, so you're bringing it over here now. How many stops are you making over here, and how, how do you, do you have, is that all planned yet? Do we know? No, I mean they. they we really want to bring it to the states. It's it's a, states is a tough market, man. You gotta you, know, you gotta start out big and, and go all the way through. So we're we're, we're definitely bringing it over. But uh, starting with this test run in Vegas, we're just mm-hmm. I mean, we're, try that we're, out. we've got all the best in the world. We're doing everything that we weren't sure if it was going to work, or we're pretty sure it's probably not going to work. It's still going to get tried, <laughs> tried in Vegas, so it's going to be one heck of a show. Definitely looking forward to that. And you know, we'll we'll judge that from from how the crowd you know yeah. how the crowd reacts and how everything goes. And um, you know, it's just it's kind of cool like in uh, in australia when you start out with like you know a heel clicker without the crowds you know they're on their feet they just start to see the see the guys see the jumps and um you know you can really build it up but in the u.s we're gonna have to start out you know wide open and just keep going up from there so right uh it's gonna, it's gonna be tough to stay stay healthy for a whole uh, whole tour for sure <laughs> but one event i think we can make it hey are you hey travis kenny hey kenny Hey, are you guys um are you guys gonna do like a, a full u.s tour or is Vegas- i just asked that Oh, I didn't hear. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My next question is how's how how do you think uh, ticket sales are? Like, how's Vegas looking? Oh uh, well, Vegas looks looks pretty good, but I mean that's it's it's a one-off event. It's going to be going to be good. So it's still not sold out, which is you know like uh, New Zealand. I mean, literally within the first uh, two days, they were all sold out. So it's, it's definitely you know it's different here in the states. But hey, if we can travel around and have a good time, and you know it's all all really close friends and right. just a really really cool atmosphere for us to be able to do it. So. Um, you know, for me, I, I love staying in the States. That's why, you know, I mean, as far as going World Rally or whatever. Mm-hmm. Was, me too. You know, that's, I, I really like like here in the U.S., but, but everyone kind of likes traveling too, and it's uh, it's kind of fun to be able to, to go to different cultures and whatnot. So right. we'll, we'll see how this show does and go from there. Kenny, yeah. Kenny you went to, to the um, uh, Nuclear Cowboys. Yep. Where was that? In uh, Ontario? Yeah, it was on Ontario. And how was the crowd there and stuff? How, how did thin, it? Thin, real thin. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you, Trav. Like, we... Um, you know, back in the day, I know, like Australia, they, they're 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 behind us a little bit. You know, I, as in, you know, what I'm trying to get at is what I mean. Behind us is is like, uh, you know, like the Krusty shows. The Krusty shows were there for, you know, three or four years, and they tried to bring them to America, and they did that one show at the Forum, and there was like 3,500 people showed up. Um, I think 
that what you're bringing to the table is more mainstream because of your name, first of all, and the TV show that you have behind it. The Krusties was pretty much a one-dimensional deal, I would think, with uh, just the videos. And I think with having the TV show and more people are in tune with who Travis Pastrana is than with Seth Enslow. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I've, uh, I've already called Mike and Steve hooked us up with some tickets. And I think, you know what I think we need to do, though? I think we need to have Hart do the roll-in. On the Dude, that'd be awesome. On actually. a skateboard, we're trying to get as many uh, celebrity type people to just come and show up, and we're gonna—we're not telling them, but we're definitely gonna try to talk them into getting up there uh, during the show. We always have a lot of people that um, aren't expecting to be in it that we kind of drop in that thing. So uh, yeah, I think Hart should definitely do that. Dude, he'd probably—he'd probably—he'd probably snap his femur just like climbing up a ladder or something. Yeah, I, I, I got your point, Kenny. Like Pastrana, Travis is like the name that everybody knows. I mean, the, there isn't anybody. I mean, I would say it's on the level of James Stewart or greater. Well, you know, you know what? This is what the and, deal is. You go, like, people that know nothing about what I do. Right. Nothing about motorcycle racing. And then I go, oh, uh, they go, like, I'm sitting next to someone on a plane. And they'll go, it happened to me, like, two weeks ago. First they'll say, where's your sleeves? They'll go, hey, what do you do? <laughs> yeah. And I'll say, oh, I work I, I work for a motocross team. I work for this company called Hart Nineteen. And then they go, oh, wait, uh, like, jumping supercross, like, in the stadiums? And I'm like, yeah. They go, I go, do you know what that is? They're all... Uh, not really, but like the X Games, Travis Pastrana, and <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, 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 it's different. And they're all, what's different, you know? Yeah, and then you but they understand who Travis is. Hey, you know what, Trav? What I did un- what I what I w- seen this weekend, and I I knew that you were doing the NASCAR thing and getting involved, but I'm I was up on it because I kind of started following NASCAR a few years ago. I didn't know that like you teamed up with Michael Waltrip and that Turex Junior, the I mean not Turex. Junior, but the brother. Is driving a Pastrana Walt or Waltrip Pastrana? He had it on his driving suit and on the car. Yeah, no, it, it, yeah, it's pretty cool actually. It's uh, kind of the the Beckholds still are the main owners in the team, but uh, Michael is kind of he's uh, Michael Waltrip just been awesome to work with and uh, you know just uh, trying to bring a different different demographic, a little different exposure, and heck, it's given me an opportunity to drive for a really great team. So yeah, Ryan Truex is actually driving uh, driving the nationwide car, and um, you know it's been been just absolutely awesome for me to, to kind of get in there and, you know, have a, a team. I mean, we raced uh, this past weekend. I man, struggled a bit, but it was cool because um, uh, my teammate Brett Moffat actually ended up winning, and he went out for his, to do the qualifying run and came back in, and we adjusted the car off of you know, kind of what he had said. And, right. you know, the car was, was really, really – it's just, it's just neat to be in a position where, you know, you have so many guys around you with, with so much experience and, you know, to be able to, to really get into this thing and, so so much respect for Carmichael and, and those guys. I mean, just um, you know, coming all the way all the way up through the ranks. And I'm man, I, I tell you what, our first race was probably our best because we stayed out of trouble. Um, <laughs> you know, ended up six at Irwindale. But just ever since then, just the harder I try to drive these cars, the slower I'm going. I'm like, oh man, I gotta I gotta take it back to take it back to square one and then figure it out again. Hey, did you watch the truck race at all? Because I know uh, that you're back with, with uh, Carmichael in the wall and over. Or, uh, no, no, no. Last with... weekend, because I know that the the uh, I, I don't even want to I don't even want to say that I don't really know his full name because I remember probably five years ago at X Games, um, you came up to me when we were talking and you said something about I forgot the guy's name but I know he passed away in a helicopter crash. Oh, Colin McRae. Yeah, and I you call McRae. That's right. And you said something about Colin McRae, and I'm all, who's Colin McRae? And you're all. I should slap you. You don't know who Colin McRae is? He's the rally, blah, 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 and I didn't know. But the, the guy that won the Formula One and then he went to, to rally, right, he raced the NASCAR yeah. this weekend. And I seen that guy sideways in a corner, and I'm all, oh, this guy's done, and he saved it. 
Yeah, no, for sure. Kenny Reikinen, um was, yeah, that was his first truck race, and he did great. And then, uh, heck, you had, um, oh, shoot, what, I forget, um, well, one of the guys, he needed a caution, so he just he spun himself out in the in, in the truck and uh, you know got got the smoke, he got the caution, pulled it into the pits and got back out there because his car wasn't set up, you know, 100 percent right. And these guys, there's a lot of tactics going on out there. I'll tell you what. Hey, uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you about getting back towards the freestyle thing was obviously uh, Kenny's on this show every week, and Kerry Hart's been in in the show and in studio. He's a friend of both of ours. Am I a friend of Kerry or no? No, no. No, okay. he's he not a friend of yours. Okay, well, anyways, Kerry uh, Hart did the first backflip at the uh, Cleveland Gravity Game. Where Tell him, Travis. Uh, he's well, gra- he's- gra- <laughs> Gravity Games, uh, Rhode Island. Rhode Island, okay. <laughs> so what, back in 2000. Yeah. See what I'm dealing with right here, dude? This is what so I deal with. So what was Travis Pastrana thinking when he saw Hart bust that out? What was the first? Were you like, that's I it, I got to do it? <laughs> well, he was racing then, Steve. I know. Yeah, I, I, was, I was actually at Troy, Ohio, and I came off. And actually, believe it or not, I think the first person that mentioned so was like either Ian or, or Roger, uh, the coster. <laughs> we're like, ah, do you see what happened at Ground Crew? Like, we're really coming from you guys. Like, this is, this is kind of a huge deal. Right. Um, so we, we saw, got to, we pulled it up right there uh, after the race on, uh, on YouTube or whatnot. And uh, man, that was, that was really cool. Um, you know, so I think it was three weeks later, um, I was, we were at X Games and ended up trying it. I broke my foot and. Um, then it was it was a little bit before anyone really tries again because the next time Kerry tried it, I think X, uh, the X Games next year he ended up uh, you know having a really bit, bad injury. But right. you know, in, in hindsight, it might have been the uh, good for him. I mean, Pink went to the hospital and visited him, and then uh, you know, they, they got married. So, <laughs> yeah. Hey, Trav, you know what? Uh, I'm going to bring back some old times. You remember? You were probably 14, 15. Havasu. That gal. Yeah, I don't remember that, actually. <laughs> yeah. I remember that that morning, but uh, the next there? two weeks were a little Were you in Havasu? <laughs> I, I, I remember that, but what, I, what, what I'm trying to get at is a lot of people don't realize, like, when before you were, like, riding the Nationals, you were riding freestyle. Like, you were you, – you, you have to be the, the youngest X game freestyle athlete ever. <laughs> yeah, well – that was neat. I mean, honestly, we just, uh, you know, my dad, we had two mortgages out on the house and, uh, <laughs> and he sold the boat, sold the Harley. We were, we were struggling to make it to, to races. So when they were offering, uh, uh, cash prizes for, for anything, a motorcycle, dad's like, hey, if you want to do it, I'm not saying you have to, but, uh, my mom's like, absolutely not. He's like, well, we can't afford to give him to Lauren So, uh, right. <laughs> so Travis is going to help out if he, if he doesn't get her, get her doing it. Go yeah, do I a, loved it. Go do a trip. So that was, I mean, we went, we went for Mammoth, um, my first, uh, like semi pro race was was up there and it was the same the day before uh, X Games and uh, just remember like ended up uh, racing Mammoth and then uh, cool, it was cool because like and those guys were there and then we went uh, went straight and drove all through the night and the, the motorhome broke down and, and whatnot and my dad's like we <laughs> we got to we can't afford to get home we got to get to X Games oh man that's that's <laughs> that pretty funny. you know everybody thinks guys like you just sort of step into uh, into greatness and riches and all that but wow, wow just the story you just told you know it really tells you he struggled early on there dude i remember like we were when i was with triple x we'd be out at like uh mike sinkmeyer's house because he had a little compound out there and they wouldn't let no one ride out there and i remember like when, we were, when i was with triple x jordan always wanted to film pastrana and like yeah. they wouldn't let him film he's like no no you know you you know his parents would say no you we don't want travis being part of triple x and all that crap you know <laughs> yeah, yeah and and i was like Respect him, and then there he's out there filming. And then what did Jordan do? He's out there trying to like film Travis and just run it. And I'm like, you can't do that. Me and him literally got almost got into a fist fight because I took his camera away from him. <laughs> you know, that's how long it's. I mean, Travis was out there showing like Sink and Carrie and all those guys. I remember when we came out here and we did the Jack Pacific commercial out at the Speedway. Do you remember that? 
with you and Trout, yeah, you that, and Kerry. That was that was pretty fun, man. That was cool. I was always freaking uh, the biggest whips, and Albertine was actually out there as well. Yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. Of course, Albertine, Pastrana, and Hart. I mean, the perfect the three style kings, the three musketeers. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, if you want to call in and talk to Travis Pastrana at seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Uh, we don't have him for too much longer, but uh, give us a call and ask Travis Pastrana that question you've always wanted to ask. Uh, hey, I got a, a fast question. Travis, this is Mike Stevens. How you doing? Hey, pretty good, man. Good, man. How about hey, you, Hey, good, pal. Hey, uh, special Greg, special flip. How stoked are you on that? Super pumped because that's something that he's been doing, you know, since he was Oh. A little technical difficulty. Yeah. Trav, he's probably back flipping right now. Yeah, on his phone. He's flipping out right now over that question. Yeah, he can't even handle it. <laughs> Give him a call back there, tits, if you can. Um, anybody on the phone? Uh, let's play a joke. Let me let me try to beat Travis Pastrana. No, nobody's on there yet. Um, no one wants to call and talk to Travis Pastrana. Apparently how often? Not. How often can you call and talk to Travis? That just shows you how nobody hardcore, listens to our show. That's how hardcore our listeners are. They I, want to just talk to racers. I do want to hear the answer though, because it's crazy. Have you guys seen? No, the I trick? don't even know what you're talking about. He does like a varial flip on a BMX bike, ramp to ramp, and lands it. Oh, really? Ramp to it's, ramp? It's crazy. It's a body varial, right? Yeah. Hey, Travis, you yeah. back? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Sorry, sorry about that. No problem. Um, yeah, but no, especially he's been doing that trick since uh, since 2000 in the fall pit, but. He really just, like, he just started riding bicycles and motorcycles, you know, really in, in 2000. Then he went to football, University of Maryland, and just a great athlete, awesome in the air, but just sucks so bad on, on bicycles and motorcycles, he can never land this hug on thing. <laughs> so he's finally on this uh, this Nitro Tour, man. He's just gotten so good on the bicycles. He's doing, uh, uh, you know, front flip uh, Supermans and front flip no-handers and double backflips every night and, um, you know, really picking up bicycle skills. And he finally got, the, got this trick. He's got pretty much on dial now. Um, Everyone's tried it. No one's really been able to duplicate it. It's pretty. Uh, it, it's it's pretty cool. I, I'll, he just gets so far away from the the bicycle and then grabs back on. Hey, why don't we can't why can't we get Greg involved and just learn him, teach him how to ride a dirt bike, and then he can go do best trick? Because I know the guy that's won best trick a few times in a row just has the varial and lands it and wins. You know, he won it two years in a row, and that guy can't. I don't think that guy can hit a dirt lip. You know, no, no, no. Lowe's is, Lowe's is actually pretty good. But no, Greg actually, like, he's, he's, he's special. And every shooter is a word. He just loves, right. uh, loves he, riding, loves doing whatever. He has no interest uh, in really going to, going to X or doing, doing that kind of stuff. He just, was, he just was, really enjoys. Was that uh, a one-off he, trick? He's got Sorry. some stuff. Oh, he's got some stuff in, in the foam pit that's just absolutely ridiculous. And, uh, like, double backs with full twists and all kinds of no-handed shenanigans. Uh, Superman flippy twisty shenanigans things. So hopefully, hopefully the Las Vegas will uh, he'll try try a couple of those. And another guy, Dusty Weigel, he does this thing called a fan dangler. It's a uh, front flip three sixty Superman. Like, oh come on, Superman, really? So. Wow. Um, and and Kenny, did you know that there's a guy in a wheelchair that does a backflip? Yeah. How'd you find that guy, Travis? How does that is come that guy about? from Vegas? Yeah. What's his deal? He is from Vegas. Uh, actually, Aaron Wheels fathering him. These guys. Absolutely insane. Um, he, but in a good way. He actually we found him at Woodward. Um, you know, as a, he was doing backflips, and he's like, "Hey, I can, I can flip the, the gigantic ramp." Because like X Games wouldn't let him down the the mega ramp, and we were real hesitant at first. So he's like, "Come on, guys, what's the worst that can happen? I get paralyzed." <laughs> 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 so he actually went down and he did awesome. He just he's so funny. Every every night, like we do the show, you know, quite often. Every night he'd throw down something new or. He'd, uh, he'd always talk us into taking him back up to the top with, uh, 
you know, at, at the end uh, in the train when everyone goes down, like he's yeah. generally he lands only about fifty percent of his tricks, and like no one wants to go after him. They, yeah, no, I mean, you feel really bad run over a guy that crashed into a wheelchair. Hey, Rob, is that is that but He goes down and throws front flips in the train, throws double back flips. He he just he just tucks himself, man. He's hey, so good me- on a skateboard. Is that mega ramp? Uh, you know, hand palm inverts and uh, and back flips and all kinds of stuff. And uh, you know, uh, he does like half pipe stuff. It's ridiculous. Hey, Trav, is that mega ramp? Did you guys build that, or is that Bob's mega ramp? Um, yeah, no, it's all uh, uh, kind of our our design or whatnot. Um, I guess uh, Danny Way and those guys have the, the licensing for uh, for mega ramps. So we've got it. It's a little. It's in between a mini mega and a regular mega. Uh, looking at like a, a 60, 60 foot jump as opposed to the. It's kind of like the small side of the mega ramp, I guess. How how um how do those guys get up to the ramp? Do they have to go outside the like outside the stadium and take an elevator up to get to it, like just like at X Games, or is it like like a warp tour? I mean, a, a boom boom style one. Um, kind of. They go right up, uh, basically in the stands. Um, usually, uh, you know, pretty much high fiving on the way up. And um, wow. guys like uh, Special Greg, uh, Dusty Weigel, um, a couple, uh, Andy Buckworth. They'll go up in a show 22, 23 times. Wow. Um, and their last jump is their biggest. Like, that's when they – and those guys are just dying. <laughs> he's a champ. <laughs> he's, uh, he's not in the, not the best shape anymore. And he's – at halftime, everyone else is like, you know, oh, high five. I'm like, all right, feeling good. Jim just passed. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, this sucks. <laughs> hey, Trav, how long is the show? It's pretty, pretty good workout. How long is the show from start to finish? Uh, start to finish, um, I think Vegas, we're going to try to get it down to, uh, about what the other shows are, but we've just got so much we're trying to, trying to throw in there and so many new, new ideas. So probably go, uh, about two and a half hours. Nice. Hey, uh, we got, uh, our lines are, are lit up. You want to take some calls? Sure. Man. All right. Uh, Andrew, uh, what's going on? Welcome to the show. You have a question for, uh, Travis Pastrana? Yeah, dude. <clears throat> I'm a huge fan of FMX. Always have been. I know everybody keeps talking about how it's going through a lull right now and kind of slowed down. But uh, I'm kind of seeing it. You know, maybe it'll be like BMX, where like freestyle had its big time in the '80s and it slowed down. And now, if you go to your local skate park, there's a million bicycles and like five kids at the BMX track. You ever think there's a possibility something like that could happen with FMX that'll go go down and then? What do you think? Just what do you think, explode? Travis? Is freestyle motocross coming back? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, racing is, is kind of the heart and soul of, of what people can do. I mean, in freestyle, it's not like BMX where you can you can start out real small in the, the skate park. I mean, if you're doing tricks on motorcycles, you got to be, be jumping or a little bit. And, you know, it's really good to have a, a racing background of some sort. Um, you know, even the foam pits aren't the, aren't the safest uh, safest things. But, um, honestly, I think it's going to take the kind of the modernization of tracks. I mean, you got to look at the skate park and how many options. I, mean, I was just actually out on my skate park with a dirt bike and was, and you know, just learning flares and and uh, stuff like that. It's it's a lot of fun, and the bikes, they motorcycles really do flip and spin and twist. And um, I think as soon as they start adding a little bit more uh, dynamic to the courses, I mean, you can only do so much in a straight line. And you know, who wants to see a? a it, it's just so right. uh, one dimensional. So I think as soon as the courses start start progressing, and with uh, you know X Games announcing that they're going to do. Um, you know, six events a year. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be absolutely huge because then you got you know, the guys that are doing it will have the, the finances to to build the practice facilities to make it. You know, X Games tries to build build cool stuff, but no one really hits it, and they they get the angles off or whatnot, and so it discourages uh, kind of the growth, I guess. So, yeah, the, I think I think it's going to continue to grow. And are the uh, are the are the six X Games are they going to all be televised just like the American ones? Because I know didn't they go to Dubai and they didn't really put that on TV? I don't think. But Dubai never happened. Dubai never went. Oh. 
Right. Hey, Travis, why didn't no, no, this, this, this X Games is going to be just like the USX Games, as big. I mean, they got a whole internet, basically a internet station, if you will, uh, that'll act in sports. So I think all these sports are going to really take off. Hey, Trav, are you riding X Games this year, and what events, if you are riding it? Uh, just really trying to get that, that stupid spinny twisty thing um, <laughs> landed, <laughs> and so I don't have to think about it anymore. It's uh, uh, basically it's a, a rodeo 720. Uh, so you are you are, so, you are going to ride X Games. So yeah, we're just best trick and then rally. Um, yeah, freestyle man, it's a it's a lot of fun. I I kind of like to help the guys design the course, maybe build a little bit of that. But just with all the X Games stuff, or with all the uh, NASCAR stuff, it's been been really difficult to, you know. And, and then we're filming for Nitro Circus 3D movie coming out now, and yeah. um, you know, with all the the live tours too, it's just just tough to get the practice to to really step it up. I mean, could still probably do all right, but it's not. I think X Games about progression, you know. Let's uh, let's knock through some of these rest of these calls here. Uh, Pule, you there? Pule. Yeah, I'm here. What's up, man? You got a question for Travis? Yeah, um, I was actually out at uh, the Speedway for, I, I think they were toting it to be like the first ever freestyle event back when Travis was like 14. Uh, uh, I had two questions. Uh, one's kind of a stupid, well, both of them are stupid if they're coming from me, but one's a little dumber. Uh, I have uh, an, uh, I got an autograph from that day, and he basically just wrote his name down. I was kind of curious on when he decided he finally needed to come up with his own, like, little signature, and then also what it was like being that young, uh, you know, being at such a, you know, monumental event for freestyle. No, that was, that was awesome. Las Vegas, uh, first world freestyle championships, they called it. Uh, E.T. Edgar Tron Terrace was there, and um, I just remember that Emig and were judging. And uh, <laughs> I was like, I... You know, I knew I was coming down, so I was doing no hair and I was like, "Oh, forget it! <laughs> got, to, got to hold the hands off." And yeah. that, for me, that was that was awesome. But uh, right. yeah, I mean, as far as the signature, didn't really think about uh, it. Just kind of started. The more people ask, the floppier or more creative yeah. or whatever <laughs> you want to call it, it ended up being. Thanks, Pooley. <laughs> All right, let's get to uh, Larry. Larry, you there? Hey, yeah, this is Larry from Tennessee. Larry, thank you I got for a question. Yeah, for, thanks for listening to the show. What's Travis? up? Hey, Travis, I'm a fan from Tennessee, and I watched you race at Loretta Lynn's quite a few times. And you and dad used to jump out of that crazy tree into the creek. <laughs> yep. And, and one year, you were racing in the schoolboy class, and I can't remember against who, but you were battling for the win, and you guys knocked each other down and started going at it. And I can't remember whether that was uh, from oh. Baker or whoever. Billy Payne. <laughs> Billy <laughs> Payne. Watson. No, he crashed out of the okay, crashed yeah. out of the first race, um, and uh, got ended up with a fourth. Uh, won the second race, and on on the third race, <laughs> that was horrible, man. I was fourteen. Won that championship, and uh, I, it was a mud race. So I just I just slowed down once I got in front of him, and uh, I think uh, uh, who was it? It was um, uh, a couple of guys ended up catching up, and we had a pretty good dice going at the end, and then uh, he ended up passing me. And, Got, uh, got back by him in the last turn and uh, ended up just took out his front tire and he <laughs> fell. I ended up getting, getting disqualified after that. <laughs> Learned a pretty cute lesson there. But, uh, uh-huh. but yeah, sorry, Billy. Never, <laughs> never heard that story before. That's funny. Travis, throwing down. Um, all right, Larry. Thanks, man. Okay, thanks, guys. Thank you. Uh, Taylon, you there? Yeah. What's up, man? Thanks for listening to the show. You got a question for Travis? Yeah. Um, I love all your guys' movies, but my favorite thing on all of them is the Ayersburg Rodeo. Are you or anybody in Natural Circus ever going to do that again? <laughs> uh, I sure hope not. Oh, that is hell. I mean, 
when you when you get a guy like Jerry McGrath finishing in four hours and forty minutes, oh, and then, uh, I want to ask him about it too. But man, what, what David Knight finished in an hour fifteen minutes? It's twenty six miles. It took McGrath four hours and forty five minutes to get across. I was so tired at one point during this race because it's not it's unrideable terrain. For one, you got about five miles where all the motocross guys always lead. Um, you know, of just awesome, you know, hills, really, really cool stuff, sand, uh, sand traps and, and fire roads. And then you go into the woods and you go as steep as you can go on the hill. You throw it as far as you can. You drag it the rest of the way to the top. And the behemoths, like uh, uh, David Knight, man, just he, just, he was put it, had his bike on his back, was carrying it past me. It's like, see, at the finish line. It's like, it sucks. It's crazy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. it, it, it's hell, man. It really is. I mean, mid-race, shoot, I was, it was snowing. I'm on a rock. I got no no gloves, no jersey, no anything, no goggles, <laughs> and I'm laying there passed out. I remember Godfrey came up to me. He's like, "You gotta get up and finish." Like, give me a minute, dude. <laughs> That's kind of it's it's got it's almost un uncomprehendable for an average guy to, if you're saying it's that crazy. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost like what? What are you talking about? Travis Pastrana? No, you got you know? guys like Cyril Dupree, Jamie McGrath, myself. You get to you get to hills that are completely unrideable, right. and you just you just. You just start rolling in. I mean, you can have no back brake, no front brake levers by the time you get halfway through, and just start cartwheeling and pray your bike stops at the bottom of the hill and doesn't flip off a nice cliff. Wow. <laughs> hey, uh, all right, thanks Thanks for the question, man. Hey, Travis, what happens, yeah, someone, what, happens uh, what about your buddies going to your wedding? How's that going to happen when you're, like, I heard you're going to get married when you jump out of an airplane or something. Wait, what? No. <laughs> so, someone, someone, someone said that this is the, this is the real but, uh, but No, I, I'd imagine that that would be the, the, the girl's day. I, I figure she would, uh, the she would probably the, be in charge of making it happen. The rumor on the street <laughs> is you guys are going to get married free-falling from 20000 <laughs> Hey, Travis. Uh, what's, well, what's, no, no plans in the near future, anyway. What's the, uh, what's the craziest thing you've ever done? What is it? Came on the show. Uh, for me, <laughs> cra- craziest thing is something you're unprepared to do. Um, you know, whether it's the first time dropping on a flip and slide or the first time doing a doing a backflip. I think, honestly, you know, now backflip's pretty second nature and standard. But the first time doing that without just knowing that Carrie had done it, and I can't even imagine being in Carrie's shoes, hitting a vertical lip. Um, you know, second gear just like Did- freaking pin. The guy just boosted it and having no idea if you're going to be able to control the bike in its rotation. Uh, did Kerry so, practice it before? Did he ever no, do it? Never no. did it, right? Yeah. Never, never did it on a motorcycle. Did it on a BMX bike and like a, a, a mini bike. Yeah, he did it on the resi. He went right from Woodward, where him and TJ worked on it, right to there. And it was cool because Tom, his dad, worked, built the course, built the ramp, and right. told him where it was right going to go. Yeah. So they, he was in competition. So he didn't even do a run. Like he was just like concentrating on that. Right. So that's why he didn't even get a medal for it. Uh, Dale's got one question. Uh, Dale, what's uh, what's your question for Travis Pastrana? Hey, so I wonder if you do all uh, all the motocross fans a favor and do one last supercross. I know you tried <laughs> one there a couple of years ago. Can you get one? Well, besides not really being fast enough anymore, it's um. Oh, stop it's it! Really, really difficult, man. It takes it's probably four months of of training, um, which is awesome. That's why the sport's so great. Um, but there's a difference between being a you know a, an average rider and going to whatever and and being on that caliber. You have to. I mean, it's eat, sleep, breathe, train, which is, is awesome. But with, with all the stuff we have with Nitro, with whatever, I mean, I'd love nothing more than to go back on day, do Daytona Supercross with the two-stroke. Um, okay. you know, just try to qualify and, and have some fun. But man, if, if you're trying to make more than, more than 10 laps going, going at that pace, those tracks, it's, it's tough. Right on. You almost made it at Indy, though. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, it was it was fun, but. Um, hey, Travis. Definitely, uh, definitely a lot of work. We asked the tough questions on this show. So the question I got for you was: there was a big uh, sort of mini controversy about uh, the producers of Supercross blurring out your Red Bull logo when you were at Dodger Stadium. Uh, thoughts on that? Were you? Uh, did they tell you beforehand? Were you pissed? You, what's your What's your thoughts on that? Or do you not even do you understand it all? Yeah. Well, <laughs> no. I mean, uh, the guys at Live Nation, actually, Charlie Mancuso, and the, they've always been just really, really awesome to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and even running Nitro Circus Monster Truck when uh, when they have the Nuclear Cowboys, they're they're advertising and whatnot. Um, you know, but they definitely drew a line uh, for sure on that one. They didn't. We didn't know beforehand. But I was going to run the the, the pre lap with, uh, right. with McGrath. I heard on that. that, which I thought would have been would have been really cool, but had uh, had the wrong helmet sponsor on with, uh, with the, the Red Bull. It's not the wrong one. Actually, I'm convinced it's definitely the right one. But uh, yeah, it, they, it... Uh, they were not not that into it. So uh, you know, and that's, you know, Red Bull Monster, they they all you know they've always been rivals, but it definitely drew a line, and uh, it would be a lot lot less lenient on it, on everything else. So it's, yeah. it's, it'll get it'll get interesting. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, it kind of bummed me out just as a as a journalist and a fan of the sport that that would happen because, to me, you're like the best thing for our sport, you know. But uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I was with I was yeah, well, with his well, agent. Sorry to jump in, but the like the Red Bull X Fighters, um, you know, there's there's all kinds of they invite all the best riders, and right. the Red Bull X Fighters might be won by someone you know with a monster, someone with you know Rockstar or whatever, um, you know. But you have to have the best competition, so it sucks when you. Mm-hmm. When you don't go for the best show, you know, or whatever that may be. Yeah, yeah, whatever but, it may yeah, be. Just my opinion. Uh, okay, we got Steve on the line. Steve, you got a question for Travis Pastrana? Yeah, cool question. Hey, Travis, I've been a fan of yours since like forever, and um, I know you've been on like Suzuki's your whole life. But, like, have you ever ridden like the like, Yamaha or Honda, just like you know, motoring or whatever? Just, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, I mean, I I've ridden ridden all the bikes. I just always, you know, I've always really been a fan of Suzuki. So my Dad was always a fan of Suzuki's, and just kind of what I started on, so I grew up with, and um, you know, really liked everyone that 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 worked there, liked the like the company, and you know, they stuck with me through the thick and the thin. I mean, I signed my my pro contract, so I didn't have any other contracts online. I'm sitting in a wheelchair, um, having not raced Loretta Lynn's, you know, for the, the year before because I had a blown out knee and you know, I had a broken back at the time, and you know, they gave me a contract and an opportunity to ride on the factory team, and um, you know. The Coster now I know I switched to KTM, but it's always been like a father uh, figure to me. It's always been just just awesome, and um, you know, I mean, it definitely, you know, those guys have stuck with me through everything, and even you know, even now that I don't race, you know, still uh, still hook me up with with bikes and then sponsorship, and yeah, I think that's, uh, that's that's pretty cool, you know. Yeah, I can imagine how many yeah, Suzukis yeah. you have in your garage. Jeez. Yeah, well, it's like Guy Cooper. They called him Mister Suzuki. I'm like, how could you ever? How could you change? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do you do with all the bikes? Hey, thank- I pretty much bought every remaining two-stroke 250 um, in North America. So uh, <laughs> really, that's funny. Yeah, can't, uh, can't switch now. Thanks, Steve, for listening. Uh, I know. Hey, Travis. Before we let you go, uh, um, we just want to talk about one of the sponsors of the show is Vivint Alarms, and I understand you're going up to Salt Lake uh, in June. Uh, no, July. June. June. To do a motorcycle, to do a motorcycle ride for that. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, those guys are awesome, actually. It's been, uh, been pretty fun. Actually, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of people in, uh, you know, in the Salt Lake with the, the OGO, Godfrey Entertainment, um, you mm-hmm. know, Vivid, and just, just really helping the sport. And, uh, you know, even the, the governor, or ex-governor, I guess, of Utah, John Huntsman, uh, yeah. you know, put so much into that. And, 
Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Right. The hectic life of Travis Pastrana. Well, hey, man, thank you for, for taking the time to uh, to come on our little show here and talk about it. We'll we'll be there uh, June 4th um, to, to see this spectacle. I can't wait. Um, it should be really yeah, exciting. I, I, think, so. I don't think you guys will regret uh, it. It's, uh, we, we have a lot of fun, but it's, it's a pretty – Pretty forward show. I mean, you'll, you'll see more there um, than you will pretty much at X Games. So it's uh, yeah. anyone that wants to try a trick, we build a build a ramp so they can hit it on. <laughs> can, hey, will Andy Bell be there jumping anything? Uh, actually, probably not. Uh, oh damn. Okay. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, right on. Well, thanks, Travis Ostrani, for coming on the show. Really, really appreciate it. And uh, and we will see you in June fourth at the MGM Grand. Later, Travis. All right. Thanks. See you, Travis. Thanks a lot. Thanks, guys. Uh, all right, Travis Pastrana, th- we couldn't get to all the calls, sorry for those who uh, had to wait. But, uh, you know, you, you think you think the guy is fake, Kenny, or people <laughs> think the guy is fake. And, yeah, he's and just a good dude. He's just not. He's just like, when he was racing the Nationals, um, you know, I used to talk to him. I had many conversations with the guy. Uh, he's just, he's really that way with fans and with everybody. Dude, you know what I liked about Travis when he raced? You could be a guy in a pickup truck in the back of the thing, and you could go talk to him on the line, and, and he would talk to yeah. them like they were, you know, Ron Ron. He's battling for a championship the, with. You know what I mean? He he just str- he's just so level, and he's like he's his highs are highs. He, like he doesn't make his right. highs too highs and his lows too low. He's just Travis is a good dude. The uh, the funniest thing I remember about Travis racing, we were on the line. I was working for Kelly Smith at KTM. We're on the line at Sacramento, ironically enough, with the concrete start. His dad is sweeping everybody's gate with a broom. Doesn't matter who you are, he's sweeping the gate. Privateer guy, factory guy, whatever, uh, with the broom, sweeping it off. And then he's yelling. His dad is yelling with the broom like a sword. Shirt undone. Always shirt undone with his dad. Never always, had his shirt. Always. Yeah. Shirt undone, tanned, yelling, Is anybody going to beat Ron Cotta? Is anybody going to beat Ron? I'm like, Who is this guy? I'm like, well, We're not. Kelly Smith and I are not going to beat Ron Cotta this uh. moto. But. I always picture that in my mind, like when I picture Travis and his dad. And Travis was probably like, oh, God, Dad. He was <laughs> holding his broom up like a gladiator. But he was sweeping everybody's gate, which is really cool, too. Like, he was just like, hey, you, 784, you need your gate swept? You know, like, so uh, cool. Cool people, good family. And June 4th, get your tickets now. Um, Kenny, are you really going to go? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Why well, wouldn't I? It's in my backyard. And- I know. Well, well, we'll hang together, me and you. No, we won't. <laughs> dude, Mathis, you always say we're going to hang out, dude. I hang out with you when I need a ride or something. I don't go to dinner right. with you. We're not that tight. Dude. No, hey, we're not. Like, when are you guys going to do your tire changing contest? Oh, no, we're not. Kenny has uh, conceded. I know he said that last week, but no. I was hoping you didn't really mean it. I think you did. I don't mean it. I'm just, I'm just letting him live the glory like he thinks. Hey, he's gonna be I, I drove enough. Kenny. Kenny needed me this weekend, so we were we were buddies. Mm-hmm. He was on my flight to. Uh, he, he gave me a ride from the airport to my hotel, which was right across the street from his hotel. So he could have gave hey, me a ride from the airport to his hotel, and I could have walked across the street. So don't act like you no. did me such a huge well, what favor. What I'm getting to, <laughs> God, dude, he's on my flight. He's I take him to his hotel, mm-hmm. right across the street from my hotel. Uh, my I don't have the GPS on me, so I'm using my phone. I don't quite know where to go. This guy's like, dude, dude, I got this. I got it. And I'm like, do you know where I'm going? Yeah, I know exactly where you're, where I'm going. I'm like, well, I don't know. Since, since Kenny frequents the national. Well, exactly, in, in right? No, but so listen, much. but listen. So I'm like, I don't know the name of this hotel. And I was just here last year, and I don't know the name of this street. I know approximately where it is. He's like, dude, just call me Rand. Rand McNally. <laughs> and I go, whatever, dude. You're an idiot. But Kenny knows, so, he knows awesome. Sacramento pretty good because he almost sent my brother-in-law to some random weird place when he thought Villapoto was going to be there. Remember so, that, Kenny? 
I, we're driving. I get us lost. Uh huh. Due to my phone. You should get an iPhone. He still. He's like, dude. Dude, you're such an idiot. You're so stupid. <laughs> but take this exit here and go right. And and and, God damn it. He was right. Rand McNally. Rand McNally. Rand. I get out of the, he pulls I in. And he, he pulls in. We, he goes, see? She's so stupid. See? You should just listen to me the whole time. We pull in, and uh, and, and his phone's broken. His SIM card doesn't work on his phone. He's stressing out because you know, he's got all this stuff going on and uh, all these meetings, all these big meetings, big people to meet. And uh, I said, hey, call me. And so he gets out of the car, doesn't say a word. Dude, I pull up to his hotel. He opens the door and walks away. <laughs> And then I said, well, I was like, well, we're supposed to meet at 7 in the morning. I said, call me and let me know if you need a ride. And he never called me. I, I looked st- at him and I go, call you? And I just showed you my phone. I'm all, remember? Yeah, but there's still landlines. Oh, I thought the you were going to tell him the story why I stayed at that hotel where I stayed. No, I forgot. What was it? What well, was right across the street? Oh, yeah, the, the strip club. Hey, and did you see a chick Twittered you, a stripper, and said, bring Mathis to the, yep. to the club? Free lap dances or something? Yep. Dude, this guy in Sacramento, I'm going to give this place some kudos, a shout-out. If you ever go to Sacramento and you want to hang out with strippers, but you, you outside the club, okay, right across the street from this place called Centerfolds <coughs> is the Marriott. Well, the strip club is total nude, so the girls can't – there's no drinking in the bar. So what the strippers do is they do their session, and they take breaks, and they run across the street to the Marriott and have cocktails and then run back and, and work. Mm. So I figured this out. I just post yeah. up at the bar. Get both of both best, best of both worlds. And the hot thing is people come in there, and they're like, hey, we're going to go across the street to Center Falls. I'm like, all right, I'll meet you over there. And they're over there, and I'm texting, and I know they're like – had drinks and they're spending money. So I tell the girls, hey, go find this guy. They're, they're, this, there's three guys. One's wearing a red hat, whatever. And they go and work these guys for money and come back and buy drinks. That ain't bad. That's the way we do it. Well played. Yeah. No. Dude, that's something Sinjin would pull out. Fuck you, Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rand McNally. I just wanted to tell that story. Rand McNally. I like, though, how I, you know, he shows up at the airport and he flies on the fly. I get the rental car for him and he just gets out without saying a word. No thanks. Dude, you're, you're, you're high, dude. The whole way I'm telling you great stories, dude. I pulled out stories oh, well, that I yeah. haven't pulled out in years. Well, no, I knew that one. I'd heard the one. <laughs> and <laughs> from, then, from and the, then the, the one you told was legendary, I think, at this point. I, I never told you, and you're all, I did hear that. I heard that from yeah from somebody who's like, hey, guess what Watson happened to Watson. <laughs> but hey. Anyways. Yeah. But the deal is. You I did know Sacramento, man. I know. Ran. Are you going to freaking argue with me, Meathead? Ran. That's what he said. He actually yeah. said that. Hey, I could go to any outdoor national besides Texas. What other new in Paula? I could even get to Paula because I know the back way in and out of that place pretty well. Uh-huh. And get there and take you shortcuts into the track. How about Washougal? No problem. No problem. Yeah, I, I've got them all down too. But I go out of Washougal. No. Everyone goes right. I go left. I go over the bridge, through the back. Yeah. And get right. So, but you still drop onto that freeway. You're still screwed. Yeah, but you just got to know how to go in the emergency lane when everyone's blocked up until you get to the light <laughs> because there's cops up there, and about half a mile before you work your way back in. There we go, folks. There you go. Hey, and with that, let's take our first commercial break of the night. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. We will come back with Moto Concepts, Tommy Hahn, and, uh, and we'll talk about more about Hangtown. And stick around. We'll be back in, uh, I don't know, six minutes or so. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com with Steve Mathis and Kenny Watson. Keep in mind, this show will inform you, enlighten you, and will enrage you all at the same time. Please take precautions. 
Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code M-A-T-T-H-E-S and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection has been around 22 years, providing top quality protection for your bikes, which includes our quick adjust clutch perches, work stands, and skid plates. We're proud sponsors of the rock star Makita Suzuki, as well as Hardin Huntington, and many other teams competing on the highest level. From Steve Lansom in 1990 to Ryan Dungey in 2011, we've got you covered with top-notch products made right here in the U.S. of A. Check out our website at worksconnection.com. And when you order, enter Pulp MX for a 20% off discount. As a motorcyclist, one will have certainly come across the name AGV, most probably because Valentino Rossi, one of the world's fastest and most talked about racers, wears them religiously. Well, the legendary Italian helmet brand, which started manufacturing helmets in 1947, has decided to return to our sport with two motocross helmets, the MTX and the new AX8. The AX8, with its carbon Kevlar fiber shell, has a sleeker, more aggressive styling, amazing cooling and ventilation, and only weighs 1,500 grams. This helmet has been developed and used by Gautier Paulin, Travis Pastrana, Davey Millsaps, and 2008 MX1 World Champ, David Philipparts. The AX8 retail price starts at $349. You can check them out at all Parts Unlimited dealers or directly at AGV.com. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where proudly everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Over four decades, O'Neill is proud to support top racers worldwide, including the Moto Concepts Yamaha Racing Team in the U.S. Supercross and Outdoor National Series. In 2010, O'Neill worked with top racing professionals, including Grant Langston, Tim Ferry, and Ricky Dietrich, in developing its all-new 2011 line. O'Neill's hardware line is the toughest money can buy and has been critically acclaimed for durability, fit, form, and function by Motocross Action Magazine. Hardware pants and jerseys are designed to function while putting you ahead of the pack in fast-forward fashion. When it's time to gear up, check out O'Neill.com or an authorized O'Neill dealer near you. The next time you need to get your bike dialed, Think about contacting JGRMX for all your engine and suspension modifications. Joe Gibbs Racing jumped feet first into Supercross and Motocross a few years ago, and using their state-of-the-art engine and suspension dynos, they are able to provide you with the best mods out there. 
Using what they learned from team riders like Davey Millsaps, Justin Brayton, and Cooper Webb, JGRMX can get you and your bike to the top level. Look for an announcement soon for the all-new amateur motocross team. Check them out on the web at JGRMX.com. JGRMX is a semi-proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. If you live your life loud, then Kicker audio components are for you. Kicker has been behind the sport of Supercross and Motocross for a long time now and is a personal sponsor of some of the biggest names the sport has ever seen. Names like Jeremy McGrath, Ricky Carmichael, Chad Reed, and others rely on Kicker for all of their needs. Kicker's been around a long time and is known to bring their best into each and every product they make. Whether it's speakers, amplifiers, subwoofers, or any other product, we have you covered. Check us out on the web at kicker.com and remember, live it loud. Brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race-proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X-Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X-Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com. Tits. Breaking into the, I'm breaking into Halo. Kenny's on the phone with Hanny right now. Kenny's on the, he's on the phone with Hanny, talking to contracts, right now, live on the air. How good is that? Welcome back to the Pulp Mix Show, presented by BTOSports.com. This hour is brought to you by X-Brand Goggles, the choice of goggle for Michael Lessie, Chisholm, Han, Josh Strang. They all wear X-Brand Goggles. They uh, best goggles out there. They took Michael Lessie to the fastest qualifying time this past weekend at Hangtown. And really, who, who cares about the racing? Who cares about racing? Uh, it really just qualifying. That's all that really matters. Yeah, it, it took him directly to the ground right afterwards. Whatever, bro. Fastest hey, time. He, he could see the ground coming. <clears throat> Thank you. Uh, JGRMX.com. Check him out on the web, JGRMX. Uh, Cooper Webb, Justin Brayton, Davey Millsaps, who rode great this weekend. Uh, a good, good ride for Millsaps. I asked him, uh, I said, wow, man, you really like Hangtown. He goes, no, I hate this place. But he's like, I do ride good here. <laughs> I know Bill Saps doesn't really think that uh, I like him. So uh, <laughs> I had to uh, tell him that uh, I think he rode great. He did. He was one of the only guys charging forward. FMF Racing, pipe of choice for teams like Monster Kawasaki. Oh, wait, or are they? As well as JGRMX, they've been around forever, and everyone knows the name of FMF and what it stands for. Supporting the pros to the amateur, FMF has been there the whole time, and it gave everyone a power boost along the way. Uh, FMF Honda or F FMF Racing I use them at FMF Honda check them out on the web FMF Racing Facebook Twitter as well energy drink for FMF as well so mm -hmm. uh, is he still talking to Hanny do you think I don't know live contract negotiations on the air <laughs> I'm sure that he would really like that to be, t to be it doesn't matter if anybody air. out there does not think that Hart Huntington is going to try to sign Hanson they're an idiot that's, that's an obvious fit Anybody can see that from a mile away so it could be Josh Grant though too so. ooh good one you said Josh yeah. or Josh Hill no, they got Hill. Good job. Uh, maybe it was, whatever. By the way, Josh Excuse Grant, me. he's a Kenny's corner. 
What about Josh Chisholm? Let's do that. Oh, Josh Chisholm. Josh Chisholm. <laughs> Way to bust that one out, Kenny. You guys don't even know. Oh, I know who that is. Tits doesn't. <laughs> is there a Josh Chisholm? Dude. Dude. Go back to your iPad, dude. Dude, Josh Chisholm, <laughs> come on. Hey, before we get Tommy Hahn on the show, I wanted to talk about our newest sponsors who's doing a Pulp MX special, Vivint Home Automation. Uh, the guys at Vivint hooked me up with a complete system. My wife uh, was getting a little worried about getting possibly raped and or burglarized. Hey, or you know what the bottom line is? <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about the wife. Don't worry about all that. Pookie, we need to take care of. But most men love their wives and care about them, but most people love and care about their motorcycles more than their wives. So if you have a bitching garage with shit in there, yeah. bitching motorcycles, boats. What about boats, the wife getting raped and burglarized? Well, most people aren't going to go burglarize and rape <laughs> your wife. They're, you, have, you have a better chance of someone breaking into your garage you and do. stealing your bike right. than raping your wife and killing Good her. Good point. So well, the, re me. the reason I looked into it was because my wife was scared of getting raped and killed uh, or killed and raped. And uh, Vivint Home Automation, this thing is so cool. It's in my house. Uh, I'm so fat and lazy that I can go on my phone, change the temperature, turn the air conditioning on or off because it's all the way upstairs here. I can turn lights on and off. Dude, how about this? How about when you're out of town and you shut your AC off, you could turn it on an hour before you get home. Yeah. Chill it down. You can uh, uh, spy. We got cameras installed. I can spy on. Uh, yeah, I heard that. I heard that they spy on you when you're up. Yeah, I don't really age. like that. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of that. But I like looking <laughs> at. Dude, if I were you, hey, you know what she did this weekend? She turned the goddamn camera, so I couldn't be able to see her. Where's the camera? It's downstairs. Both of them are downstairs. You know, it would be awesome if you just masturbate in front of the camera. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know if that would be awesome, dude. Like, That'd be awesome. I, like, I don't think That'd that would be, be awesome. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right? You know what the best thing about it, too? Like, the best thing about the Vivint thing? And, and Mike, you, you, help, yeah. you know these guys. Right, right, you're, right. you're buddies with them. You're the one who hooked this whole deal up. The best thing about this Vivint thing is there's a special uh, rape code on the key box. So what happens is, let's say a guy comes <laughs> in. Is, is there a difference between a rape code it's and actually, no, listen, a burglary? It's listen. not called a rape code. No, but go but on. <laughs> guy comes in, rushes Pookie when she gets out of her car in the garage, oh, forces awesome. her inside. Okay, now the alarm's going off. Uh, the guy puts a knife to her throat and says, listen, listen, bitch. <laughs> turn this alarm off or I'm, or I, and I won't rape you or whatever. Yeah. There's a code to turn the alarm off, but the code means help. It's a hostage code. Hostage code. That's a, I a like better rape word. code better. Yeah. So do I, but it's, it's easier to explain that word to women. Hostage code as opposed to... Hey, you to never know, code. though. Someone might come in here to rape your wife, and she might let him do it because she might get some... Uh... <laughs> wow. Oh, boy. And, and let me tell you, if somebody, I would, hey, if I, somebody I, I came in here and stole that Ross Pedersen jersey, yeah, it'd be, I would be very, very upset. Hey, I'll tell you one thing, though. If they came in and tried to rape Pookie, they better be... Come in with some heat because that chick will beat their butt. Yeah, no, she will. Uh, but this thing's really cool, man. Regardless of the the uh, the deal with the raping and the pillaging, um, <laughs> the ability to control the lights and the air conditioning and uh, the temperature, you can set the temperature different days for how you want it, different times of the year. It's all on the computer. It's uh, all you already, said, you already said that, dude. So right. what are we doing? If you need one, where do we go? Well, well, there's there's Okay, ahead, I'll give you a little rundown. So the regular price on it is 198 if you call into Vivint and try and get the system. Uh, you're going to get a basic system through the Pulp MX deal for the listeners. Uh, you're basically getting the whole thing for 99 bucks, and that's the base price of the system. But like what Steve was talking about, there is the uh, home security. There is the home automation where you can turn the lights on in your house. You can uh, unlock your doors. Uh, all right, they, are, they all know this, dude. We're a motocross show. Oh, I know We're not, we're not an so alarm Kenny, company. So, Kenny, the whole no, – Let's and, go. And now there's Vivint, buddy. So the whole reason, let me now, tell you why. Where do they go? To, click on the banner. Click on the where banner. Do they, where do they, exactly. Where right. do they go? Where do they go to get it? Let's you go. go. We've banner. already pumped them up. This no, is, no, no, no. This time not, is money here. No, Come buddy. On. I'm telling you why. Come so, on. Click on the banner. You'll get the Vivint package deal. Um, uh, 
the whole reason for this guy. Well, they got a like, rape code. Yes. Yep. Yes. That's if someone steals your bike. No, like but the, the whole thing is, and you find them. Right. The reason I popped in on this is because I was reading on Racer X Trans World all the dudes that get their bikes stolen, their gear stolen. Um, I mean, this is just a way to to prevent that from happening. Be Good looking to... out. Good looking out, Mike. Thanks, Kenny. You're the Good man. Good looking out, dude. So hey. All right. Go click on it, buy it, save yourself a lot of headaches. A lot These of guys, cash too. Hey, they're enthusiasts of the sport. They're helping us out. Give it, give it back, just like you guys do to all the rest of our sponsors. You know, they will not let you down. I'm touched, Kenny. Let's do it. All right, let's our, go. Our, I'm just, I'm just saying it before people start saying, "Come on now, man, this is a motocross show." It doesn't right. matter what people right. say. I, you're, you're right. Don't fall into yeah. that. You're right. All Look right, and Rand. with, with listen that, to, listen to Rand. <laughs> hey, I gotta give it to him. He got me to the he fucking hotel, and I was locked, and he got me there. Yeah. Uh, next guest on the line, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Tommy Tails. Tommy Tails. What's up, Tommy? On? Not much. What are you guys doing? Just talking about rape codes and alarms and stuff. But uh, all right, I don't. Know. Yeah. Hey, do you got an alarm system at your house, Tommy? Uh, in my house? No. You so you have that house in the middle of nowhere with all that crap there, and you leave. For a week or two at a time. Well, you know what? I'm going to tell you a story about Tommy Hahn real quick. All right, let's get into Tommy that. Tommy Hahn was Wait, gone. Here we go. <laughs> yep. Tommy was gone. Will was gone. Uh, Hart and Huntington's first year. Yeah. We had DeMuth and we had Troy Adams. We drive all the way to Texas to go testing. And we're going to ride at Tommy's house. Supercross right? testing. Yeah. Tommy has a brand new track. He's never ridden it. And... DeMuth saw, dude, I got the okay. We could go to Tommy's. I threw in a little bit of money on the track. Shouldn't be that bad of a deal. You know, the track's good. We get there. Troy starts riding. Tommy's mom and dad come and kick us out. <laughs> really? Kick us out. Wow. We have nowhere to go. So we end up going to Kyle Regal's test track the next day. Oh, that's where your friendship with Mark was formed. Yep. Um, wow, Tihon, what do you got to say about that? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, Tommy Tails. It's all good, my friend. But uh, it, hey, ask Tommy where he where he rode uh, in the winter time when oh, he was I know. Right I down was in there. California. Yeah, I was there at Hard Huntington. Did you tell him to load up, Kenny? <laughs> Heck no. Uh, I told him to pull those numbers off his bike because they were the ugliest numbers, number twelve ever. I don't remember what it looked like. Um, Tihon, uh, here we are, a couple days after you go eight 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 at Hangtown. Yeah, I went eight eight. Yeah, eight eight. Uh, how you feeling? Uh, I talked to a couple guys today that said they were super sore. Uh, what about yourself? Besides your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not too bad. I, I recovered well. Um, yeah, it was it was brutal. It was the roughest national I've rode in a while. So it's yeah. like, I don't know, I, the only national I ever remember riding rougher than that's Glen Helen. So, you know, it was, it was a good race. I, I'm going to be happy until I'm in the top five, but, mm -hmm. you know, I'll take it for a starting point. So yeah. you're in seventh overall in the points, correct? Yes. You you act After like one rank. He's well, really hard on himself. He's very hard on himself. He always is. No, dude. he is. He's always. too hard on himself. And he sucks at wiffle ball too, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> dude, I think in the first moto, you and Davey Millsaps, and you know, obviously Reed and Dungey were like the only four guys still charging and still going. Yes, I said Millsaps. Um, uh, I think you rode good. You, you got a shitty start in that first moto, and you you you. you hey, Tommy, really did good. you? I seen some pictures. Are I you gonna let him answer my question? No, I'm gonna, just shut up, Mathis. Let me talk to my friend. Hey, Tom, I was looking at a picture yeah. of you on the gate, dude. You were snoring when the gate dropped. Looks like you were like looking over at some chick in the grandstands or something, dude. You were literally like a bike behind those guys. Uh, I know. I that was the second. I know what picture you're talking about, and that was the second moto, and I got a terrible jump in the second moto. Was the vision I, vision good though? Uh, 
Was the vision okay? Vision was fine. Okay. Vision was great. Thank what you. did you what did they wear? X-Pen. I thought they were Moto Concept goggles. No, I don't think that's happening. I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, maybe they're working on their stickers or something. Who knows? <laughs> but uh, anyways, uh, yeah, they're an ex-brand sponsors of this show, by the way. So um, just let you know. Tommy never asks for anything for home for practice, which make, which leads me to believe he's probably wearing Oakleys at home. I really Tommy? Not, like. I always rob a, a set or two from the race, so I'm good. Like I got okay. five, six, six goggles here, and I, you know, I don't use tear offs or nothing when I'm riding. So I can, I can, okay. I can see him wearing. Like not worrying about because I'm not no disrespect to some of the sponsors they have, but I could see him using other stuff to practice him besides worrying about a pair of goggles. Okay, all right. Um, but let's talk about the second moto. So yeah, bad start, and uh, um, you had your work cut out for you. Everybody I talked to you like just said the track was so gnarly like the start of the year, huh? It was just crazy. Yeah, it was, but it was good. You know, it separated people, which they haven't done in Supercross or outdoors the last few years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think I just need to work on myself a little bit better and right. also work on me a little more, mm-hmm. and I think I'll be good. Um, uh, and, and not a good Supercross season for you. Uh, a couple of injuries and a couple of stops and starts. It was hard for you to get your flow in. And uh, you know what's funny about you, though? When you told me you had been riding outdoors, you know, with like three, four, five Supercross races left, you said, you know what, <laughs> my Supercross track's overgrown. Uh, I'm I'm just riding outdoors. I gotta get ready for outdoors. You started doing better in Supercross. Uh, is that at all a coincidence, or what's the deal there? Do you think? Uh, I don't know, really. I you know <laughs> I just didn't think about Supercross as much. I'd just go there for gate time, you know, for the for the outdoors basically because I did get hurt and I missed a lot of the races. So what does I'm that tell you? I can use it as gate time basically. What does that tell you that you're a freaking head case? Uh, probably. Yeah, I'm, for sure. Go ahead and say that most sure. of us are. For sure. If you ever rode for my team, the first thing I would do is get you a really good psychologist. Well, there was some contract talks a couple years ago or a year ago. Oh, you got to. Oh, you're bringing that up, not me. No, I'm just saying. Weren't you talking? You did say on I, the no, show. No, no, no. I, 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 yeah, exactly. Right. I was talking to him. He wasn't talking to me. <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I can't believe I'm getting. I'm just kidding. I knew it. I knew it was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, dude, you, you got to know. You should have asked Wilbur what happens because we, we made Wilbur admit that he's riding for Geico when he didn't want to. We all knew he was oh, riding wow. for Geico, but he couldn't say it. And we're just like, dude. We could not We could not get Wilbur to admit that he made out with Bash, though. Yeah, we couldn't. With, couldn't we? with Elizabeth Bash. <laughs> <laughs> she she, came, she oh, came up to me. She rolls up to me in Houston going, why are you talking shit on your show about me and Will? I've never hooked up with Will. And I go, no shit. It was it was like kind of a joke, and she's like, "Oh no, everyone's saying that you said that." I, I go, uh, "Go listen to the show." Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, so um, what uh, you think realistically? You want to be top five, huh? You th- you feel like you belong in that top five uh, at outdoors? Yeah, I mean, I've been there before. I've been on the podium, yep. and uh, you know, it's I, I don't see no reason why not. Uh, I have the fitness and I have the speed. I just need to put it all together. What what's what's your what's your favorite outdoor track, Tom? Probably Southwick. Yeah, it's a man's track, right? How? What about next week? What? How do you do? You ride out there a lot at uh, at that track? No, it's just far enough away to kind of be too far to go ride. You know, like they they only have races on the track every now and then. I don't mm-hmm. think they let anybody really practice out there. So. Well, I think uh, what's his nuts? Clayton Miller probably rides out there. Just throwing that out there. No, he rides BMX well, in the back. I heard. <laughs> 
Well, they, no, that used to be Clayton's practice track. I used to ride there, you know, back in the day before it was, you know, way before it was the national. But yeah, that used to be Clayton's practice track. Right, so, right. I, I did ride there, but they don't let anybody ride there anymore. But I'm sure it's still Clayton's practice track. Yeah, yeah. Do you do you like it? Do you like Freestone? Um, it's to me. Yeah. Like I mean, obviously, I mean, I have four Nat, four Manitoba titles to my credit. I don't know if you knew that growing up, but uh, to me, it doesn't look like a fun track to ride. I don't know. That's just me. It's not that bad. I no? like it. Yeah. Um, it gets it's hot, so that kind of works against you. So, you know, and it the track kind of it gets rough, and there's not a whole lot of elevation, but it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. with the elements you have working against you already. It's how rough the track gets with all the sand they bring in, and then the heat. It's just it makes it its right. own type of, you know, unique type of tracks. So. Are, are we going to see the same heat that we've always seen this weekend? Like, uh, it's going to be 91 and it's been humid. So, uh, I, so we are, I don't, it's not going to be in the hundreds like it has been, but it's going to be hot. Yeah. So, oh, so have we been in the hundreds there before? I don't even know. I just know it's been freaking hot. Oh yeah. We've been, last year was it, the heat index was one, I don't know, one something, 107 or something like that. Oh man. Yeah. That's, that's ridiculous. Hey, if you got a call, if you have a question for Tommy Hahn, 702-586-7857, uh, Pulp. Uh, Tommy, I want to ask you, uh, we asked the tough questions on this show, and uh, we want to ask you about your Yamaha bike. Um, not everybody loves it. Not everybody hates it. Um, uh, but what do you think about the, the 2010 or 2011 YZ450? What do you like about it? What don't you like about it? What do you need to work on? What uh, thoughts on that bike? Well, right now, everything seems to be good. We, I started out with a good this really good setup for for outdoors so far. It's just need to work on uh, a little bit of the front end. It still seems like uh, I kind of went stiffer with my forks all day throughout the day, and a lot mm-hmm. of that was how rough the track was too. But uh, um, I think if we get the, the forks squared away, we'll be we'll be good. We'll be up there, and you know the Yamaha's been great, mm-hmm. and uh, all year my practice bikes. Man, they don't even fall apart or nothing. They right. holding up great. So, uh, yeah, it's been it's been good. It's just been uh, it's been an adjustment. It's different than the rest yeah. of the bikes that I've rode. So I have to ride it different. So yeah. that's basically what I've been trying to figure out. Yeah, that's what we get from other people. Like I ask that question from a lot of guys. It's 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 different. That's what they say. You know, Michael Byrne, Tedesco. They've all said it's just different, and uh, and you got to do it a little different. So that's interesting. Um, what about your new teammate, Christophe Porcel? Um, what did you think of that? I found it really interesting. In the first moto, he seemed to have a lot left in the tank when you were catching him pretty quickly. I don't know if that was coincidence or not, but uh, um, had to make you, uh, uh, you know, you saw the bullseye of your teammate on the, on, on his back. And uh, talk about being teammates with him. Uh, yeah, but I haven't hung out with him really. The time only I've been in Texas, so I haven't been in California in the thick of it all. But, you know, this weekend it went good. He's a nice kid. I talked to him quite a bit. Um you know, he's he's really cool. He's a normal person, and uh, yeah, in the first moto, we we started uh, kind of towards the end of the race. There, mm-hmm. we I caught up to him a little bit, and he kind of just put on the afterburners and went for it the last couple laps. But uh, yeah, you know, by that time, I was I was feeling it, but right. I was still trying to charge. And I didn't really fall off. He just got a little faster. So yeah, looking at the uh, times, I, one of the things I wrote about, I'm going to write about in my column on Wednesday. He dropped like two seconds on his times. Uh, and you stayed pretty much the same. <laughs> so, <clears throat> kind of funny. Yeah, you know, that's, that's my strategy, is just be in shape and be there for all the races. Even if I'm not in the top five, yeah. be there close, you know, knocking on the door, and I'll be I'll be there at the end of the year yeah. where I want to be. So, All right, hey, we got some phone calls. You want to take some calls? Let's do it. 
Hey, Rob, you there? Hey, what's going on, Steve? What's Tommy? up? What's up, Rob? Uh, thanks for calling the show. Uh, you got a question for Tommy Hahn, or you just want to give Kenny shit? I, actually, I just wanted to give Kenny shit, but uh, I don't want to cut into your, your interview with Tommy. But then call uh, back. Don't waste hey, my time when I'm talking. We got my buddy on the phone. We got Tom Hahn. Hey. We got Tom Hahn. We didn't got time for bullshit. What, what do you got to say? So quick. save your bullshit what do you for say? some other time. Rob, quickly, what do you got to say? Hey, I, you know what? If Steve, if you guys are having a tire changing contest, I got all the money on you. And the reason why is. I think it was like 20 years ago, I was in Jason's shop in Simi Valley at TRE. <laughs> Me and Rob, Rob Drew and Dennis Petraka were sitting in the back. Who is this? Wait, years. who is this? Who is this? There's Rob. This is uh, Rob Rayburn, uh, good friends with Jason. That guy went to school with him. Rob, okay, if it was 20 years ago, that yeah. means I was learning how to work on a motorcycle. That's why I was there. Kenny's skills have probably gotten better, I would think. Oh, oh it, it was comical because Rob Drew and comical. Dennis were giving him so much shit. And when Kenny went to go change the tire, he pinched the tube like twice. And I thought he was going to, like, everyone ran out. We were all in the back. We all ran out of the room because, like, I thought Kenny was just going to grenade. He was having such a fit. So <laughs> if the money goes down on the race, I'm putting 1000 on Steve on that deal. Hey, I want to side, side bet you, dude, because you don't know what you're talking about. I know, and I could suck it, right, Kenny? No, you could fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you're so awesome. Thanks, baby. Rob. Uh, Right, Tom? Yeah, t- we're having a tire changing contest, Tommy, uh, me and Kenny. But, Tommy, you got to bend over and take it off the bike. And then you got to put it on a tire rack. you got to put it back on the bike. you got to put the chain on. Yeah, I'm not really worried about that. Okay. Like a wheel changing contest or a tire changing contest? Tire and, and wheel. The yeah, t- take the tire off. Take the, wheel, the take the wheel off. Take the wheel off. Take the tire change off. The, take, put the tire off. Put the tube oh, okay. back in. I got okay, I, uh, I got Watson. Do I have my money on? Yeah. Say that. No, Say Watson. I think Watson might have it. Honestly, oh my because Oh my god. He's got some stuff under. I don't know. I've seen him work on bikes. He's dude, you're gonna bad, doubt dude. me like Ram McNally, dude. You're going to doubt it, just like Rand McNally. And if I beat you, I'm just going to say, Rand McNally. Uh, I, I, listen, I, uh, Tom, Tommy, I was a, yeah. I was a, a mechanic at Factory Yamaha. Dude, I was among, a mechanic. Among my other things, we were the only team that we had to change our own tires. Like, Steve, I was a mechanic probably longer How than many you- years did you get your tires changed for you, though, Ken? Never. I was a privateer mechanic. They never, never. changed your tires for you. Hell no. Hell no. Whatever. Hell That's no! Yeah, I'm but it, it's it's changing a tire, not heart surgery. <laughs> exactly. Once you well, know how to do it, it's like riding a bike. Well, we Once will. Sounds like this contest might be back on now. You know what? We're doing it tomorrow. <laughs> Fuck it, it's on tomorrow. You uh, be I at my be shop at at noon. No, do it in the morning. I yeah. want to be there. What time's your flight? Nine. Dude, no. I'm on a conference I'm not, call. I'm, I'm not Come doing on. Kent doesn't wake up well, before noon. Dude, I got to be I at my shop at 9 o'clock for a conference I'll schedule my flight differently. I want to be there. All right. Tomorrow, it's on. What's that, Tommy? That's his victory by default if he can't show up. Yeah, yeah, good point. Hey, uh, Ivan, you there? I'm here. What's up, hot sauce? Um, great uh, lane here, dude. This just got a whole lot better. <laughs> uh, What's going on, guys? Are you on pain meds or are you? <laughs> yeah, I tried to get them off them today, but dude, it was no way. It hurts way too bad. This is Ivan Tedesco for people who are wondering who uh, had hip surgery uh, two weeks ago. Three, three, I think it's been three now. Three weeks ago, and then just had uh, reconstructive knee surgery. Yeah. So, uh, all all hot sauce has been How's doing. your wiffle ball game, guy? Mine or Tommy's? I know yours is good, dude. Me and you, we took him down. Remember how, <laughs> remember how mad RC was getting at Tommy? You should have caught that. Mad at anything, dude. He gets mad if you mow the grass wrong. Yeah. 
Dude, you guys should have played racquetball with them. Yeah. That was That's nothing, dude. Racquetball's gnarly. Yeah, so what up, Hot Sauce? What do you got I for this guy? I in on this tire-changing deal. I, I think you guys both suck. <laughs> oh, like you, like yeah. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. What, like yeah. you're better. The rider, you, you haven't even ever changed a tire. Give him four oh, years. I know. I know. Thanks for talk smack. Yeah, hot sauce. Listen, seriously, uh, Watson was not a mechanic for a long time. I mean, when's the last time you were a mechanic, Kenny? For reals? When's the last? Like ninety? What? I don't even know. Ninety nine. Yep. 99. No, no, no. Tell him about I worked for Elliot. I worked for Elliot. Oh, God. Yeah. I worked for a Supercross season. They, and Elliot got hurt, and I worked for Castillo. Right you before. You mechanic for me, like, what, a couple months ago in Florida for a week. There you yeah, go. Yeah, and Donji's dad had to help him change the tire. Dude, he didn't have to help me. <laughs> Ivan, he didn't have to help me, but tell him. He, he, yeah, tell him. we were on a schedule. We were trying to stay on a schedule, so he just did it. Just tell him. He's, like, Troy Dungy is gnarly. Like, he's but, just no, he such is, a worker. He, well, he won't let no one do to, anything. To me, he looks like a big enough guy to grab the tire off, just split it off the rim without, without yeah, even. Dude, he didn't even use tire irons, bro. Right, that's what I'm saying. He could just use those, those, <laughs> those, just his fingers. He just put his tooth into the side of it to break the bead. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Hot Sauce, what did you think of Hangtown? Did you watch it? What did you think of Tihon's ride? Uh, uh, I guess you didn't see it on TV, but. Uh... Yeah, I mean, from what I saw on TV, I thought he rode good. Mm-hmm. You know, short, in that first moto, short, passed him, and then he, he dug in and passed him back. So How pumped cool. were you when that happened, when your guy passed? Tommy. When Short passed yeah. it, did you say, you know what? I know Ivan doesn't really get along with this guy. i got to pass him back. No, I, I didn't think about that. I just wanted to pass him back because I didn't want him to beat me. I didn't want anybody to beat me. Oh, uh, come on, dude. Hey, uh, with Porcel, that first moto, did, did he wick it up when you caught him, or did you, did you make some mistakes? Uh, I made one mistake, but it didn't really cost me that bad. He, he wicked it up for sure. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I was about thinking – no, like pulled away. Hot sauce. I looked at. I was. I'm gonna write about that because I think, I think, I believe Porcel was like, "Oh shit, Zip Tommy Han is coming," and uh, yeah, he didn't want the teammate to be them. I looked at the lap times. Porcel dropped his by two seconds uh, from what he's he was doing like twenty twos, twenty threes, and then he dropped it down to like nineteen for the last two laps when Han was on him, and Tommy's time stayed the same. So um, yeah, definitely, I think a case of the teammate coming up to get him motivated him. Maybe not, but, you know. I've had that happen before with Millsaps quite a few times. So yeah. I, know, I know how it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It seems yeah. like that always happens no matter if it was lap three or lap 13 with Millsaps. You could come up on Millsaps, and you're going yeah. three seconds a lap faster, and then all of a sudden he finds a burst of speed, and he lets everyone go by, and then Ivan will get behind him, and then it's like, I ain't letting this guy by me. <laughs> yeah. He did it this year. That's I what mean, whatever, Ivan. he's just racing. But yeah, 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 yeah for sure. I'm not mad at the kid. Hey, <laughs> he, just, did just, he did it the second moto to me. I passed him on the third lap, and probably I was ahead of him until halfway, and then all of a sudden he was just gone. Yeah. Hey Ivan, did you talk to Fat Kid? Have you talked to Fat Kid after the weekend? No, I texted him, but he didn't. He wasn't too happy. Yeah, I think I think we need to keep an eye on him, dude. He could be like have one foot off the building, dude. Like he might be on the watch. You know, it's funny. I think I jinxed him though, because we were talking, just talking about you know dirt bikes or whatever, and he was like, "Oh yeah, the KTM, we haven't had any issues." So <laughs> I was like, "Oh, dude, don't knock on wood or something." Dude, that always happens with this guy. Well, one of our guys that work for us, this guy named Dan Mahoney, he was like our MC and did this stuff. And something happened. He goes, hey, Ivan, cuss you a question. He knows nothing about racing, dude. Uh-huh. He asked Ivan one time. He goes, do you, San Diego. Yeah, do you guys ever think about wearing a cup 
like a baseball <laughs> catcher. And he's like, why would I wear a cup? He goes, well, dude, if you hate your nuts, you'd be in big trouble. What happened to Ivan? He racked his nuts so bad. And he's like looking at him going, you freaking jinxed me. Yeah. I wanted to walk up and kick him in the balls. <laughs> yeah, I know. Really t- tough year for you, uh, hot sauce. Uh, uh, lots of crashes and now these surgeries and stuff. But you were on it at times, no doubt about it. Um, what you what what is what is it, Kenny said earlier, Ivan, that Tihon needs a psychologist. Do you agree with that? He said if I don't he, know. if he yeah, ha- I think yeah. I think it could help him. I don't know. <laughs> I think we all need psychologists at times. Uh, that is what Tommy said. <laughs> I think I think I think you, maybe you should just share your psychologist because when he's there, your psychologist she keeps a pretty tight lock on him. Yeah. Mama uh, T. I think Tommy. I mean, Tommy's a talented dude. You know, he. Yeah, he is. He's uh. Let's the head get in his way, but we all do that at times. You know? Right, right. Only thing I was, I mean, the, I think I'll have to say the most. Like I went to the race this weekend, and I yeah, Ivan, was, can you believe he went to the race? I can't even. I know. Like, he, what, what was he there for? Some other dude. I, sure. I don't even know. Yeah, I'm trying to get you some help for next year. Bud. He kept telling me you meetings. Just want to go hang out with the dirt diggers, huh? You love those guys. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah they love you. I can say they love you. Hey, remember the, you know the story with the dirt digger, the guy that like when I parked my car. This happened like. Five years ago, six years ago, and I worked for Utopia. I parked my car in this parking lot. The guys pulled me in. I parked my car. All of a sudden, I get a, they start paging me over the PA system to come to the tower. I come to the tower, and this guy has my cell phone in his hand. And I go, how did you get that cell phone? It was on the charger in my car. Oh, we broke into your car because you were illegally parked. <laughs> <laughs> they broke into it? Yeah, they broke into my car and told me that they were going to tow my car. I go, then tow it. You can't. That's against the law. You you're on private property. We could. Dude, I was like almost in a fight with this guy. Shocker. And we you started pushing. No. Yeah, shocker. Dude, shocker. we start pushing each other. We're wrestling on the ground. This guy was a like a highway patrolman working for the dirt diggers. <laughs> they kicked your ass, man. Yeah, I got beat up. Just like, dude, shut up. <laughs> uh, and I guess uh, Kenny, how'd your pass go this weekend? Uh, did Campy hook you up with a good one? Because. You you told me your rant about you know if if James Stewart's manager was here he'd get a pass and I need to go in it where I need to go. Yeah, I got the same green wristband as everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Hey, Tommy. So, um, how'd you do before in, in Freestone? Like, I'm trying to. I was trying to think before I did the. I didn't. I'm too lazy to research it. But is Freestone a good track for you? I mean, is it? You, yeah, I mean, one moto. One moto is always really good. <laughs> Right, so we should we should look for maybe hopefully two. I'll have a flash of brilliance, at least one of them. Let's put it that way. Right, right. Um, how, well, do you, how hot? How hot is it supposed to be this weekend? Ninety-one. Uh, uh, so it's gonna be hundred and one. <laughs> yeah, yeah like index, it'll be it'll be touching hundred with the heat index, but I don't think it's gonna be as hot as it was last couple of years. Yeah. Right. Any humidity? By any chance? <laughs> yeah, quite a bit. Um. Hey Ivan, what'd you think about uh, about Chad Reed pulling through uh, for the win? Pretty uh, pretty impressive ride. Huh? Yeah, I thought it was awesome. You know, just from hearing what everybody said yeah. coming into the season that you know everybody saying Villa was going to pretty much handle everybody, and yeah, I kind of was convinced too myself. But you know, Reed and Dungy both were very impressive. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Both of those guys uh, uh, really uh, uh, did well, and uh, Reed. Yeah, surprised at how how fast Reed was for sure, no doubt about it. And I, he was fit too. You know, I know Dungy's fit, and you know they went at it that second moto, and it was rough and hot. Right, and they, they both went at it and pretty much uh, yarded everybody else. So yeah, I was, I, was, for sure. I was thinking about it. that was the last time I was in Sacramento is when I went there with you when you were on Honda the last year. Yeah, you broke out a stellar podium finish. 
on a, on the Honda. Yeah, that's Factory right. Honda. Yeah. Yeah. We we went out, dude. It was funny. We went to breakfast, and and I stole the miniature hot sauce bottles. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you told that. Yeah, you said. And that. Watson was out on the track mid moto. Somehow he found himself out in the middle of the track. Yeah, just just doing it. Hey, uh, Tommy, how's uh, Will doing? What uh, what's the prognosis on him? I, I haven't seen him or talked to him. Uh, I know he was uh, a little more seriously hurt than we thought. Uh, when's he coming back? Do we know? Um, as far as a race date, I don't know. I think he's just going to kind of play it by ear, but he's actually flying back on Wednesday here and going to start riding Thursday. So uh, if he makes it to Saturday, that's longer than he made last time he started riding. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tommy, where do you where do you uh, ride motocross at? Do you, have a, you don't have a motocross track at your house, do you? No, I don't have an outdoor track. I, I do have a really good outdoor track um, two miles from my house, the Oak Hill Raceway, and then uh, there's a few other local tracks that are that are real good. You know, there's private tracks, too. There's two private sand tracks. Most of everything around here is pretty sandy. So uh, Ivan's been to the track down the road from my house, and it gets pretty good. It's good training for outdoors. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome out there. Hey, how good was Hot Sauce's uh, outdoor track at his house in, in Texas? That place was sick, right? Yeah, that was, like, one of the funnest. I, went, I only went there one weekend, but that was, like, one of the funnest weekends ever. And I was on my dirt bike. So How, yeah. far, cool. apart, how far apart did you guys live when, Ivan, when you lived there, Ivan? Or Tommy oh, Bar. It was a ways. Oh, was it? Was yeah, it was three hours. Five hours. Five hours. Yeah, it's a ways. Hey, I was all the way down down in Houston. So. And why, Hot Sauce, how come you were only in Texas for what? Like a, two years? What was, yeah, I was there two years. What I, was the deal there? Well, I just, like yeah. everybody, I, I wanted to get my own set up with tracks and everything. And, right. And you know, went, went ahead and did it in Texas just because I liked it. And uh, I just got tired of it. I just couldn't couldn't live in the country no more i had to get out of there <laughs> and tommy what and obviously you're uh, you're happy with your setup you enjoy texas and being out i guess kenny says in the middle of nowhere yeah it is in the middle of nowhere but i, I love it <laughs> yeah uh, yeah hey do you want to yeah, hear a funny st- go ahead. sorry tommy go ahead kenny always interrupts our guests so don't worry about it just, well, just feel i was going to say i used to ride we we actually met like riding at regal's place together we that's like kind of like halfway between our houses and we'd ride always meet there and ride you know i don't know it's been seven or something like that so he used to call me practice champion oh yeah <laughs> was he there was he there this weekend i didn't even yeah he was there spectating i think this is my prediction for him i think he's going under the uh arm attempt to ride with uh mookie on the 54 bike oh, so he wasn't even he didn't even race then. no no yeah where, where was j-law what was the deal I think his team expected him there. They teched the bike. No, they built the was, bike. He was supposed to like be there. Like it wasn't some sort of deal where, yeah. Dude, he was supposed to be there, but no one, t- I guess, I, I don't know the he, whole deal. He was supposed to, uh, nobody gave him the memo that the opening round is They just forgot to book him a ticket. No, that the opening round's not Glen Helen anymore. That's pretty so. crazy, man. He just hey, hot sauce. Just I got, we got Mike here, and, uh, dude, I, I, we, got the, we got the sweet alarm set up for your house. You should, you should check what? it out. Hey, uh, what's this, up? This alarm company, this uh, new alarm company that's sponsoring the show. Yeah, you need to get this, dude. This is this has your name written all over it because you're lazier than me. I'll hook it up. Oh, come on, dude. You can't say I'm lazier than you. That's that's not possible. <laughs> that's not possible. It's, it's close. Sometimes. Hey, Ivan, <laughs> do you uh, do you miss? Uh, this might be a dumb question. And if it is, does he miss me? Of course he does. No. Do you do you, do you miss the outdoors at all? Like, do you obviously you're happy yeah. with your, your your deal? But I mean, does a part of you wish you were out there racing the outdoors? Yeah, it's funny. Like racing the Supercross season, I was like, oh sweet, I get the whole summer off. Right. But now I'm sitting here injured. But yeah, when, uh, on Saturday I woke up and I, I was bummed that I wasn't there. You know, right. sitting there watching it on the computer and 
you know, you're wishing you're there for sure. And Tommy, second moto about halfway through, you were probably wishing you could have a supercross only deal. Grass is always greener on the other side, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it's, or it's greener in the bag of my pocket. Dude, that's so funny. Jesus, watch. Did you hear that? That's factory fill. That's so funny. <laughs> you guys are idiots. You know that, right? <laughs> That's great. That's great, Kenny. Call the guests idiots. That's awesome. Hey, Tommy, yeah. uh, your Moto Concepts deal. Uh, uh, how do you like it? How do you like the guys? How do you like Villaman? Um, <laughs> I guess it's, maybe it's a loaded question, but uh, what do you think of the team and how's it been going with that and how's Villy and, and all that um, going? Because you're a guy that's, uh, you know, you've ridden for Factory Honda, you've ridden for a few teams, so you've got some experience in that. Uh, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So far, everything's been been really good. Bill and I, we butt our heads every now and then. We, but he's for for a team manager, he's good. You know, mm-hmm. he he knows a lot about the bike, and deep down, he really just wants us to do good. You know, he just you know he's he's just different about going with things. You know, so mm-hmm. it's like it wasn't what I was used to. So I'd kind of like lose it for a little bit. But it's just <laughs> the way he does things. Right. But now that we kind of know each other a little better and understand each other, things have been going really good, and, and yeah. uh, I have no complaints. Yeah, he's uh, he's a good guy, but he's he's kind of set in his ways. I think he'll admit that. You know what I mean? At least his wife will admit that anyways. He uh, he gets something in his head, and he's stuck in his ways. But he's got some credentials to back him up, you know, like – like when Watson's trying to tell Tedesco how to triple triple in a section, I don't <laughs> ever, I don't ever do that, dude. <laughs> hey, uh, Ivan, what's what's the dumbest thing Kenny's ever told you as a manager? Like, what's the what's the, the what's the funniest thing like he's ever done to you? Uh, well, he'll go ahead, go ahead, and say it, Ivan. But he, he what? Go ahead, dude, say. I it. don't even know, man. That's. It's, but dude, when it comes to riding on himself pretty much daily, so I don't, <laughs> don't really know. Hey, but when it comes to riding, dude, I'm not that guy. No, like, no, no, he's not that guy at all. I'm yeah, not no, that guy at all. Right. I'm not that guy. You need to like he he dude. It's like I mean, we're knocking you, Kenny, but you do you you've been around a lot of races. You've been around. Yeah, a lot but of I'm not. But he knows with Watson. He knows at least for me with my personality, he knows when to shut his mouth and when to when to kind of fire me up and say something. I mm-hmm. think. We get along good in that way. Yeah. I think. I think coming from like on a, on a been around enough riders to know when they're doing bad, they know they're doing bad, and they don't need fifteen guys telling them what they need to do. There's right. been numerous amount of times this year, especially like the Anaheim races, where there's a lot of people where he Ivan won't be doing a section or blows, and there'll be everybody telling him what to do. They know what they need to do, and they they don't need some random guy telling him, "Hey, you need to do this <laughs> with no sleeves." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, 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 so are, are we going to hear a story, or, or is there something that? What, what story no, did you I, think I he was going to tell? I no, I didn't want. I, I didn't. I wanted him to say like he, oh. he wasn't going to tell a story. I was just going to let him say what he said oh. because I no, know that not, I'm not that guy. That I'm not For that sure. guy. Really, everyone thinks that I'm like this guy. This guy how, at the how, races. Let's ask you this, uh, Ivan. How has he changed since uh, the Plano Honda days? Yeah, he's changed a lot. Has he? You know, yeah, he kind of went. You know, he he was his normal self for a while, and then he went off on his. His bad streak there for a few years. But, you know, yeah, I'm not eating 50 Viking in a day. Growing. That's why I changed. Yeah, <laughs> he's grown up. He's grown up a lot. I should say. Yeah, so he's 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 a better manager now than the Plano days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was good back then too. Right, you know? right, he's always right. been good at what he does. He does it his way, and and it works. You know, and uh, you know, I, I thought he's always done a good job. Hey, I got a I got a funny story about Texas with with Ivan. You you were asking about him move why he moved yeah, to Texas. Yeah. Well, I rem- we were we were I worked at Utopia at the time and Ivan wanted to get, find property so we stayed after a couple days and we were driving around looking at different you know properties and 
dude, this guy is like, we're driving around and we looked at a couple places and we're following a realtor and we're driving in the middle of nowhere, like l literally like 45 minutes from civilization. Yeah. We're driving down this dirt road and he looks over at me. It's just me and him in the car. And he looks over at me and he goes, this is the spot. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, this is the spot. I'm telling you right now, I just know in my heart that, and sure enough, it, it was the spot. And that's the one he wanted. But only for two years. <laughs> so we, we yeah. get there, right? We get yeah. there. And Ivan gets there, and he was injured. He got hurt. It was last year he rode a Suzuki when he crashed at Vegas, and he <coughs> hurt his shoulder. And he had shoulder surgery, so he really wasn't doing much. So what we were going to do was just go there and prep it. He was, like, a couple weeks he was going to start riding. So we get there. He gets a water truck. We went, me and him went to the local John Deal place, and he bought a tractor yeah. and all this crap. So They're like, who's this city slicker? Exactly. <laughs> me and uh, Ivan yeah. don't know shit about yeah, tractors. Yeah. Right. Like, there was something. We thought the tractor was broken, and he was effing them. Those guys ripped me off and <laughs> the, called the guy out there, and he goes, no, you just got to hit this. So we'll make a long story yeah. short. And they look at Kenny like he's an alien from another planet. So check this out. <laughs> me and Ivan, we're... We, we had this water truck, and we could not figure out how to pump the water out of the, wa out of the pond into the water truck. So we're, we have the water truck on the side of the lake mm -hmm. or the pond, and we're pumping one. We finally figure it out. But what happened is we got too close. We got so much water so that the, the truck sank. <laughs> so all of a sudden, we're sitting there, and I have board shorts on with, like, these cowboy boots that you pull up that go up to your calves. Of course. And we're, I'm wearing, a, like, a white beater. Ivan's wearing a white beater. Ivan has a bandana around his head. We look like two meatheads right out in the middle of this thing. I got, like, chew spit all over the front of my white beater. My belly's hanging out. And this dude rolls up on a horse. It's his neighbor. And this guy's a full, like, I don't know, urban cowboy. Like, on the weekends, he'd come to the ranch and work on his ranch. And then he'd go into Houston. Yeah. And this guy, this guy comes up, and he starts telling us. He walks up to me, and he goes, he rides up on the horse, and he goes, Are you Ivan? And I go, no, that's Ivan. He goes, he looks like the help. <laughs> <laughs> so then this guy is going on about trying to tell us how about the PTO on the, on the water truck and going back and forth. And then he tells Ivan, Ivan, we have this shovel. And Ivan picks his shovel up and he just throws it in the back. He, he bought a brand new like F-250 with cowboy truck. All, yeah. And he throws it in the back and the guy tells Ivan, you should go get a bed liner for that so you don't scratch the bed up. We, I mean, get in the truck, and he looks at me, and he goes, I will never buy a bed liner because of that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, we got a question for, uh, for Tommy or for Ivan? Uh, which one are you referring to? Uh, <laughs> number two. Come on, guys, pull it together here. I know. I know. Dude, these guys uh, are hey, is, this, about... is this Matt? Yo, what up? You still on hold? Sorry, bud, for waiting for so long. What's for up? Tommy. Oh, yeah, what's up? You got a question for Tommy, huh? Yeah, well, not really a question. Just oh. uh, I'm just pumped to see him back 100%. I think he had a, Tommy had a great ride for seventh overall, man. Kept looking at the ticker, man. You're moving through the pack. Um, I'm just real impressed, man. Fellow Kansas guy, I kind of grew up kind of by you, but uh, he's turned your back. He's turned his back on you, people. He's in Texas now. I thought you were from Kentucky, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm no, those a are, Kansas boy. Those so, are the yeah, other brothers. Nice, nice to hear from you. Yeah, man, that's cool. Uh, but no, I'm I'm just pumped to see, you, man. I've always been rooting for you ever since you uh, smoked my ass a couple times in Mary and made me look stupid. Um, but uh, yeah, just pumped to see you, a Kansas guy out there looking strong. But uh, is this epic, Matt? Yeah, yeah, bro. Epic. How's it going? Um, I had a question about uh, Christopher Sell as well. I mean, I thought he had his own deal with Fox. I don't know if you guys already touched touched about that, or did Moto Concepts make him switch to O'Neill or what? 
Uh, I don't I, think so. I think he. Had, I think he's just a free agent, and, he, and O'Neill offered him the best deal uh, for whatever reason, and he he went with O'Neill. I think that question was for is Tommy, not you, Meathead. Uh, well, do you think Tommy knows the negotiations? I think he does. Okay, Tommy, answer the question. I have no idea. No, fucking shocker. I worry about myself, man, not not Christoph. I don't know. I, 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 it must have been something with, with the team. I don't know. Hey, uh, I, Ivan, how much do you think it pisses Tommy off that Porcel has a carbon gas tank and Tommy has an aluminum yeah. one? How, how bad does it piss you off? How many questions have you got asked about Christoph is what I want to know. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't, it wasn't uh, throwing at Tommy. I was just asking in general. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, that's fine. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you know yeah, do a lot of people ask gonna... you, though, about that, dude? Everybody yeah, yeah, all the time. They're so interested the in them like for whatever the first, reason. That's the only thing. Like before, nobody would ask me anything. Now it's like, hey, how's Christoph Purcell? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> You're like he's right there. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I was hoping you were uh, going to get get past him, but man, he in the first moto, but man, he just looked like he he was not letting that yeah. happen. But man, I thought you rode rode really well, and I'm I'm pumped to see you. Hopefully, you get up front, good start, and you can hang with the top top five for sure, easily, dude. Thanks, thanks, Matt. Hey, Tom, are you gonna come? Uh, are you gonna come up here the weekend off thanks, for Matt. the Rush concert with me and Ivan? You guys are going to a Rush concert, dude. We don't go to it; we own them. <laughs> you guys really like either. Rush? Oh, dude, this is the working man right here, Ivan. We were at the Rush concert. Ivan, no, you guys we went were... to a Poison concert. No, we went to a Rush no, concert, Rush. bro. Rush. Oh. Ivan, do you really like Rush? Yeah, yeah, I've always liked them. They're awesome. Uh, they're from what's Canada. Your, what's your favorite song? Mine? Working no, man, dude. Ivan, uh-huh. Working man? Yeah. Dude, we had played in the pits. And Ivan would just get fired up, dude. Uh, fired up to the working man? Really? He's yeah. the working class guy, dude. I know, but still, it's not a... But then, the, the year that he won the title outdoors, fired I had him going to... on Metallica. What would you listen to, Matt? By Rush? Or, uh, no, no. Uh, uh, Ranberries. If I was going to... Listen to the Cranberries. Cranberries. Uh, I like Cranberries. Like Matthew's band or something? No, I, I would listen to Van Halen <laughs> with Sammy Hagar. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's right. But if I was a Rush song, it'd be Spirit of the Spirit Radio, Spirit of the Radio, or Radio Spirit, or whatever. Yeah. But uh, uh, all right, we got another question. But it looks like it's for Ivan. Are you okay with that, Tommy, or should we clip this guy? Because he has a question for Ivan, and this is your segment. No, that's fine. I don't. I, I'm. I'm just listening. I'm, I'm good. All right. Are you having a good time? Was this better than the other show you did last week, Tommy? Uh, yeah. Tommy did good, another good, show last good week. Show. He did that other one. Is he gonna say no? Yeah, he should if he doesn't want to. He needs to speak the truth instead of being a Tommy Tales. Did you do DMXS? What's that? Did you do DMXS? Uh, no, I did MX Talk Radio, I think. Oh, yeah, we got those guys covered. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go. Hey, Nash, you there? You got a question for Gentlemen, Ivan? Gentlemen, what's up? Gentlemen, you got a question for Ivan Tedesco? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm one of the talk Tommy, too, but uh, no, you Tommy, don't. nice job with everybody saying. I'm being serious. Tommy's a hell of a rider and a hell of a guy. Hell of a goggle uh, company, too. Hell of a vision he's got out there. Yeah, I, I can only imagine. Hey, Tommy, um, Tommy, I did hear, though, that you, you were – I did hear you were talking behind my back some shit. Uh, Purcell's got a, a nicer goggle case than, uh, than yours. <laughs> I heard about it. <laughs> Why would you okay. get Purcell a nicer goggle case than, than Purcell Hall? doesn't wear X-Brand, but he's got this bitchin' black case that Han was telling the Scott guy. We just get Ziplocs. No, 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 that's okay. I use my I use my Oakley one. Yeah, oh. <laughs> Truth comes out. I mean, I deserve it. Ziplocs, dude. That's what we got. I mean, dude, those things are super cheap to make. We made them at Utopia. If Utopia could afford them, X brand can. Really? Yeah, they're super cheap. And what you do? You put the goggles like inside, 
So right. a little case and yeah. you, you put them. But you wait walk a minute. around with cases I, in them. Don't you put them in a Ziploc and put the Ziploc in the case? Nope. You put them in the goggle bag. Put the goggle bag in there. So they just pull the bag out and they're ready to go. Oh. Rich, Taylor. Tommy, I, is that how you would like your goggles delivered? Yeah, that's good. As long as they get on my face, I'm good. I don't care. I'm good. We're going to look into this case thing. Um, all right. What's your question, Nash? All right. My question for IT is, I believe that the statute of limitations is up, and I know that you've fielded this question lightly, but go back in the time machine when Alessi was standing on your bike at that last moto, and for real, like what was going through your head? What would Mitch say when you went back to the truck? I mean, obviously everybody was excited that you won, but, yeah. I mean, was I mean, Walker going to punch him in the head? Oh, or dude, what? believe me. I'm, uh, yeah, I wanted to, but... You know, the way I was looking at it was, you know, the guy, the only guy that could beat me in the title was laying there with me. So, you know, I knew as long as he was there with me that there's that he couldn't beat me. So I just let him do his deal and then got up once he was finished and, and tried to do the best I could. And, yeah, we we had some words after the race, you know, and Larry Brooks and, you know, he was a team manager at the time there. And yeah. They, they, you know, but it was good. You know, we were happy we won it. And Kenny, where were you when he was standing on the bike? Fucking trying to run over there to tackle him. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, was Walker? I remember watching it, and Walker was like right there with him. Looked like he was going to drop him. And Walker's yeah. awesome. So no, that was that was cool. I mean, before the race, obviously the last moto, we obviously had like a team meeting, and you know, Mitch said, "Hey, you know, if you see Ivan in trouble, or whatever, help him out." And sure enough, <laughs> you know, uh, he helped me out. He turned around, went backwards on the track, and. Help me, it was pretty pretty crazy. And actually, later on, I believe he weeded himself. That might have been his last ever race. Walker. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I actually he... went went and visited him in the hospital that next day, and his, yeah, he, I think he broke his jaw and his face was all swollen up. Yeah, I remember yeah, he, that. That's last... He weeded it pretty yeah. bad. I remember that night too. We had the freaking hugest. Do you remember that, Tommy? Were you there? The no, Tommy. Party? The championship party at Ivan's house, dude. Standing room only. There was like four of us. Must have missed my invite. <laughs> there was four people there. I think it was me, Geo. Dostal and Ivan. Yeah, it was. It, it was just. Yeah, uh, were, Ivan kind of thought I was gay back then. So you were gay I, back I, then. I, I, you still are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what was rad after that race, Nash? Ivan, uh, you could probably check it out online somewhere. Ivan did an interview with Dom Mieta for Transworld, and dude, I'm standing behind Ivan when they're doing the jersey. I mean, the interview, yeah. holding up his number one jersey, and I'm like, what about this, Alessi? Oh, I love awesome. it. Kenny, I'll do a full YouTube search. Love it. Love yeah. it. Hey, one last question for Tommy. Did Wilbur ever get to date with Miss Supercross? Uh, you'll never know. Nobody will ever know. Wow. That's... I don't know. Huh. I got full respect. Full respect for a brother helping a brother out. Nothing wrong with that. Gents, have a great show. Thanks for everything. Thanks, Cheers. Nash. All right, thanks, man. All right. Hey, uh, with that, I think we're going to let you guys go. We got uh, our next guest coming up. and uh, Who's that? Kenny wants to get out of here probably pretty soon. I can't believe it. Today he showed up super early, and he called about the show this afternoon. Because Tommy was on it. I called you after I talked to Tommy. Oh, oh okay. you're excited that I was coming. Be Not honest. really. Oh, man. <laughs> My heart broke. Uh, uh, Ivan, thanks for calling in, bud. Appreciate it. A, a yeah, nice, no a nice surprise. Uh, no heal up, too, man. I, um, I've been wanting to do a podcast with you, and I was thinking I was going to wait a little bit till you were off the meds. Um, but I'd like yeah, I'm to... sure. You say that, but whatever. No, no, no. I, I'd like to talk to you for sure. Man, tough, uh, <laughs> tough deal. What's the time frame? What's the time frame being? Yeah, when do you think you're gonna be um, up and going? And I, don't know. I think uh, probably be back on the bike in September. Is what's what's the plan? Is oh, jeez. So are we yeah, are wow. we sh- are we shooting for the Monster Million? Hot yeah, sauce when is that? October what? October ninth. 
Maybe. I can see yeah. it. I can see it now. Hanson Hill Tedesco going for the million. Let's do it. He keeps oh. Kenny keeps claiming that Hanson's not going to be on the team, but we all know that's going to happen. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. No, I, I, yeah. I don't know. He has a lot know. of. Uh, he, Josh has a lot of. Uh, what if not Hanny? Maybe Han. Oh wait, no, he didn't call you back. Oh, oh! I didn't, I didn't say that, Tommy. <laughs> no, but you, you just. I got to get my deal done first. Let's talk about that. Oh, uh, you've got to you got to ride for life on that thing on that deal. Dude, Brian Vijay and Kerry Hart love hot sauce. They wouldn't take you to the to the Viper Challenge and put you in a, a freaking hundred fifty thousand dollar Viper and take a chance of you flipping it if you weren't a lifer. So don't well, worry they, about it. Well, they knew I had skills. So. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, I forgot. Four yeah, four weeks. Right. Eight four weeks. Years. Four years. Eight uh, weeks to be an Olympic Olympic speed skater champion. I forgot. <laughs> and and how long <laughs> to be a, a, a NASCAR up. racer? Well, he, he knows better than that one. He's tried that. The first time he ever got in a NASCAR, he told he hit the wall and jacked it up, didn't you, Ivan? Ooh, no, no, I didn't. That was Caggio. Oh. All right, well, you no, still I didn't see. crash it. I didn't want to be Dude, that Dude, Ivan guy. claims that he's a great driver, but he's not a good driver. Right. <laughs> I'm not that good. No, I'm not good. He couldn't get in a stick shift and know how to do a burnout. Well... He is Mexican. Oh, dude, I was in somebody else's car. I want to smoke the clutch. You, you weren't too worried about it. I wasn't. <laughs> All right. Good times. Thanks, Ivan. All right, guys. Thank you. Later, Bye-bye. Bean. Uh, uh, later. T- Tommy, thank you. I appreciate you coming on the show. Um, we'll see you in uh, Texas this weekend, man. Hey, Tommy, I won't um, see you in Texas, but I will see you at Rush if you show up. It's Ivan's birthday, too. That's why you need I want to go here. to Rush. Buy, go Let's buy a ticket. It, You're dude. Not gonna, dude, you are not going to hang out with me and my friends, bro. <laughs> can I hang up two rows behind? <laughs> no, you can. You just other side is from behind. Whatever, you're an idiot. All right, yep. see you, Tommy. See ya. Thanks, Tommy Hahn, Ivan Tedesco. Uh, did you get Ivan to call in? Nope. And there's no way Ivan's sitting there listening to the show. Yep, I, I don't believe it. Uh, uh, <laughs> good job on that, Kenny. And uh, and uh, with that, let's take our last and final. Same thing. That's redundant. Yep. Yeah. Let's take our final commercial break of the night on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. We will come back with Eric Phipps of Works Connection, and uh, we'll talk more Hangtown and more Kenny Watson stories. See you in a little bit. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show presented to you by BTOsports.com featuring Kenny Watson and that other guy. Thanks for listening. Please support our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code M-A-T-T-H-E-S and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathesize discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection has been around 22 years, providing top quality protection for your bikes, which includes our quick adjust clutch perches, work stands, and skid plates. We're proud sponsors of the rock star Makita Suzuki, as well as Hardin Huntington, and many other teams competing on the highest level. From Steve Lansom in 1990 to Ryan Dungey in 2011, we've got you covered with top-notch products made right here in the U.S. of A. 
check out our website at worksconnection.com. And when you order, enter Pulp MX for a 20% off discount. As a motorcyclist, one will have certainly come across the name AGV, most probably because Valentino Rossi, one of the world's fastest and most talked about racers, wears them religiously. Well, the legendary Italian helmet brand, which started manufacturing helmets in 1947, has decided to return to our sport with two motocross helmets, the MTX and the new AX8. The AX8, with its carbon Kevlar fiber shell, has a sleeker, more aggressive styling, amazing cooling and ventilation, and only weighs 1,500 grams. This helmet has been developed and used by Gautier Pollen, Travis Pastrana, Davy Millsaps, and 2008 MX1 World Champ, David Philipparts. The AX8 retail price starts at $349. You can check them out at all Parts Unlimited dealers or directly at agv.com. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where proudly everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Over four decades, O'Neill is proud to support top racers worldwide, including the Moto Concepts Yamaha Racing Team in the U.S. Supercross and Outdoor National Series. In 2010, O'Neill worked with top racing professionals, including Grant Langston, Tim Ferry, and Ricky Dietrich, in developing its all-new 2011 line. O'Neill's hardware line is the toughest money can buy and has been critically acclaimed for durability, fit, form, and function by Motocross Action Magazine. Hardware pants and jerseys are designed to function while putting you ahead of the pack in fast-forward fashion. When it's time to gear up, check out O'Neill.com or an authorized O'Neill dealer near you. The next time you need to get your bike dialed, Think about contacting JGRMX for all your engine and suspension modifications. Joe Gibbs Racing jumped feet first into Supercross and Motocross a few years ago, and using their state-of-the-art engine and suspension dynos, they are able to provide you with the best mods out there. Using what they learned from team riders like Davey Millsaps, Justin Brayton, and Cooper Webb, JGRMX can get you and your bike to the top level. Look for an announcement soon for the all-new amateur motocross team. Check them out on the web at JGRMX.com. JGRMX is a semi-proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. If you live your life loud, then Kicker audio components are for you. Kicker has been behind the sport of Supercross and Motocross for a long time now and is a personal sponsor of some of the biggest names the sport has ever seen. Names like Jeremy McGrath, Ricky Carmichael, Chad Reed, and others rely on Kicker for all of their needs. Kicker's been around a long time and is known to bring their best into each and every product they make. Whether it's speakers, amplifiers, subwoofers, or any other product, we have you covered. Check us out on the web at kicker.com and remember, live it loud. 
brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race-proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X-Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X-Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com. Welcome back to the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Thanks to Tommy Hahn, Ivan Tedesco, and Travis Pastrana. We've all had him on. 8 o'clock hour brought to you by AGV Helmets. AGV is choices for riders like Pastrana, Millsaps, Valentino Rossi. AGV has been around for over 40 years making top-notch protection for your head. Check out their new AX8 helmet that Millsaps and Pastrana wear. When the going gets tough, the tough select AGV. AGV.com for more information. And Works Connection, 100% made in the USA protection for your bike. The name Works Connection has been around for a long time and is associated with top teams like Hart and Huntington, Rockstar Makita Suzuki, Dungey, Metcalf, Tedesco, Blows, DeMuth when he rides. All depend on the Works Connection clutch purchase, stands, skid plates, engine covers, you name it. Eric Phipps, the owner of Works Connection, is going to be on here in a little bit. Spit out my hauls. Kicker, Live It Loud, and O'Neill Hardware Gear. All proud sponsors of the Pulpamex show. As well, our new one tonight, Mike Stevens is here uh, repping, not working for, but repping for Vivint uh, Alarm. And um, what's going on? Yeah. Home automation. Yeah. No, so the, the, whole, the whole deal is is that I just don't want guys Spit it out before their, Kenny gets mad. Yeah, exactly. Cut him off right now. Um, I just don't want guys getting their bikes and gear and, and tools and whatnot stolen. So I'm just a big fan of the sport of the sport. Wanted to get back any way I can. And, and he said it right there. A big fan. I don't think there's a bigger fan. Yeah, that's right. Super fan. You only got like 20 seconds before he. That's uh, fine. I know. Just cut, hey, cut click, it off. Click the banner on the website. $99 deal. Pulpamex deal. You'll see. Uh, it's 100 bucks off right there. Yeah. Just for listening to the show. Home dude, automation. 100 bucks. 100 bucks, man. For, you'll see the garage. Get her done, dude. Number 421 of RMZ250. That's Swiss course bike. It's in the banner. It's on, the, it's on there. Check it out. Home automation. It's got a rape code. It's got oh, – we, we don't want to talk about that? Well, I, I just think that's funny stuff. But let's just say that they get they win awards every year with J.D. Power & Associates, if that means anything to people. So they're, they're a top-notch company. Control your temperature. Control your lights. Control your everything. life. Control, control your, your life. life from your phone. Actually, that's what it is. Cameras. It's live simple. Live smart. I like that. Did you just make that up? No, that's it. Vivint is vive, live for uh, Latin, and intelligent. So it's live smart. That's where it comes from. Dude. Yeah. You're just telling me this now? Uh, you're just dropping right. that little cool thing on me now? Yep. Dude, Here people in our Vivint. chat room, some of our live people smart. in our chat room are just so ridiculous. How could this guy write RV is the, RC, Ricky Carmichael, is the most overrated writer of all time? That was like 50 seconds. Thanks, Steve. No problem. 
Uh, yeah. Well, Kenny, I mean, how could someone just, say that? They just say that to make Kenny Watson acknowledge them. Dude, I didn't, I didn't say the guy's name or nothing. I no, just but said, it doesn't why matter. They still feel that? like they're. I mean, it's like last night someone tweeted from on tweeted. tweeted. I love that. One. Tweeted on <laughs> Pink's. Uh, tweeted to Pink. Uh huh. She tweeted that. Uh, Beyonce had an awesome set at the Billboards Award. Like it was uh-huh. so genuine and so cool. Right. And then this other chick, she's I forgot her name. That's how important she is to me. Kiana or Keisha. Uh, Keisha. Kesha. Yeah, that chick Twitter. He likes Kesha. F you, bitch. What? Who cares about you and your husband? You're all washed up now, anyways. I think Carrie said that he puked in his mouth when he saw the billboard of her. No, he said he said he looks at her and it makes his stomach so upset. He okay, has did Carrie say that first? No, and, after. Oh, after. Okay. Wow, I didn't know that. I wonder if my wife knows about this Twitter war. Uh, hey, tits, can we get our next guest on the line? Yes, we can. Uh, Kenny, what about uh, two fifty Moto One Hangtown Mookie, dude? Mookie Fever. Yeah, let's dude, talk about that. It. Dude, that was good, huh? He's talented. He is, dude. And and I'm like I said earlier. Do you, do I'm you, I'm a believer in reading the chat room. Yeah, well, talking? this guy's saying who's fatter, Watson or Mathis. The I answer am. is both of them, they're fat asses. We're going to cut you off the chat room. You're <laughs> going to cut off the chat room. What about Mookie? Focus, Mookie. Dude, Mookie's gnarly. Like, he, he's freaking, like, I could, if I say if you could lead or run up there for one or two laps, you just got to get in better shape. Yeah. And I don't know if he had bike problems or his bike wasn't set up, but, dude, Mookie rode, dude, I think he, I think he got a taste of what, it, what he needs to do now. He ran up there. He knows what he needs to do. Now, if he, if he, if he doesn't get any better, you can't say right. that he doesn't know the speed and he doesn't know what he Listen, needs to do. we all love Eric Sorby. Good guy. Funny guy. I was Twitter battling with him. You know, Eric said that that bike isn't what Mookie is, needs. He can do so much better on another bike. My point was he's not better than any Geico or Pro Circuit rider at this time. So he gets what he deserves. What do you think of that bike? I mean, is it that bad? Do you believe that R- it's a pro I, circuit I, RMZ? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the motorcycle. It seemed like it, it's not slow. If you I like, got a good he's start, a, he's, he's a big guy, right? And he pulled the whole shot pretty much in my eyes. And uh, he he rode. I mean, maybe the bike wasn't handling. He was getting beat up. Right. But that goes back to if the bike's not the way it should be. Right. I mean, maybe Who he needed you? to do better testing. And right. he's the one that knows what he's going to go to the line on. I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't really know their situation. Right, right. So but I'm not going to say his bike sucked or he sucked. I think that he did good for his first race. He kn- he knows what he needs to do. So let him go put his head down and go work. He did better than the Rockstar guys for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What do you make of uh, Jaylon not showing up? Uh, I, I, th- I think that he uh, – I don't know. I don't. I, I know. Do you Jason, think? I know Jason very well, and I think he's really misunderstood. And I think that you, you don't know, know what he's been through. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say that. No. One. Do you think at all this was a marketing plant or ploy? No, because or, I talked to someone okay. that's in his camp, and I said, "What happened?" Yeah. Because they were trying to get us to sponsor him and pay us a lot of money to go do the outdoors, and they would cover our nut. With your team, with your truck? Yes. They wow. wanted Hart and Honey to go, and they said they would have paid. And I'm like, why? The guy is not going to show up. It's not even going to be worth it. And he's like, oh, he'll be there. He'll you be there. You said that? You really and said that? And the guy seen the guy this weekend, and I'm like, well, what happened? He's just like, I have no answer for you. I go, I told you so. He goes, that this time, Kenny, I'm going to have to say you are right. Hmm. And I don't know, and uh, 
I don't know. Right. You never right. know. Yeah. Maybe he woke up and said, I don't want to go. But his flights, they get booked, and he just doesn't show up. I think, yeah, I don't know. I think this is what I think needs to happen I'm to sure. Jason Lawrence. This is my opinion. If you look at Jason Lawrence when he was on a team, and it wasn't his own team. Yeah, Mama, Troy Days. He was there. He was there every week, week in and week out. When he was on the Rockstar Suzuki team, he was there a week in and week out. When he made a little bit of money and he started branching out on his own and he could call his shots, that's when it all went away. I think he needs somebody. But isn't he on that now or do you think he's still calling shots because Arma? Well, I think, I think Arma is paying and he can do what he needs to do. Arma is saying, Suzuki City, we're going to yes. give I, you this money. You need to put Jason Lawrence on your team. And exactly. Right, right, exactly. It's, right. not like, it's not like Arma or Suzuki City went out so, and said, we're going to hire Jason Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sw- so the team no. sold its soul for Arma Energy Nuts money. I, I believe so. Right, I, right. Don't, I can't speak for no, that, but, but right. I, I would have to say that. But I would just say, I think he needs to, if he wants to race and he says, yeah, and he dedicates himself, he's going to have to get on some program where there's structure and he can't make any shots. And then if he doesn't show up or he doesn't race, he gets fined, fired, or whatever you want to I think he it. needs to, I think what it is, and I Twittered about this uh, on Sunday, because the, the interest for Jason Lawrence on my tweets and emails is still massive. Like people could care less about what Christoph Purcell is doing. Than what Jason Lawrence is doing, dude. I think he just needs to be out there, and if he does I good, think, he does good. Here's if he my does thing. bad, he does bad. I think he just needs to ride his dirt bike. He's scared because he has he doesn't have it. If he comes out, no, no. If no. he comes out, he's running fifteen to twenty. I don't think he's scared, and I, I think I, he doesn't. I just do think that. his heart's not into it right now, dude. Well, That's what I think. I think he's I think he's scared, and he has to start somewhere and get better from there. You know, but uh, anyway, let's bring our next guest in, uh, a proud sponsor of the show, and uh, been in business a long time, Eric Phipps from Works Connection. Eric, what's up? Hey, how's it going, guys? Yeah, Phipps. What's up? Thanks for coming What's on the show. On? Appreciate it. Oh, not a problem. Glad to be here. Uh, hey, hey, Eric, how did the hometown uh, race go for you? You know, it was good. Busy weekend. Started uh, Thursday, and yeah, just busy. Yeah. Uh, I thought that would be a good time to get you on because I knew you'd be at that race, and I knew it's, uh, it's close to your heart. Now, where are you guys located? You know, we're up in uh, Diamond Springs, which is about uh, just 30 minutes. East of the track. Oh, okay. All between, right. yeah, headed towards Lake Tahoe. Yeah, yeah, out that way. All right. Yeah. And is that Foothill where you, is that where you're, you're you're from? You're born and raised there. Yeah, I was actually born in Placerville, which is oh, just yeah. basically Diamond Springs, Placerville, same area. Right, right. Uh, yeah. So, what'd you think of the race? How, how t- tell us about it? In your eyes, uh, uh, what'd you think? You know, I thought it was great. I, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Supercross, but I just live for the outdoors and. Uh, and both classes were great. I'm just looking forward to the rest of the summer. Mm-hmm. You're talking to a guy right here that loves it so much. He title sponsor Steve Lampson that one year. Yeah. Heck yeah. No, that was a great year. Yeah, and uh, one one Hangtown. He won. One yeah, hang- that that first year definitely. And was leading the points for a good three four rounds, I think. Right. Yeah, I think until uh, we got to Redbud, I believe, or yeah. Dave, so, yeah, Dave was, Dye mechanic. You would have you would have pulled it off if you had a better mechanic. <laughs> well, I know. Yeah, I just talked to Dye today too. Oh, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry to hear yeah. that. We're trying, we're, trying, we're trying to get him on the show, but because him and Kenny have a dispute about a certain story that happened back in the day, and I want to get it straightened out. Is but, that the concussion medication? One yeah, yeah, time, yeah, yeah. Dave yeah. Dye claims yeah. it never happened. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, just like his his him passing out at. Or not passing out, having a seizure. a seizure in the mechanics area. It didn't happen either, right? Uh, uh, yeah, didn't happen. Uh, what'd you think of uh, of Chad Reed, man? That seems to be the talk right now with everybody. Just uh, what a gutty, great performance that was. You know, I I was impressed with Reed. I actually went out Thursday uh, afternoon or evening, whatever, watch press day, 
And when I got back to the shop, I told the guys, man, Reed is the guy to watch. He mm-hmm. looked, uh, you know, confident. He looked like he was having fun. And the, the track on Thursday was, I think, rougher than it was Saturday. Just It was after amateur day. It had been muddy that morning, rutted up mess. And the amateurs just, you know, they formed different lines. There right. were two-foot-tall breaking bumps everywhere, and Reedy was just hammering through that stuff. The other guys were kind of rhythming through it, trying to double whatever, and Reed mm-hmm. was just wheeling through that stuff. I mean, he just looked comfortable and confident, and you could tell he was going to do some damage. Yeah, most impressive guy, do you think, to you in 450 class? Like, uh, if you had to think you of You know, of course, always pulling for, you know, for Dungey. He's right. our guy. Yeah. And, but, uh, you know, Dungey was impressive, just solid, just normal Ryan yeah. Dungey. And, but Reed, Reed surprised me. You know, after especially after watching Thursday, I knew he'd do well. I, I figured on the podium, I didn't know if right. he had the win in him, but boy, he just uh, yeah hunted those guys down, and he looked really solid. Also, too, Dungey's teammate uh, Brett Metcalf, somebody who really nobody's talking about, and he's been out for like two months, two and a half months, comes in and goes uh, fifth overall, which is solid. I mean, yeah, uh, no, Metty looked great. I think you know for not racing, he needs you know after a couple of weeks, I think he's just going to get stronger. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Get back where it gets hot and humid, I think he shines, you know, back there, back uh-huh. east. Uh, and, and as a longtime sponsor of the team, uh, you're dealing with a different team manager now, Mike Webb, huh? Yeah, I deal with uh, Mike Webb and uh, Buzz over there, Ray Tetherton, and mm-hmm. good guys. Let's yeah. let's do this. Bruce let's is, let's, uh, let's you make know, it great s- tuner, and it's just a good you know group of guys. Hung out quite a bit with them this week and uh, yeah, or last weekend, and just a good group all the way around. Let's get it straight over there at Suzuki. Buzzard is the guy that makes it happen. There's a team manager in place to do all the logistics. But Buzzard's but the Buzzard one. is the guy that does all the technical support, works with the sponsors, <laughs> orders the parts, gives you feedback what needs to be fixed. Just like Tony took care of our, took care of our pit passes. Got to give it up. Nice, yeah. No, Buzz. Yeah, I agree. Buzz does it. You know, he's been there a long time, and he does a heck of a lot of work for sure. And much more professional than say, uh, I don't know, Kenny Watson, say from Hart Huntington. Oh, don't go there. <laughs> hey, what are what are the teams and riders that you're uh, that you're uh, working with this year? Like some of the some of the bigger ones, just uh, uh, for the well, fans. Obviously, like Dungey's team, you yeah. know, Rockstar Makita Suzuki. We're also uh, the Rockstar Suzuki team in the 250s. Mm-hmm. Um, Truth MX MB1 team. Yep. And then uh, if Hart and Huntington was doing outdoors, I'm sure we'd be there too. Yeah, I know, huh? What's up with that? When are we doing that, Ken? Uh, soon as soon as we can raise enough money to go do it the right way, I don't know, and, if, not, and not just go out there and roll around in you know ninth or tenth. We want to be up. We want to be up front, and we're not going to go there and and not be you know you know put a good effort in. We could we probably could have went and done it, but it wouldn't have been the effort that we really could have we wanted to give. I, oh, you, yeah. you, you might have missed it earlier in the show. I was telling Kenny, I think the TV package for the outdoors is better than Supercross. And uh, and it's more available and uh, and I mean Kenny had a point about maybe not showing the top guys. I haven't rewatched the broadcast yet, but uh, um, I think they should do outdoors. I just want to see Kenny out there. Well, I think the I think you're right. The coverage was uh, good. You know, live motos. We actually got home uh, Saturday night and watched the the live motos. Like mm-hmm. we didn't get enough uh, moto for being yeah. out there twelve hours <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Really, but, huh? uh, yeah, that was good. The coverage is good and yeah. Hey, do you do you vend out there? You know, we don't. We don't, no. I, I, we I was don't. Just... You know, it's, it's just one of those weekends. I take my boys out there. I got right. twins. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just go out and have a good time. I hang out. I got a lot of buddies up on the hill. We hang out there. And 
don't get in the pits too much. Didn't right. actually have surprised Kenny was there. I wanted to see him, but didn't see you guys. But Surpri- uh, you, everyone yeah, was surprised. all the guys at the shop, you know, they're all mm-hmm. diehard moto fans, right. and I don't want to stick somebody up in a booth. And I know it's not always the best business decision, but yeah. it's the best for our peace of mind and uh, just, you know, letting everybody go out and have some fun. Well, I was going to ask because I was going to see what your take on the crowd was. To me, Kenny didn't think there was that many people there, but to me, I think it's the best Hangtown crowd I've seen in years. Do you, do you agree, or what's your thoughts on that? Uh, you know, I've been going there well, too many years, but <laughs> I'd say it's uh, it, at least as good a crowd, if not better. I think the weather being cooler helps See, a Kenny, lot. And told you. I'd say, I don't know what, I didn't hear what the number was on it. Did anybody hear an actual uh, number? 22,000. 22, that's what, about, yeah, yeah. I think that's about where it was last year. I don't know. It seemed crowded. It was crowded getting in and out of there, and... Uh, seems about not seems about right. Uh, as a, as a oh, sorry, Kenny. I was going to ask Eric if uh, are you guys you guys are always the innovators in what you guys do. Are you guys working on any new special pieces that will be coming out? Um, us at Heart and Huntington using your product. Um, you know we've used your stuff since day one. You've been a supporter, and you know anything that we've never needed. Special stuff made. You guys have always been there. But for the consumer, if you guys don't know, this stuff is race proven. You're going to get pretty much the same stuff that everybody else uses. They don't pull favorites too often unless they have a special, special request. Stuff that a normal rider would not know. You know, just a, a regular weekend guy. Are you guys working on anything to come out, like coming out? You guys always have something new. Is there anything that we should be looking for? You know, we, we're working on a project right now, and uh, I can't say a whole lot about it. Is it an Iron Man suit? Uh, close. Oh, that's going to be good. Hope it doesn't get yeah. you sued. No, we're about six weeks away from, you know, being able to release info on it. And, mm-hmm. But uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be a, it's not necessarily a brand new thing, but it's a much improved piece. A, a new take on uh, something, yeah. A new take, definitely a new take on something. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we're definitely coming out with it uh, probably mid-summer. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah, you know sure. what? Yeah, you and guys... we're constantly trying to, you know, anything, any one of our products, Whatever it is, if we have issues with it, you know, we get a lot of good feedback from the race teams. We just mm-hmm. put that right into production. Mm-hmm. You know, we make ongoing changes. If we feel, you know, if they feel something's better, you know, I'm all for it. Listen to their take on it. And, you know, we don't, we're not just going to close our eyes and say our way is the best way. We know everything. I'm, I learn stuff, you know, every day. And right. you get to work with these great teams and, and their input. All it does is make our products better. And we can put that into production. You know, and get that right out to the public. Public gets the best thing going, and mm-hmm. uh, we, like I said, everything we grab for race team is right off the shelf. And um, other than a couple of, like Kenny mentioned, we, we did a couple of levers for Tedesco this year, just different leverage ratios, and, and we're experimenting with that. And uh, but we put a lot of stuff right into production. Uh, getting back to uh, to Hangtown, uh, how many years you've been going there? To the national, said oh. many. I know, but let's let's now try. You're, to... Now you're going to date my age. Okay, well you? here's here's a question. What's the most memorable Hangtown? When Lammy won, or is... oh, of course that yeah. one. That one going away when we were doing the team deal with Lammy. Yeah, that that one's pretty. But, you know, uh, you I mean, guys any have... year that Lammy won was cool, but that uh, that was definitely the best. First how about the how about the mud that race? day was just that whole thing was surreal. Throwing that team together at the last minute. Right. And... How, how about that '91 mud race? How was that? That was uh, pretty crazy, too. That day, I remember we went out there. The morning wasn't that bad weather-wise. I was in shorts and a T-shirt, and I thought, oh, this is going to be cool. And, uh, boy, it came down. I've never seen it rain at a race that hard to see, you know, hay bales floating down through the first turn. And 
I mean, you tell I tell my kids the stories, but they just look at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> I bet. Um, yeah, that, that one I would have loved to have been in that one. I saw some video of it, but uh, um, you, you know, know, Bale lined up with no goggles that race. Really? He lined up with no goggles. He had a, a cardboard piece of cardboard made into a fin I on saw top that of his helmet for his number. For his number, and he started with no goggles, dude. I'm like, this guy has no goggles on. <laughs> Um, I remember the cardboard thing. I didn't remember the no goggles. Dude, Kyle Lewis and I drove all night to get to that race because we had a Mickey Thompson the night before. We drove all night to get there, and we get there, and as soon as we get to the gate, we set up. It just opened up, man. It just did not stop. We were like, holy shit. They were going to cancel it, and they decided they were going to do the one moto format. Um, Hey, Eric, you know, the first time I ever heard of Works Connection, I had my own little shop up in Canada. and uh, um, So you never told me that. Oh yeah, I used to have my own shop. That's why you'll be. I didn't. Manager. I didn't know that. Yeah, name, it was. Are you ready for the name? You want me, You ready for it? Let's see. Yeah, Steve, blast it out. Steve Cycle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the first time I started selling Worst Connection and heard of Worst Connection, you were on Lammy's bike uh, when he was uh, man, probably a privateer. I think uh, uh, maybe on a Yamaha 360 then, or, or maybe you it was know, after we that. Started. I started the business late, like '89. So basically, yeah. right at the start of 1990. Right, Lammy had just come off the yeah the DGY 360 when he rode the mm-hmm. the outdoor nationals and he was a privateer on a I want to say a DGY back Suzuki yeah uh, for 90 uh, and we had some parts you know he's basically a privateer so we had parts on his bike he was the first major pro you know Lammy and I've been friends for yeah I was gonna say years before how that, did that and, happen uh, you just knew it just worked out yeah you just knew Lammy from local racing is that sort of the deal. Yeah, I met yep. him through a friend of mine and just had known him, you know, as he was coming up through uh, off of the 80s and whatnot. And, mm-hmm. and uh, he was all for running the product, and I got to give him a lot of props because he put us on the map right off the bat. He did. And, he uh, did. As, as a guy who didn't, you know, was in Canada, to me, Lampson always repped your product and was, to me, how I knew about Works Connection, you know. Um, so was Lammy, was he like the local fast guy from NorCal that was no doubt going to be a star, or was he a guy that just worked at and got better? You know, yeah. a little bit of both. Yeah. He was, you know, he's blazing fast at local level. Uh, level. Him and Talon Volan were similar in speed. I think Talon actually was a little quicker than him, but Steve always seemed to be the endurance guy. Lone Wolf. And the guy that was a little more solid, you right. know, and, uh, and but he always had the speed and definitely dominated all the local stuff. You could tell he had a spark and you know, good family behind him. Just, mm-hmm. you know, Still Steve Lampson. To, uh, Lampson Porter. They, they worked hard. They, you know, they didn't come from riches, and they, they worked their butts off, and that seems to be a common thing with the guys who succeed is the guys that don't come from money, you know, it's right, the guys with right. art and the guys that, you know, want to dig deep and, um, and make it. I hope he comes back in as, as a manager or finds his way back in the industry. He was he, Him and Mortal Concepts parted ways a, a couple months ago or something. I haven't seen Lammy since, but uh, I hope I see him around uh, uh, somewhere. You know, I saw him at Hangtown. He was, oh, he was there? He was in the okay. pits. He's working as a, yeah, rider coach. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, good, cool. Yeah. Right on, hopefully that's working out for him. Who's he working with? One of the, one of the girls uh, in the WMA. <laughs> right on, right on. Um, hey, uh, uh, Eric, what's been the most successful product you, you you made? And I was thinking to myself, it's got to be the Clutch Perch. But then I was like, oh, no, it's got to be the stands. And I was like, no, wait a minute. You guys really came out with skid plates early on and made them sweet. So I, I don't think this is that obvious of a question. What's been the best product Works Connection has ever made? You know, we started with skid plates. That was mm-hmm. our first thing. And, uh, you know, the skid plates, I'd say, if you're looking at just numbers of sales, whatever, I mean, the skid plate's always the staple. It's 
one of the first things the guys put on the bike. The radiator braces are also uh, a popular thing just because radiators are so pricey. Right. And then as we got into the mid-'90s, you know, we did come up with the, the clutch perch. And uh, the clutch perches were really good. Um, yeah. You know, we were the first ones that did the on-the-fly adjusters on a on an aftermarket level. And so, yeah, the, the perches have been good. And, we, you know, we were always looking for stuff to add to the line. What about the what about the uh, whole shot device? How did that work out for you? Yeah. Uh, you know, those are good. We've yeah. had those now uh, close to 10 years, and can't go down the line at a national or any any big event and not see the guys locking their whole shot devices in. So yeah. that's another good one. Yeah. 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 So so you but you say skid plates probably not on a dollar level, but on the number of units sold skid plates maybe. I would say if you look back, because it's one of, it's the first product we had, and I mean right. that's. We're going on 22 years, so I would definitely say the skid plates uh, for uh, sure. Funny though, now all the OEMs come with a quick adjust purchase, so I'm sure that hurts sales. But uh, when you, yeah, that doesn't you know, help. Yeah, yeah, and but, rental bars now and adjustable clamps. I mean, the OEMs have really stepped it up. They well, have. They have you know. to. You buy a bike for 7,500 bucks, you better have all. And that now shit I see on. Cowie next year has anodized engine plugs, just stock. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, all right. Looking we'll, at all that stuff, we'll so. still get ours from. Uh, from these guys right here. Uh, there you go. Yeah, uh, thanks for coming on board on on the show too. You know, Eric actually wrote me an email and said, "Hey, I listen every week. So, how do I get involved?" And I was like, uh, "Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you." So uh, it's really cool that you uh, that you listen and you're into the show, and then you came on board as a sponsor. And yeah, thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, no, you know, I'm I'm a Moto fan first, and uh, yeah, I listen to it basically Tuesday. I don't listen live because family stuff and homework with the kids and all that good stuff but uh, definitely listen tuesday while i'm working and yeah. yeah enjoy the show um hey when did you know that works connection like made it what was it what was the first like uh oh my god I really... last year <laughs> i was waiting for you to say we've, i don't i i don't when, know if well, we maybe made that's it yet. tomorrow i don't know when you sponsored heart and no you know we get we got with the teams right off the bat we sponsored you know we moved with lammy we did the peak yeah. deal with uh, Mitch's team in uh, 91, moved from there right to Suzuki. In about 93, 94, we got, tied, we got hooked up with Tucker Rocky and Parts Unlimited, and, right. and things took off in a hurry. And at that point, uh, you know, at that point, actually, I finally got out of the garage in my house, and <laughs> we, uh, we, realized we couldn't keep up. I had my buddies coming over at night. We'd crank the music up and, or listen to Loveline until 1 o'clock in the morning, packaging, you know, distributor orders, and they're really, working full-time huh? jobs. And, wow. uh, you know, then we thought, man, we need to get into some space, get a, you know, regular yeah. commercial building and make this, this thing's rolling. So let's let's ride the wave while we can. And 22 years later, you know, I still enjoy it. It's my passion. It's mm-hmm. it just, uh, yeah, getting up and going to work is uh, pretty easy on most days. You yeah, know, it yeah. has those days, but and, uh, for the most part, it's we still enjoy the heck out of it. Hey, Steve, let me ask you a question. Do you know every part that they make is made here in the U.S. in Sacramento? I did, yeah. That's the good thing about this company. They make everything domestic here in America, support American products. I also, Remember that. I also know that when, when Works Connection supplied the stands for Factory Honda, I can't count how many times the fans saw a stand sitting there and went, what's up with their stand? It's crooked because of the way the Honda sit. They they made them. Were they lower in the front or lower in the back? The back. 
the front wheels on. They're ra- actually raised in the back. Raised in the back, yeah. And yeah, we just we yeah we raised the back and uh, fans would be like, "What's with yeah, the stands?" Yeah, for a couple of years, just to shape the cradle the way it sits. Right, you can't get the the back wheels off and. Uh, we might have something for on a production level coming up too for the Honda guys. Yeah, weird how they sit like that on 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 the uh, on the stand. Definitely. Um, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know that you, a, a different shape for I sure. I didn't know that you were like still working at a job at like ninety three, ninety four. <laughs> That's like already well into the company's existence, huh? <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, um, so are you still with Tucker and Parts and all them? Is that if someone needs to? What's the best way for someone to get the product if they need? Yeah, it? you know we're distributed through uh, Tucker Rocky Parts Unlimited, Western Power Sports. Uh, we do dealer direct. You know we are one of our biggest goals. I mean we work really hard trying to satisfy all our customers, and whether that customer is a distributor, a dealer, or a retail customer, you know that's that's our goal is to at the end of the day get these guys make these guys happy. You know, we screw up. Sometimes we ship the wrong stuff. We make good on it. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. we try our best, and, of course, we're human. We're going to make mistakes, but uh, we try to just make everybody happy. And we realize, man, every time that phone rings, that's a customer. They came to us. They came to us for a reason. We want to keep that customer, and we want to show them, hey, we got, you know, good customer service to go along with our product line. And, and it's uh, it's just a complete package. And uh, and people who want to order, they can pu- type in PulpMX online, WorksConnection.com, and they get a discount on the order. So anybody out there, uh, go to WorksConnection.com and t- type in PulpMX, and you will get a discount on some sweet, sweet stuff. So uh, thank you for doing that, and thank you for coming on board. I know we've got a couple emails from people who have ordered and uh, use the discount code, so that's cool. Uh, again, yeah, I appreciate yeah, I'm it. Glad to be a part of it. Um, hey, so how's how's business been with the uh, the downturn? And I hate to use the word downturn because it's such a buzzword, but I mean, you know, a, a lot of the industry guys uh, um, talking about business and, and how it's dropped. But how's it been for you guys? Uh, you know, it's definitely uh, tapered off. And well, you know, '06 it peaked kind of '05, '06, right. and uh, it's just a, it's all about adjustments. You know, we had uh, two full, complete setup, you know, buildings going at one time. We scaled it back now and uh, got back into our original location. And, you know, it's just, like I said, it's all about adjustments. And right. it's like we wear a lot of hats. We've spread the, the employee pool a little bit thin, but, you know, we do a, just everybody does a little bit of everything, and we make it work. And, you know, it's uh, we're, we're still doing well. It's, we're, we yeah. feel very fortunate. We hear the stories out there of guys closing their doors after – you know, being in business five or six years, mm-hmm. and it's it's still tough. You know, it's, yeah. uh, and that's why we we really emphasize the customer service and and getting our customers back and, and keeping them. You know, and making mm-hmm. them happy. And uh, so, yeah, I can't complain. Yeah, right on. Well, hey so, man, so no. would it help you guys out at all if I sent you back all the stuff that I didn't use this year that's still in the package so you could sell it? Would that keep your doors open? Well, of open course. Another? You know, every dollar helps. You know. <laughs> all right, tomorrow we'll give you more stuff next year. All right, so put it. I'm going to send you back all the stuff we didn't use so we could uh, we could get a uh, credit for 2012. How about that? That sounds good. We'll give you a store credit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of stores, I cannot even tell you that. If you're if you're a motorcycle guy and you go to a dealer all over the country, I don't think you're going to go into any shop and not see at least one product of yeah. of theirs on the shelf. I agree. Steve Cycle stocked it. I bet you they did. Anyone that's smart is because they're going to sell it. Absolutely. And and when you came out with the with the uh, the recessed eight millimeter bolts, eight millimeter head, six millimeter bolts on the skid plate was just genius. Just yep. genius. I didn't like when they had those aluminum bolts. No. I used to snap those things yeah, off like daily. Yeah, didn't like those, Eric. But uh, but the uh, the six mil with the eight mil head, ooh, those are money. 
Awesome. Good to hear. Yeah, <laughs> we, uh, you know, we spent a lot of time and efforts on that. Right. That new uh, rubber-mounted uh, skid plate, and yeah. uh, it's it's working really well. Yeah, it's crazy. The teams how... love it, and you know the retail customers are benefiting from technology that the race teams kind of inspired, mm-hmm. and it just uh, it all goes hand in hand. It's crazy how the teams, the riders of the aluminum frame bikes, they can feel that skid plate stuff. It makes a difference. You know, we've heard stories throughout the years of guys changing the motor mounts and a guy and sending the rider back out, and they know something's different. You mm-hmm. know, and the average guy would never be able to, to pinpoint that, but we did. We started hearing about the the skid plates causing the frames to be more rigid, and you know, again, it's, it's just on an upper extreme pro level, basically. Yeah. But uh, yep. you know, now that technology has moved right down. We can pass it on to the, the general consumer and the guy that's out there, the weekend warrior, or the guy that's trying to make a living, you know, racing, and you know, they get the best of everything. Right, right on. Well, hey, See, I didn't, I didn't know about that. Oh. I didn't know about uh, welding your tabs on for a long time when I was a privateer mechanic. Yeah. And I used to cuss them out all the time. These things suck. These things suck. When I try to put the mounts on and then my knuckles be busting, trying to slide the skid plate on the, you know, the tabs on yeah. the frame. Yeah. And then I realized, well, you can weld those things on there. It would probably make it a lot easier. But then I would have to take my motor out and frame it. <laughs> and that you were talking <laughs> that's a just lot more of work. work. You were talking a <laughs> lot of work. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to have any trouble with this guy in a tire changing contest. Nope. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> right on, Eric. Well, hey, thanks for coming on the show, man, and thanks for being a part of it. Really, really appreciate it. And uh, and you're a great guy. And uh, uh, you want to take this call? It's not up to me. It's not my show. Oh, okay. Let's let's take this oh. call before we let Eric go. All right, Steve Lampson. No, this is Eric. Eric's on line one. Correct. Sorby. No, Eric, you there? Yeah, yeah. Hey guys. And you're on the line with Eric. Hey, Massive, you. Uh... He totally rock me this weekend. No way, no chance. Uh, Hangtown, yeah. He's a cat. No, I didn't. Yeah, I had a I had a question for Kdub actually. Hey, is this Barrett? Yeah, what's up, Mikey? Barrett, it's Barrett, oh, not Barrett. Eric. Sorry. This oh, my, this good. My brother-in-law. Sounded like Eric. Good job, uh, uh, tits. I didn't know it was Mike's brother-in-law. I yeah. messed up on the name, obviously. All right. I just knew that it's... Mathis did rockstar him. So, <laughs> if I did rockstar you, I was just going somewhere to eat. <laughs> yeah, no, you're going into the media tent, but that's all right. Oh. They, have, they have food in there too. Don't kid yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. You looked under Steve's chair at the media tent. There was wrappers of gummy bears, <laughs> chips, salsa, whatever. He he did it all, but he did a good job this week. That's not true. I know. I'm lying. What up, Barrett? Hey, uh, Kenny, I had a question for you. I was just looking at uh, the um, new Racer X that came out here, and there's that rental ad on the back. With the with your guys's with Ivan's bike on it. Yep. How much do you have uh, have to do with the uh, advertising and stuff like? Nothing. That's, that's all. For, no, all? that's Renthal. Uh, that's all Renthal ad. We had nothing to do with that. They just got took the photo and they build their ads and we're luckily to be on the other end of it. But you know, all of, all of our sponsors, you know, try to do as much ads as they can with us. But the deal is, is like. There's so many teams that a lot of people sponsor, so it's really hard for them to pick and choose. But uh, we were grateful enough to have Renthal step up and, and give us that back cover. And, you know, if there, I think we had like three ads in that magazine, if I'm not correct. We did a, a kicker one with Blos, and then Hart did like a full page for contour cameras and the Renthal. So. And where's Worst Connections? Is that what you're saying, Kenny? You want Worst Connection full page ads? They mention us in all their ads, the teams <laughs> they support. I, I, was, I was thinking he was hinting about that. Huh? Yeah, yeah, right, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, it looks pretty good. good. You guys did a good job. Hey, uh, Mikey. Yeah, buddy. Hey, I just, uh, your sister was just telling me that uh, 
that the teacher's leaving you. Shit, what's her number? <laughs> Listen yeah. to this guy. I'm sitting right next to him. A guy named Kenny in Vegas. Dude, I would love that. I don't even know how he pulled her. I was like, dude, I seen her in Salt Lake, and she cruised by. And I go, hey, do you mind if I grab your ass? She goes, I personally wouldn't mind, but my husband might. And I go, well, I know yeah, he Yeah, right. He listened to this guy. Now I know Kenny's full of hot air. Hey, um, she ben. wouldn't mind. <laughs> hey, let's, uh, let's let Eric go and enjoy no, his, his night. Oh, Eric. Eric from Works Connection. Okay. Not, not Barrett. See you, Barrett. Eric, uh, thanks, thanks for coming on the show, man, and thanks for being a part of it. Um, hey, no problem. Greatly Glad appreciate it, it. And, uh, and thanks again, and uh, hopefully we'll see you at a race down the line. And uh, remember, everybody, PulpMX, WorksConnection.com, you'll get a discount. Hey, Eric, thank you for all the support throughout the years, just not this year. You've been a, a backer of my program wherever I've been, and I just want to say thank you. Oh, Eric. Plano Honda yeah. Days, too, everything? Yep. Oh, Triple X? Yep. No, back a few years. Definitely. Wow. No, yeah. glad to do it. Only when, only there's only uh, one. We can keep moving forward in the future. There's sure. only one season where he's just like, nope, I will not help. Really? I, I don't like that image, and I will not support it. Oh. And I'm not going to say who it was or what rider or yeah, what team, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> I he called it before I could even see it, and I got away before it, it all hit the fan, but I respect that. Eric, I don't know you yet, but I love your stuff, man. I rock it. It's good stuff. Yeah. Mike, and when, when Mike, Mike will Thanks. buy it. I do. All right. Thanks, Eric. Thanks. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. All right. Thanks. Hey, did you Eric, know Eric Phipps from Worst Connection, everybody? Hey, do you know uh, about John Anderson's program? How he uh, how hey. he started a new company? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't really know the bot, the whole details of it. I got an email from him though. It's called Duba, or it's D U B Y A W W. Yeah, W U S A. they They're they're the guys that built does all our wheels. Like yeah. If, Talons and Excel. Yeah, they're, they're the Talon um, importers of right. for the U.S. now. So yeah. what goes on is John um, Anderson, good guy, awesome guy, good guy, awesome guy. They let's talk about you and Mike's wife though. Yeah, she's, let's talk about it. She's leaving. She's, and le- she's going to Kenny. Apparently, she's leaving me for Kenny. Yeah, right. Because he's such a baller. Kenny yeah, sweet car. He's got a shirt that says don't <laughs> and no sleeves. Don't and stop no the sleeves. swagger. You need to talk Dude, about Mathis, if you could wear no sleeves, you would, but you you can't, so don't talk shit. No, Ken, uh, Letitia loves Kenny. She thinks he's got a heart of gold, but I, I don't know about this guy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's all a show, bro. Yeah, it is. So. Yeah, but hey, you guys, if anyone's out there that needs a good set of wheels, you could go to BTO, and, and I'm sure BTO carries their stuff now. Um, discount code Mathis. Yeah, there you go. But dude, I'm telling you, you're not going to get a better wheel. You could do, um, we, we're, we're, we do Sunline or DID. I, I, I'm sorry. We do a DID uh, with a, a Talon hub and with their spokes. And dude, we have not had a wheel problem since I started working with John Anderson. And John Anderson's the type of guy that will freaking drive five hours to bring you a set of wheels if you need them. So give, give him a shot, dude, if you guys are interested. All right. That's a plug to my sponsor. All right, you know what time it is? Hey, Barrett, we're going to go. All right, guys. Thanks. Yes. Uh, you guys are awesome yeah, you know what time it is right now? What? Hey, see you, Barrett. Thanks, Barrett. It's, it's time for Barrett to give me this guy's wife's number. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's, uh, let's do the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. Can we do that? The X-Brand Tear-Off. It's the X-Brand Goggles Tear-Off segment where timing is everything. Everything. X-Brand Goggles, the result of 25 years of goggle technology. Hey, Media, we're going to mix it up a little bit. I think we're going to let Mike do the uh, yeah. All right. the, nope. the tear-off segment. No problem. Uh, X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off is the result of 25 years of goggle technology. TheXBrand.com. Uh, hey, uh, Davey Coombs called me today to talk about a couple things, but then he also mentioned that... Uh, 
There's another goggle company out there. He didn't tell me who. He said that uh, they're a little little upset that I mentioned X Brown in my columns, not on this show, but in columns and stuff. And I just to that I say suck it. So, anyways, uh, X Brown goggle tear off segment, 15 seconds or less hey, on the clock. Hold on, three going back questions. To, going yeah. back to Davy Coombs. Yep. Uh, Hart was maybe going to come to the race. Like, I knew he wasn't going to come, but he said, hey, let them know that I might come. You know, give me a pass. Helicopter in like Stewie. What, whatever. Yeah. He, so <laughs> I, I, when I talked to Davey, that was a funny story. Davey gets there, yeah. and he, he, he takes me up to the will call. He gets me my pass, and he's telling his sister, hey, you got to leave a ticket here for Corey Hart. Corey. Corey, he's calling Corey Hart Corey Hart. Like, he doesn't know. <laughs> like, dude, this is your. Dude, I'm sure his mind was racing 8 million miles an hour. Dude. Yeah, but that's like calling someone else by a totally different name. Like he doesn't know who Carrie Hart is. He's like trying to call Steve and Carrie all you know winter long to have us come to the nationals, and then he doesn't even know the guy's name. Uh, listen, dude, I'll stand by DC. I'm sure there. I stand. Well, he's your dude. No, it doesn't matter. He's. I mean, he's he's not really my boss. I'm a freelance journalist. But dude, I back Davey Coombs 100 <laughs> what he's always done. But I was just blown away that he said that, and I'm all Corey Hart. He's like, yeah, Corey Hart. Sunglasses like, at night. I'm, and, and I'm like, really? You know that is. And, yeah, I'm, yeah. and I'm like, really? He's like, what do you mean? I'm all Corey Hart. He's like, oh man, I mean Carrie. Sorry, but Davey's cool. I'm just. I just thought that was kind of weird, but whatever. Oh, Rourke, you there? I'm here. We're not going to put you on hold. Uh, we're going to put the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment on hold. So no, you don't have to no, pay. no. This is the guy that talks shit on me all the time on Twitter about my spelling. Wow. <laughs> wow. He does? O'Rourke, are you busting him? That's bullshit, Kenny. I don't talk shit on you. Oh, maybe it's another O'Rourke. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's O'Rourke. It's the O'Rourke that talks crap. What, 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 what I'm talking shit on you is how, how corporate the Hart and Huntington team is at the moment. Why do you say that? Well, you're running Air Jordans, driving a Mercedes, Bloss is driving a Ford. What's going on down there? Let me tell you something, dude. I don't wear Air Jordans. I wear Cortezes. I don't. That's the only pair of Nikes I own because they were sponsored by DVS and they're an awesome shoe. But if I don't wear DVS, I will wear Cortezes. I don't wear Air Jordans. Well, I don't know what Cortezes are. Is I do. Shoe? I do drive. Oh. I do drive a Mercedes because Chrysler makes them in the United States. If you didn't know that already. And, uh, yeah, and Blos does drive. And don't get Blos' truck confused like he has some sweet ride. He has like a 2003 F-150 or 250 diesel with cattle lights on the top of it. No, it doesn't. No, yes, it, it doesn't. does. Yes, it does. And it's green. That's I've seen a picture of his truck. It's not a 03. Dude, his truck is like maybe a 06. I'm sorry. But it has the lights on top of the cab. Yeah. Like an ET when they were chasing after He's ET. not balling. And Tedesco drives a... Uh, a Dodge. What else, Rourke? Good. How is it? Good to see Tedesco's keeping a corporate. Um, yeah, I just wanted to, uh, I don't know, sorry, I haven't I just tuned into the show, but I wanted to give uh, the guys, the, the television crew, a shout-out to what an awesome, awesome presentation that was on the weekend, um, getting to see the races and, and Allied Sports Online with the first two motos. It's just, it, I honestly can't better- believe how good the... Um, the, motor, the Nationals are going to be It's a better show. package than Supercross. I go on the Yeah, that's what Steve said. It's just way better, dude. So it has to be. <laughs> Whatever he says. Hey, only reason you're pumped is because the Aussie won. Aussie oh, killed it. And, and, you know, Steve was giving him such mad... Oh, yeah, he killed it. He, he killed it. He went 2-1. He, he, he just killed it. He, he, he killed, killed it, yeah. And Dungey, on the he hang did. on that right. You didn't say that. I forgot. No, Dunge... Read du- uh, full, full props to... That's, I'm sure tomorrow I'm doing a podcast with Ping and Weege... And uh, Jason Thomas is going to call in. I'm sure I will be getting quite the shit for saying that they're 
Dungey and Villapoto are one A and one B. I am waiting for it. So you should I, ask Weege about Huckabuck. He never yep. said package. I know. I never he said package. Said He's an Huckabuck. idiot. I know. Uh, but, uh, no, hey, Reed surprised the hell out of me. I don't know why I doubt that guy. I've done it before, and he's proved me wrong before. Um, he's a racer, like Kenny said. Just uh, He's going to make it happen when he has to. Man, I've got so much respect for that guy. Just, oh, shit. You know, like, I've been an Aussie. I've always been a, a Reed fan as a racer, not necessarily as a person. Um, but I think this year that guy have, must have picked up thousands and thousands. Dude, of he, he's almost K-Dub level. He's he's love, man. He's Dude, come a long way. Not? How this is what I, I look at Reed. Reed's deal is he didn't have didn't have million dollar contracts. He put he was almost forced to pull money out of his pocket to go racing. Mm-hmm. He's out there, you know, with no big contracts. He's going out there with the love of the game, man. He's out there to to, to ride his dirt bike and have fun and do what he has to do. No, it's been great. He's been great. He's, he's, he's changed a lot from the Yamaha days when he was young and getting a lot of money and maybe it went to his head a little quick. But Dude, I'll tell you what. I, all of us. I wasn't a Chad Reed fan. I didn't even like Chad Reed. Him and, him and my guy got into it one. Yeah. And I was chump. like. Called him a chump. Yeah, that, that season. And I was like, F that guy. Why would he even talk crap like that? And I told him, dude, I've gained so much respect for you yeah. just the way as, as a human being. I think that guy's life turned the corner when his kid was born, dude, to tell you the truth. Yeah, I maybe, really, really, maybe, really, yeah. really do. Kid born, Andrew dying, Andrew McFarland yep, dying. I think he, he's changed his leaf on life, and I think he's really. Leaf on life? <laughs> same that one. Same lease sa- on life. I said lease on life. Mm, might, sounded, might have said, might have said like leaf. leaf. But Can these guys. Buzzer? It's close enough. Can we oh, get a buzzer? buzzer? But I, I, I think, I think Rady's a, Rady is a, is a phenom, and that, uh, that win was a real tearjerker. <laughs> it was. It was good. Tearjerker. Uh, all right. Thanks, O'Rourke. Anything else? No, that's it, guys. You have a good show. Thank you. Later, buddy. O'Rourke listens to us uh, in his car, uh, and it says, Artist Steve Mathis. I know. I How come that. my name's not on there? You are. You're on the URL. I don't know why it didn't come up. It says Mathis and Watson. Promise you. Why does it say Mathis and Watson? You just said it says Steve Mathis. Yeah, I don't know. It's I seen a Twitter a picture of that. It said Steve Mathis. He goes, this is the funniest thing I've ever... Right. This is Artist. Every time I see this, right. I laugh. Uh, X-Brand Goggle Tarot segment. Let's get to it. Uh, three questions, 15 seconds or less for Mike Stevens, who's sitting in on the show. Uh, um, hold on. All right. Let's, Wait, uh, am I asking the questions to Mike? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm doing okay. the time. Okay. Yeah. We got All this. Right. All right, go. Mike. All right. Did Reed's win surprise you? Yes. Absolutely. One second. Blew me away. Pretty impressive. He was hauling. Hey, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't add on. Oh, can't. my bad. Yep. All right. Who was the most impressive writer to you? Oh, wow. On the spot. Blake Baggett. 5.4. Yeah, that, was a good, that, was, that was a good answer. Yeah, good I agree. Answer. Baggett. Even yeah. though Reed, we knew Reed would be good. Yeah, Baggett's out of nowhere. Baggett dominated almost. Dude, he came yeah. out of nowhere. So Surprised the shit out of me. Not if you ask Ping. <laughs> anyway, who was the most disappointing writer? Mookie. Sorry. Not an acceptable answer. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Dude, he led, he led a moto. I had the Mookie fever, and then what happened? He led a moto. Hey, if he can lead for five laps, he can lead for 20, and he didn't lead for 20. Oh, now we got Roger DeCoster sitting in the corner over there. All right, I would have to agree with you, Roger. I'm probably never welcome back on the show again. <laughs> I agree that. with you, Roger. <laughs> I would have to agree with you, bud. That's been the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. X-Brand! Hey, Tits, do you want to uh, go to some uh, news and rumors? and Not so much news, rumors and rumors. Twitter questions. We're going to drop the news, Kenny. 
Apparently, it's angering you and many listeners. Yeah, I told you the news scene was lame from day one, but you guys didn't. Okay, can we go with Twitter questions and Twitter rumors? How about yeah? How about just rumors? Because half the Twitter stuff's bullshit. All right, let's go to that. this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOSports.com. Breaking news. Tits legendary has motocross news. I love boobs. Tits reads the news. Tits reads the news. I love that it's intro. news, right? I love Screw it. all of you guys. I love that Kenny's intro. Kenny's here rubbing his forehead. Hey, uh, uh, if you want to call in and ask us a question about Hangtown, about the rape code on the Vivint Alarm System, 702-586-7857. Uh, give us a call. It, it, and uh, Every time you start the news segment when I'm supposed to be talking and then you say, call in. And now I have to answer the phones. That's what you're paid for. Answer the fucking phone. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, hey, I'm going to hire you, Kenny, to shovel coal. When you start shoveling coal, though, make sure you complain. You know, make sure you're not happy with that. Hey, how's that iPad treating you, bud? I know, right? Ridiculous. Uh, I just think, didn't think people would call in right away, tits. Nash. I think Nash yeah, was a uh, gentleman. I've, gentleman. I've, I've, what's going on, cats? Gentlemen. I got solid. I got solid questions from when I was watching the races that I need answers. Please, we're sure on top. From Kenny, or from me? Ask Steve because he uh, knows for, way open, more than me. No, to be totally honest with you, open forum. First question: Who saw the sick downhill pass at Millsaps uncorked? I almost leaped out of my lazy boy and said that guy is going to kill himself. He he blipped the throttle on one of the downhills and went commando blitzo. Did you guys see that? I did not. I, I, did, I did not. I don't. I wasn't watching him. Millsaps very rode great for his Who'd he pass? Great. Uh, I think it was Metcalf. I think I, he was stalking somebody, and he came up on the one of the uphand corners, not the corner that Wilson and Barsh had crashed on. Uh, Five midway through the track. And what moto? Like, say it again. What moto? First moto. Yeah, I don't think it was Metcalf because Metcalf crashed when he was up in front. So he came back, and he – I I, 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 I only seen Davey riding around the Yamaha guys all day, if it was Han or it was – It had to be Han or Purcell. Did he pass Purcell? He was riding around the KTM guy. It might – you know what? It might have – might you, you might be right because I've, after he got up, uh, he was battling back there. So maybe it was – maybe it was him. But he went 5-5, uh, five, five, Metcalf. Yeah. Regardless. Uh, let's uh, look at more, more of my questions. Uh, Weimer, I listened to this show. I had a question mark about Weimer in the first moto. Steve, your interviews answered. Those interviews are awesome, by the way. Thank you for doing them. Yeah, yeah no problem. I'm no glad, problem. I'm, I'm glad, glad you someone, like them. I'm glad someone listens to them. <laughs> There's a lot of work to do. Dude, they're awesome. I, mean, what, I don't know how you do what you do. You're like, you do so much for the sport of moto. For us, oh, please. thank you. Get that sound wow. drop, please. Get that drop. You do I'm so t- much for the sport of moto. Hey, you ever watch this movie, Cobra? I love this movie. I like this movie where he's like, Vince is like, I'm going to blow this place up. Go ahead. I don't shop here anyways. (laughs) Did they film this when I was a kid? I watched them film this at my house in Venice. This is all Venice. Is that where it is? Yeah. You saw Sly? Yeah. Do you wear jeans like that? No. Those are tight. Those are, uh, what Mm -hmm. are they, moose? Dude, I remember they had had a chase where they were chasing them through the streets, Uh and they went to the canals, and like the the old Venice canals. Not Venice, Italy. California. California, ding dong. I know, but there's no can. Is there canals? In yeah, there's canals. That's why they're called the Venice. That's where Venice came from. Those canals. And that's where. I thought Ven- there's a Venice Beach with the. It is Venice Beach, but there's the Venice Canals too, right Kenny's next to the mad. beach. All right, okay. You'll see it when watch when they do the car chase. And you saw it all. Oh, that's cool. Oh, I was on my bi- I was on my bicycle. With your awesome. With your bad boy tattoo. Yeah, this is way Lighting before tents that. on fire. Way before that. Oh yeah, this is eighty. 
five or something. Hey, uh, dude, I was. Uh, what's up, Nash? What's the next question? Last two questions. How sick was Villapoto on a scale of one to ten? Seven. Uh, nine. I can answer that. Four. Thank you. He was barfing. Uh, I heard on. on he had, I heard a seven, a nine, and a four. No, average it out. I don't know, yeah. Nash. What kind of question is that? He had fever. I'm, just really, I, I'm interested. That I'll explain I, the question. He, he I need didn't, to know how sick he didn't he is appear to be sick. I want to make sure he can Still run that. I know Villapoto is one of the from a Villapoto guy. Whoa! Whoa! I, hey, Nash. I'm going to tell you this right yeah. now. Don't. Yes, sir. Don't count him out. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I just wanted to know how how sick was he because I knew that. He, like you already pointed out, Kenny, he played it smart. Hey, he isn't going to get up there. He isn't going to risk getting hurt. The guy's a phenomenal outdoor rider. He's he is amazing. a phenom. Just, phenom. He's a phenom. I was just curious. Last question, and I'm going to leave. Um, would did Wilson say anything to anybody listening right now about when his foot got ripped off in the whoops and he almost did a, a knack knack? That was insane. He told me a little bit about it, but uh, uh, yeah, he said it was gnarly. Very nice. I, I talked to him. He yeah. said it was baby shit. He was hauling, too. Yeah, he First was. Model. He was going good. Super Great. impressive. It was amazing. I, if they're all like this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump off my couch. And he told me that's baby shit. Myself. Wait till next moto. I mean, both of them. All right. Hey, thanks for answering the questions. Bye. All right. Thanks, Nash. All right. What do we got? All right. Uh, what was hey, the don't forget to call in, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> what was the air boot deal with uh, the Hondas, with Reedy and Wyndham's deal? They said air boot malfunction, but yeah, what is that? I, I don't really know. I, I do. Uh, they were just uh, – I do. Okay. Spit it out. They used – on the air boot, they used a different – they had a different air boot, and it was made out of a different material. Right. When, and they tested it. It gained horsepower and gained Good. response, and it was better. But um, for some reason in testing, it didn't. The bike didn't get as hot as it did because it, it didn't have the ruts and the deep and all that. So what happens when it got hot? It sucked it in. Yeah. And it was losing power. The bikes were losing power. Yeah, just like we say, like there's nothing, no testing like racing, right? Yeah, exactly. So they figured that out, and I'm sure they're going to go back <clears> and they're going to figure it out and come back with better material and make right. it happen. That's a good answer. Thank you. No problem. Okay, uh, Sipes and Cunningham, they just re-signed with uh, Star Racing. They, oh, they did. Did. Did, you, did, you go, did you go to the press conference? Uh-uh. On, do you, on do you know? They had a press conference? Yeah, I guess so. Were you there? No. You're, isn't, aren't you a journalist? Or shouldn't you be at the press conference? I, uh, I was said there was a press conference. I said, uh, what's it for? They said, it's for to tell everybody that Sipes and Cunningham re-signed. I said, sweet. So, Cunning, <laughs> so you're telling me Sipes is writing lights again? Yeah. Yeah. So that's actually the question was was are they going to be both be on two fifties or yeah four fifties? No, it'll be two fifties. It's a two fifty F team. Because last year you kind of criticized <clears throat> Sipes for going two fifty. I thought he's ready for four fifties. Alan he's... Brown didn't tell you that he was going to ride. What they were staying? Did he ask you to go? No, no. It was Tim Olson from Yamaha. I think it's good. They're both good riders. I think so. Obviously, Sipes can't get the money that he needs elsewhere. You know, to go four fifties. I heard Sipes was talking to Pro Circuit. No, I'm sure they would. You think Handy's going back there, or when's Handy signing with you guys? <laughs> when's that happening? I I don't know what he's going to do. I don't think he knows what he's doing. Hanson Hill Tedesco, just like I called Tedesco last year, which which is not amazing stretch. I you know what? I look at it this way for for Josh. Josh needs Josh needs to know what he wants to do. Um, he has to make the decision. No one's going to make it for him. If I were him, and he could and he could get go back to PC, I would. Okay. Well, maybe he might. He's not, he's got to. I mean, he's so close to winning the title, you know. Twice, I know. But I, and again, if he goes back again, PC will know. never run a 450 class. I don't know. They're not going to run. 
I know working with Mitch and the way Mitch operates, he's not going to go in and half-ass anything. Right. He's either going to go full bore or not do it. Right. So, so he's not going to go. I, if he, I think he'll do it if he gets the funding. What yeah. about what about the politics of that though? Is there some? There's got to be, right? There's you, a massive you know, politics. You know the song, politics. Politics are dancing. What? Okay. <laughs> what else you got, tits? All right. The ever reliable Aaron Bates reported on the broadcast that Alessi was told not to ride for at least a month. Do you think that? If that's true, that he will actually wait a month, or do you think they'll ignore doctor's orders like before well, and be back next week? Uh, I don't think he's coming back next week, but I think he'll take a week off after that. The week There is a week off, and then uh-huh. he'll be back yeah. at high point. So that'll be pretty close to a month. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I mean, There's a break. There's a week off. Yeah, so I don't think he'll be there this week. I don't think – I don't. I mean, I think Avern – a head injury. I don't. I don't. I think they're smarter right. than to to you jack with. You that. know, there was the there was the head injury thing, um, at, at Vegas. Tony said they were resting, resting, not going to the USGP. That hundred grand hit, and they said load the bike, and they went out. <laughs> and but but they were smart enough. They went out. They tried it. It didn't didn't go good. So they packed it in. Okay. So they're smart enough. I mean, they weren't just going to send well, like out there a lot for of people. They liked that I mean, hundred grand, but. Mike, I mean, I don't think recently, but he's had been knocked out before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, how many times do you get knocked out before you're just well, – He's you out know, in Vegas. Him? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And he was out when he got run over the year, a couple of years before that, you know, when he yeah. got knocked out. Yeah, when out. the whole pack ran over. Yeah. yeah. And who knows how many – if it, you know, I think the Alessis are the type of people, if, you know, they're in their own camp and they don't let a lot of people know, how many – who knows what happened, you know – when he's practicing, if he gets knocked out, right, right. if he if knowing the way they work, if he got knocked out a week before a race and he was out for three or four minutes, they wouldn't sell. They, they would still go race mm-hmm. unless it was like serious enough. Yeah. But I, I I personally believe that, and I think they're they're pretty I, smart about when I, it comes to. Injury. I didn't like when they came back from that kneecap thing, I and mean, it wasn't your head; it was just your knee. You know, I didn't I didn't think that was a smart move, and it proved to not be. But I admire Tony for saying, "Hey, yeah, when they put the hundred grand up, we went riding because we wanted the hundred grand." It didn't work out. We backed it off. You know what I mean? Like, like there was no pushing through. Tony's just like, nope, wasn't going to happen. You know? Yeah. Mike wrote a little bit, so. Okay. Uh, the artist formerly known as Xanthtron would like to know if uh, at, at the end of the second moto, when Dungey was on Reed, and then all of a sudden it seemed like Reed just had a huge lead, did Dungey make a mistake or crash? Do you uh, know? I, no. I think Reed just pulled away. I'll tell you what I mean, happened. Honestly, I'll tell I you. I, I, I was watching Reed pretty closely and watching okay. Dungey. I would say with about 20 minutes left, Chad was going up those uphill whoops, and he was blitzing him. He was, like, manually wheeling him, and he had right. a really good line. About 20 minutes in, he started jumping him. He started doubling th- up the hill. And, and he was that's killing when, there, yeah. And that's when Dungy started catching him, when, as soon as he started to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think as soon as Dungy caught him, Mm-hmm. He put his head back down and he went to hammer. I think that he was just trying to put it in, you know, cruise control for a little bit. But I think when Dungey caught him, he put it back down. And he, Dungey didn't make any mistakes. If you look same. at Dungey's lap times, they were the same. Chad just went faster. Okay. But Fair I enough. did like, I did like, when they were on the podium and Chad, the, the announcer said, "Well, what were you thinking when when Ryan came up on you and caught you?" He goes, "Catching me is one thing, passing me is another." And I mm-hmm. looked at Dungey, and Dungey was not happy. Not happy about that comment. Really? You could really see it? Oh, yeah. And I even asked Ryan about it. And I said, dude. And he's just like, yeah, I wasn't happy about that. How well, do they even be teammates? That blows me they away. They don't hate each other. No, yeah, I, know, yeah. I know They don't that, hate each but, other. But they're two of the most competitive guys. You know what's right. funny in this sport? One, one week you'll hate somebody. The next week you'll love them. 
dude, this looks just like with James and Bubby. They had that whole thing going down all season, and then they twitted they were all buddies until that Dallas thing happened. Atlanta, yep. Dallas, when when Bubba freaking they were cool after that. No, they weren't cool after that. That's Atlanta. not split hairs. Yeah, whatever. Um, <clears throat> let's take a call. I'll say that's all for my new <clears throat> news. Hey, Kids what? Reads the news. Premix, you there? Right? Yeah, what's going on over there? Uh, just answering calls from you. What's up, buddy? Uh, nothing. Hey, I was calling to tell uh, Mathis that I really appreciate all these old school podcasts he's doing, like uh, the one with Tishner. Um, uh, he mentioned uh, Scott Stoffer, his one of his old mechanics. Yeah, Stoffer. And uh, that's yeah, that's one of my buddy uh, Johnny, his uh, good friend, one of my riding buddies. But um, anyway, hey, uh, I was just going to ask you, um, what kind of old school guys do you have like on your radar to do podcasts with? Do you have a, a uh, list of like guys like Willie Surratt and stuff like that? No, no. I mean, yeah, I got a, I got a list. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's kind of just as I take it, you know. Like, I've got some guys. I've been trying to get Larry Ward forever. He's being a bit of a douche about it. Um, I wanted to do RJ, but he was kind of being a douche. Um, I don't. I just kind of thought Willie Surratt would be good because I know when Tishner mentioned that whole yeah, Suzuki deal, you know, where he, you know, took him to court or whatever to get his pay or whatever yeah, it was. Did you hear about that? I remember hearing about that way back then, and you know, it just kind of died out because there was no internet or anything back right. then. You know, I'll nobody tell you ever what. heard anything. Hey, Premix, I'm so. going to get you the sweet podcast when he gets out of jail from Mike Healy. <laughs> I would like to do one with Healy. Yeah, I'd like to do one with Healy. I asked if somebody had his contact info, but yeah, it's easy. This California State. No, he's out now. He's out. <laughs> Uh, no, Premix, just stay tuned. Uh, I'm going to keep working through guys and keep trying to get guys. And yep, I'll be listening to them for sure. I don't miss any of them, so All right. appreciate it. Thank you. Later. Yep, have a good night. See ya. Has been. Hey guys, how you doing? What's up? Hey Steve, uh, what's what's the truth on this uh, Stuart to Suzuki deal? Because uh, he's just calling you out on the Twitter. I just uh, you know I only listen to that thing when I'm in the car. I read it when I'm in the car. He's just posted something a couple of minutes ago. Who did? I just saw it. What did he say? What did Twitter say? Who have you been talking to? We'd like to know. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, anyway. here it is. Yeah, I got it. I just pulled it up. Um, yeah. yeah, that's what I heard. I, and I, you know, I don't put stuff out there without like having some serious. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, well, Kenny, you know who I was talking to and who knows who. And it's well, not. Once again, dude, I say I told you like. Maybe you shouldn't say certain things, and you say certain things. So, you know what? Answer this question. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no. I, I just talked to somebody who talked to somebody at Suzuki who knows somebody right. at Suzuki, and they are they are thinking that Dungey's going to go elsewhere for next year. Um, there's different reasons why, and they're looking at they, – they acknowledge that they, they were looking at James and maybe getting him out of that Yamaha deal and bringing him – getting him the bikes into support, not – Bringing him onto the factory team, but giving him the support for his own right, team. Get him, get him a Suzuki. Uh, yeah, a Suzuki but uh, I'll have point. to. Uh, I guess if if if, uh, God, if Goose comes with the bike, then you know it'll work. You know? Yeah, yeah. They seem to be working I'll, really uh, good. I'll ask. I'll text James and say, "Hey, give me a call," and I'll tell him what I know, and without maybe giving away the names, and so he knows that I'm, you know, not just pulling shit out of my ass. So yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, no, you're, you're doing some really good stuff lately, and um, yeah, and uh, I think you just uh, it's good. But yeah, I. I when you had the GP thing last week, uh, I mentioned Billy Wiles. So I used to talk to him quite a bit. And after he came back from Europe, he was a Tectocell rep. He had the whole Tectocell inventory in, like, the uh, closet of his double wide. And I kind of lost track of him. He used to come up to right. Jersey, and we used to go down to uh, – he was living in Georgia for a while. But have you, have you spoken with him, like, the last, like, two years? 
No, I haven't. Uh, Billy Lyles got me my job in Germany on the GP team. Uh, I, right. met, I met him. At, I met him at Loretta Lynn's, and he said I can get I can get you a job. Uh, Wait, who did? Billy Lyles. Who's that? Wow. You know who Billy Lyles is. Stop okay. playing dumb. Just like you didn't know who Valentino Rossi was. The doctor? <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Asman. Hey, wait, wait. Hey, Kenny. What, thanks, what's thanks. the buy-in at the, the rehab this week? Uh, what do you mean the buy-in? What do you, you spend it on an average, sir? I don't spend nothing. Really? You, they comp, you, you know enough people to take a comp there, huh? Dude, that, we, have a, we have a tattoo shop there. It's called Heart and Huntington Tattoo. Oh, it's yeah, inside, yeah, yeah, It's inside okay. the Hard Rock. I just, yeah, I can't imagine it's cheaper to party in Vegas than it is in New York, so I was just wondering. But uh, hey, you got a good you got a good point about the TV deal. Although this year, this week, because so many battles were up front with the top guys, they didn't pan to the back of the pack. But it would be nice to go back once in a while. They well, only did what, it a couple times. That's what Kenny was and, saying. Yeah, yeah, he, and, he, and a couple times uh, when the, the uh, commercials came up, seemed to be crucial when they were moving around the back of the pack. Um, so the guys, yeah, anybody up to the top three, but the top three were so tight that they couldn't really go back. You know what I mean? The battle yeah. was the whole modem. Yeah, I mean, Villapoto, yeah. Reed, and Dungey for like right. five, six laps was epic. Epic. Right, yeah, they were free training the whole time, and they were in the same shot. So yeah. I could see his point, you know, because it's all about impressions per minute or whatever, however the ad rates yeah. are. Uh, yeah, I don't, even, I don't even know. But, yeah, you guys doing good work there. And uh, Hey, uh, Kenny. What happened? Hey, who do you know over at the convention center? Uh, I know this dude, Bobby, that sweeps the floors. <laughs> Well, maybe because there's a big there's a big construction management uh, uh, seminar going on like the next couple of days. They can get tits over there, get him a job, get him off his daddy's tit. You know. Hey, you're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll look into that. Buddy. Thanks, help out, man. Thanks, husband. Okay, thank you. All right, Ty, you there? Yeah, yeah. What's up? What's up, man? How are you? Birdwell. Oh, good. Good to hear Watson's still there. Yeah, barely. I'm hanging on by a thread. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't <laughs> have Mike. If Michael right. wasn't here, I'd be gone. We don't have but he keeps showing me pictures of his wife on his phone, and I ain't going nowhere if I get to look at those things all night. <laughs> right on. Well, that guy before me just kind of answered my question with the whole James Stewart Suzuki thing, but, you know. What about the J-Law shit? Why, why wasn't he there? We co- uh, I know I'm calling we, it a little late. You might have you already gone over yeah, that. Yeah, we, we covered it. Listen to the archive. Was, was Suzuki seeming pissed? Right. Yeah, Kenny says they were sort of pissed, I guess. I don't really know. I know that... He was supposed to be there. Now I don't know, like I don't, I don't know, I don't know how pissed they were or whatever. But I mean, according to wasn't he Kenny, riding with Hanny? Like in- no, that was bullshit. That was Hanny just stirring the pot. He wasn't in California uh, riding bastard. He wasn't. Everyone probably bought in. Hanny, you could believe about maybe ten percent of Hanson's twitters when he's talking like that. <laughs> nice, nice. All right, thanks, man. His All own, right. well, his, thanks, own his, his own team hasn't didn't even talk to him for two weeks before the first race. Sweet. Yeah. So <laughs> who knows? Good management. Who knows? Right on. Well, thanks. Have a good night, guys. Thanks, thanks, bud. Thanks for listening. Hey, tits. You could say management, but you know what? You can make the call if the other guy doesn't pick it up at the other end. There's nothing you can do about it. Okay. And Suzuki City are not fools, Michael. Those guys put hard work in, and they do a they do a good job. They try. They you know they 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 play the cards they're dealt. So. Well, I mean, if you're a team owner and you got you know this. N- Pardon the expression, this nut of Arma Energy, nut money. Yeah, you go for it, right? It's a good play on words. Thank you. No, I, I, you know what? I, I think he's, it made his team look bad. It yeah. made him look bad. It made J Law look bad. It was a bad deal all the way around. So does he show up this weekend, Kenny? Don't know. Don't know. I don't know where the kid's head's at. Right. 
I don't know. I I couldn't. I I I know the. I I know nothing about the whole deal. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, what yeah. what I do know but. is about when I we dealt with Arma, <laughs> and I knew that they were going to it. But I feel bad for that guy. I feel bad for the team. I feel they had to spend the money. But at the end of the day, they still got a, they still got money from Arma. For for him to be there, with him not being there, I think it jeopardizes Arma as a company in this industry and the in the credibility that our industry has with outside sponsors that are trying to come in. Uh-huh. When you say, "Yeah, I have this guy come into a race and they invest a bunch of money," and then you you can't even the guy doesn't even show up and they can't even tell him why he didn't show up. Right. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's going to go back and and Arma's owned by Fisher Nuts. And what that's if, a huge company. What if your uh, what if your O'Neill would you, would O'Neill be paying that team? Yeah, but I don't think much. I don't Not think much. I don't think it's on J Law. I yeah. don't think they pay. You, you know, don't. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think they'd be? I would be surprised if J Law <laughs> showed up wearing like you know deaf gloves and you know a, a freaking shoey helmet and right. you know an <laughs> Axo jersey and a pair of O'Neill pants and you know Fox <laughs> boots. I mean, you never know with that kid. Yeah. Yeah. Just like I said, he likes to do his things his way, and I think until he gets some kind of structure under him, he's going to keep continue to do what he wants to do. I thought personally when he went to jail, it was going to really make him. Realize, like, yeah. hey, but he's not getting in trouble with the law or anything. Yeah, I don't think. I yeah, hope not. I, yeah, I don't know. But you know what? He he's doing what he's doing, and you know what? You either like the kid or you dislike the kid. And you know what? At the end of the day, I I I would like to see him come out, even if he goes out and rides the national and he gets fifteenth. I agree. Let him ride his dirt bike and do what he wants to do. Yeah. Well, I, I think he's scared. Oh, that's your that's your opinion. <laughs> hey, Jake, you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up? I just want. I just wanted to ask a little question about the Vivint thing. Um, Matt says you have it in your house. Is that right? Yeah, I do. And how do you like it? I do. I like it. It's good. I have, I have one in my house, and it's phenomenal. It's, uh, it's a phenom. It's the, um, you know, the alarm part is cool just because you know, you know your house is safe, but the home automation part is, for me, what was pretty sweet. You check out your dogs on it all the time? Uh, not all the time, no. We, we did for a little while, and then it got a little boring watching them just lay there like they're dead. <laughs> you know, there wasn't a whole lot. There wasn't a whole lot of action going on. They just sort of laid there. Oh, okay. Um, another question I have for you, uh, kind of a technical question. Um, obviously, Pro Circuit has a residence chamber. I don't know what they're exactly called, but obviously it's for sound. Um, and also, FMF has a mega bomb. Now, I thought the Mega Bomb has a patent on it, and that Pro Circuit can copy that kind of mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And then, it, is it going to? Is it avail? It's obviously available to the public now, and they obviously had an, all their magazines that had campaign ads saying it's patent. And I was wondering, was there some I, sort of I, thing? I believe. You know? I believe it's a different system. I believe the Mega Bomb has a tube that runs through it that that is has holes in the tube and the holes are different sizes and different positions and that then the exhaust gases go into the bomb the mega bomb part of the header and they 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 sit there they cool off and they ramp up and they go out i believe mitch's deal is just open and more like a power bomb let's say um instead of instead of a tube running through it's just an expansion part of the header so there's little differences there you know, Yamaha, uh, Yamaha's, Yamaha's in Europe came stock. Wait, what kind of bike? Yamaha's? Yamaha's. Yamaha's. Is that my canadian yeah. coming out? Yamaha's. Yamaha's. Yamaha's in, in Europe and in uh, Australia, I believe, came stock with stock. the residence chamber in there. Correct. So. Technical. I'm tech. 
Yeah, I know. When I think when I think tech, I think Kenny Watson. You should. <laughs> you ever get decals and decals mixed up? Not anymore. But I, I used I, to. I did, yeah. Rad shrouds. Yep. Yeah. Nobody knows what rad shrouds are. This is my buddy Jake calling. He's a he's a super fan. Is it Jay or Jake? I, Jake. Okay. Oh, did I, you mess up? I, I got fan. it right this time. Oh, good job. What's up, Jake? What's up? I uh, lo- love this show. Um, what else can I tell you? Um, another question. You probably already talked about. It. I haven't listened to the show yet, but uh, Dungey and Stewart Suzuki, Stewart Dungey KTM or Suzuki. What 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 is the word on that? I just, I mean, I just don't think that Dungey's going to sustain with Suzuki. I mean, I could be wrong. Who knows? I, just from what I hear, he's changed management companies, and uh, I hear he's looking elsewhere. And I, I heard Roger really wants him. KTM. Well, this is what I. This is we know he's met with Reed. This is what I'm thinking. <clears throat> like I don't know, and this is just my opinion. Well, that's what we I do think, on the show. We just, I think we I think bench race. I th- I think the way the sport is heading in the next two to three years is there's going to be a lot more satellites like Chad's doing and James is doing. And I think what a lot of teams like, like a NASCAR model, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think like well, I'll use Chad for instance, and I, and I'm not saying that he's going to Chad's team. I have known nothing about this, but I would say like a two two motorsports would go out and buy a whole other rig, a whole other setup, and let's say they get sponsored by freaking you know Shell or Pennzoil, they'll have like a NASCAR team that's has like a Penske that has like three different title sponsors. They'll have one truck, but it'll be two two racing. With a title sponsor of Pennzoil and Tutu Racing, with Chad sponsored by, you know, we'll say, you know, well, Bell Ray is. Well, that's not his title. Bell Ray's not his title. No, I don't think he has a title. I might be wrong. I don't know much about it. But at the end of the day, Chad will have a title sponsor, <laughs> and if if Dungey or whoever would go to this other team, they'll have a whole other title, and it'd be still under the same Tutu Motorsports, but will have a total feel, a total different look. Than everything, you know. And whenever I see that happening, and I'm not saying Dungey's right. going there. Yeah, but, but in if the it future, did, if it sport. did happen, right. I see that happening. But we can go back to last week's show. Two weeks ago, is is Feld gonna let those guys promote the way well, it needs to be promoted? If if another outside yeah, company comes yeah, in, yeah, I mean, we don't know. Yeah, you don't know. Did you ever get any oh. heat from that or anything? Uh, uh-uh. you're pretty opinionated. I was wondering if some powers that be might have. No, I, I'm just it, saying it was all. There was nothing to be. Nothing. That you know I, how it works. I know. I you know. know. So, what they're going to tell the, me what I can't say? I, I don't know. Hey, if they don't, if people don't like what <laughs> we I were have. asking Prater to come on the show, and then that very show that he didn't come on for no, and it's not related, <clears throat> we got into this big discussion. Yeah, well, I would have said it if he was here, but I wouldn't. You know, I know he wouldn't answer that right. because, like I said before, they don't make the decision. Here's the thing that I, and talking about Feld, and talking to Prater, the o, whenever they want to do rule changes. The OEMs are really stuck in their ways. The Japanese OEMs are really stuck in their ways. If they had less control, where they just provide a suspension and motors and parts, the teams who are in the job to, one, sell products, and two, entertain, with maybe three racing being the third, are going to be more open to different formats, different changes, different things, and I I think that's a good thing. I I, I would agree with you, but you're talking five years ago when the OEMs had so much power. I think they still do. I I think you're wrong, dude. I think they still do. I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong. I think 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 if Chad Reed and James Stewart, you you don't think they have more control over Yamaha? No, I don't. I think you're wrong. 
I mean, Brooks, Brooks would tell me, Brooks would, Jake, I'm talking. Jake, yeah, Jake, I'll put you on hold. Pipe down. Uh, uh, Brooks, uh, Brooks told me all the time they would get in trouble from Yamaha for shit. For the, they, they were doing secret testing. They were doing stuff, putting on the bike. They were trying different stuff. I, I agree with and them on that. Yamaha was just like, hey, dude, that's still our bike. I don't care you're James Stewart or whatever. I'm just saying, I'm talking about Feld. I'm talking about Feld. Jake, you there? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Welcome back. I Rick. just, I just, it's good to listen. I just, the biggest question I have is like, obviously, Kenny knows this is that Kawasaki, you know, as he is like a side team here, that did they come back and back him factory, factory parts and so forth. So if these teams are separating to satellite teams, is the factory going to be like, look, you have access to all of our parts, just like you would be if you were under a factory tent? Or do they make a line and say, you have to kind of start on your own and do your own thing? Like, what is it, what is the rule on that? Like, is there is there a rule? Are the factories going to do something like that? Or are they just going to be like, here's our best suspension? We want you to put in on I a think, Honda. I think I think once if if that does turn the corner and it does do like that, we're going to say, hey, we're going to supply you bikes and parts. If they have the factory equipment, have at it. If not, it's going to be just like NASCAR, where they go out and they le- they buy their engines. They have their own, you know, resources. The they like. I mean, for instance, this year, Chad Reed's team was run by Chad Reed. He ran a complete pro circuit package. Had enough, he had some help from Honda, but not much until the outdoors. So Chad Reed did it with a full pro circuit Honda package. Honda really sat back and were like, let's see, uh, you know, let's see what you can do. But I don't so see, like, I don't, I, I you think. You know, that's I, what I'm wondering is the budgets for these guys. Do they have enough money to get hard parts to these satellite teams? Like, even though they are the satellite team, they are on their own thing. But from a factory standpoint, they're like, look, this guy is running our bike. Do we need to give him parts so he can win? Like Chad Reed, obviously, was doing a lot more for Honda than Josh Grant or Trey Kennard, or at least Josh Grant did, or Trey Kennard this year. So it's like he goes in the outdoor series. It's like, yeah, we want you to have our parts. We want you to win. So here you go. Okay, so is okay. that going to continue? Okay, I'm going con- I'm yeah. br- to break this down really quick and simple for you. Kenny's if if all the manufacturers went away. And they said, okay, we're just going to support satellite teams, and there's no more factory Honda. Like, just like right now, there's no more factory Yamaha. But factory Yamaha does support <clears> James Stewart. Okay? That's their factory team. But it's not it's Sam Manuel, James Stewart team. It's not a factory Yamaha team. Okay? <laughs> if Let's say, let's say uh, factory Honda goes away and uh, Geico takes over. Yeah, there will be a certain amount of parts. But what that's going to do, they spend, you know, probably – Four to five million dollars a year, and on on their parts from Japan and factory. That's what makes them a factory team. It's going to open the door up for more programs and for more satellite teams to get support. Because what they're going to do is going to go to them and say, "All right, here's 15 motorcycles. Here's a hundred thousand dollars in parts. Go race." And they're not going to have to worry about which team has factory stuff, which team doesn't. I think if they'll they'll have their A B, they'll have their A teams, and there'll be other teams, just like in NASCAR. You have your your teams that are supported by Toyota, like Joe Gibbs Racing, and then you have Michael Waltrip Racing that doesn't get the same support as Toyota get. But you're going to have to hire your guys in house and build a program to make your stuff better. Huh? That that answers my question. Thank you. Okay. All right, Jake. Thanks, man. See you, buddy. Bye. All right, uh, let's go to uh, another exciting addition to the show. Kenny doesn't like this, but uh, let's go to that because it, it, it really interests me and makes me laugh. Hey, one more thing real quick about yeah. the factory. Yeah. A lot of the factories that uh, like Suzuki, Honda, <coughs> Yamaha, Kawasaki, racing is a very, 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 very small right. program for them. 
So, you know, if and especially it, in that is motocross racing. Exactly. You know, I mean, there's, I mean, yeah. A lot of it is a, a write-off for tax reasons, right. for them to have these deals. Yeah. You know, like, for instance, a pair of Thai foot pegs that you would buy from Lightspeed that cost $250, they're a little bit different from Honda. They might be a little bit, you know, a little bit more tech. But at the end of the day, it's a Thai foot peg. Yeah. It's $5,000 that Honda pays, but you can spend two fifty, And that's the way they cover it. They're going to say, oh, we had to give... A, a set of foot pegs to racing. We had to do ten sets, and they're five grand each. Yeah. No, At so the end of the day, you add everything up, like a set of suspension. That's really not a hundred grand from Showa. No, someone once told me from a factory that's a nice way to get the profits over to Japan. Exactly, it's a way for them to cover up half of their stuff, and that's pretty much what racing is. Right. Um, it's that time. Austin Stroop, tweet of the week. And you know this, man. You stop laughing right now. We are short that up. It's quality, not quantity. All right, man. Yay! We gotta shorten that up. It's too, it's too long. I don't know. I like it. Swisscore needs to get me new podcast intros. Needs to shorten that up. Needs to change that BTO thing. Why don't we talk about what Swisscore has to do off the air? Let's do this. Come on. Okay. All right. The first one says. If you don't lick balls in our sport, you get crap left and right. Nice. Want me to tell you what that means? Yeah. translate? That means if you're not brown-nosing people and you're not telling them how great they are and really don't care about them, you ain't getting no support. You ain't getting help. So that means you got to be fake and and blow people for no reason. And what Stroop is saying is just what he said. Yeah. I get it. So you you blow about right? I don't blow anybody. (laughs) I'm, I'm about real as it gets. You better start blowing some people because you keep running your mouth and getting people in trouble. You ain't going to have no one to talk Who to. Who do I get in trouble? You better call JS7 really quick. I will, yeah. I'll yeah, call you better well. get squared up with that. <clears throat> oh, I will. I will get squared <laughs> up with that. <laughs> you've, been, you've been called out. Yeah, oh, boy. I, I'll text James and say, hey, let's talk about it. He'll be like, fucking crickets. Yeah, exactly. So whatever. Okay. And the second and last one is, man, I broke some ankles last night when that Ricky Rose 9PC came on. I thought the choppers were about to go off. Uh. Uh, that means he was dancing. <laughs> he, heard, he heard a good song, and he was dancing. Was his shoulder all jacked up? or his, he, That's why he almost broke his ankles. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw that one. Yeah? No, that's epic. Yeah, Actually, didn't either. That's, that's a good it. one. But I love yeah. how Kenny just broke that down. Right, oh, yeah. Check you later. No, he's on the same level. <laughs> Stroopy's a good dude. I, I didn't even know he was going in for surgery. I thought he was racing outdoors. You know what's crazy? It's like... He was at our truck at Vegas, mm-hmm. and Dr. G's been working on the last couple of weeks at the last couple of rounds of Supercross, and he's been coming in, and he's asking That was him, me, my bad. He keeps asking him, I'm like, sorry. dude, <laughs> it's not getting any better, and we're uh-huh. doing the same treatment. Shoulder. You're going to have to go get an MRI. And yep. if, so I can treat what's going on. We did, he didn't know, so I guess he had a, I guess he did have an MRI, and he found it out that something was wrong, and so I guess he's getting it fixed, and mm-hmm. good for him. Yeah. Stroop's bad. Stroop has raw speed. I know. He's a good dude, too. I, I like Stroop. Stroop's yeah. a good kid. Told me I was his favorite media guy. He even Twittered it. Yeah, he even Twittered it. I wonder if Hanny Said. kicked him out of the club. <laughs> hey, dude. Quit licking balls, bro. <laughs> um, He was maybe slightly under the influence of something when he yelled about how good of a media guy I was. But whatever. <laughs> I'll take it. Stroop's a good dude. And he's talented. He's- I tell people this. And they look at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, you don't, you don't see the guy ride? Hey, dude, all, all people have to remember is this one race. And I'm not saying he won and he did great, but he was off for so long. And he came back out, and he straight up ran with Bubba at Phoenix. 
bottom line in that heat race. Oh, is he that did, back when yeah. he was on the Suzuki, or is no, that no, this year? This year, this year. Yeah. Okay. first race, he freaking he got second in the heat race. He's yeah. straight, yeah, hung in there as long as he could. As long, yeah, he didn't, he didn't. No, pressure. he was, yeah, he yeah. Didn't, yeah. but well. he he showed speed. Yeah, yeah, and that's like going back to like you said, tits. We you could do it for one lap, you could do it for twenty laps, man. That's right. Yeah, Tim Ferry used to. Never. First mention of Tim Ferry, three and a half hours in. That's pretty impressive, actually. Uh, hey, all right. Thanks to everybody for coming on. Thanks, Mike, for coming on. Appreciate Thanks for having it. me. It's been an honor. Vivian Alarms. Check them out. $99 Pulp MX special. Check it out on the uh, banner. Or yeah. If anyone has any questions, just yeah. send me a tweet. MStevens317. Yeah, I retweeted that, so maybe awesome. it'll come through. Uh, thanks to uh, uh, Eric Phipps. Thanks to Tommy Hahn. Thanks for Avin Tedesco. Uh, thanks for uh, Travis Pastrana, who was on so long ago. I kind of forgot. Great to have Pastrana on June 4th. Check it out, Nitro Circus, MGM Grand. Uh, thanks to BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, JGRMX, FMF Racing, AGV Helmets, Works Connection, O'Neill, and Kicker. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week after Texas. Uh, thanks, Tits. You're welcome. All right, I got to go. I got to call Stuart. See ya. That was amazing. You guys changed people's lives tonight. I know, it was so awesome. Yeah, it was awesome, compared to bullshit. You know how to cut to the core of me, Baxter. You're so wise. But like a miniature Buddha, covered in hair.